Painkiller already, 514. Most likely just the boys all show. Maybe someone on the back half. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be a surprise for us, too. Surprise this for everyone. PKA is brought to you by Postmates, Blue Chew, and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We'll hear all about those later. But for now, Kyle, you had some news that you were chomping at the bit. You have I had to re- resist talking about it on PKN because I felt like it was more of a PKA topic. And then, uh, obviously, we, we played games, I think, that night, too. Uh, mm-hmm. We played some Vermintide. And I really wanted to talk about it then because everybody was coming to me from the the 50 Discord uh, talking about this stuff and sending me links. And we we're all just having a real good laugh about it. And a few tears, a few tears as well, I suppose. From, from laughter? Honest. From sadness. From sadness. Oh. From genuine, <sighs> oh, no, what's happened to him? Sadness. Not coming from you, though. This sounds like well, bullshit. Blade was I'm, on the show and he said that he was sober. 1994, Taylor. <laughs> You know, it's 1994. <laughs> I was yeah. eight the last time I cried. That's when I watched when uh, where the red fern grows for the first time, and and since then just not a not a drop. Well, that doesn't uh, count. Everyone because cries. I'm a man. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, you were crying. <laughs> I was crying, and uh, uh, um, so Blade only use me, Blade. Um, I like Blade. I really do. We all I, do. You know, watched him for a decade or whatever. You know. You know, just such chill Call of Duty commentaries back when that was a big deal. Every and, one of you know, us enjoys his company. He was this cool little addition to the like COD community where there were the guys who were going for like montages. And then there were guys who had like, uh, you know, daily commentaries where they would blow shit out of the water. And then and then Woody and a few other guys had these really cool, like educational sort of like almost like if you don't have a dad, this is a guy you should be watching kind of like, like stuff where he's injecting some knowledge into Call of Duty that's outside the realm of gaming. And then there was Blade there, like doing this chill commentary and playing the game in a way no one else really did. It was cool. And we all admired that. And Blade. And, you know, we met him at a few conventions. Chill guy. Seemed real cool. Let me hit his blunt one time. You know, not nice guy. <laughs> <sighs> now, Obviously, he was on the show several months back, and we were talking about how he was cleaning up his act, getting his alcoholism under control, his health under control. He'd had some issues with his legs. He was going to the were, hospital, wasn't he? Like he was talking he was about out of the hospital. Coming, yeah. People were saying the man might lose a fucking leg. You know, I think he was losing some teeth as well, and it was looking grim. And he was like, you know, I'm cleaning my act up. The, the real truth is I don't have an alcohol problem. I've got a streaming problem, and the stream wants to see me drink. But we're gonna change that. We're gonna we're gonna do something different. We're we're gonna try to entertain them without poisoning me. Paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out. No, oh. work out. So I've got some uh, some links here. Uh, first of all, here is a uh, here is a fairly current photo of Blade. Ooh, he um, got a haircut. He got. <laughs> Wait, what's happening? I love that reaction. <laughs> like, he got a haircut <laughs> like he got a nice little haircut no someone shaved the motherfucker's head i'm sure while he was asleep and they've written on his head something that that's now illegible there's an i and a p written up there it looks like there's like a piece of paper like you pick up a piece of gum wrapped around his front teeth there you well, see? we're gonna get is, to that later this is hardly fair kyle he is much younger in the left photo if you were to do this to me i wouldn't look as good as i did 10 years ago either you have all your teeth though I got that going for me, yeah. You have all your teeth, and your head hasn't been shaved by some hooligans on a bus. You saw Jackie cut my hair. Like, it wasn't too... You I know, shouldn't be throwing stones. Wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> your, 
You're on the blade path. It's just not quite as <laughs> steep of a climb. You better watch out. Next thing you know, you're going to have a swastika on your head like he does in picture number two here. Um, apparently, he fell asleep and someone gave him the old Charles Manson swastika on his forehead. Man, the mouth closed versus mouth open. Huge improvement. Chasm of difference. Huge improvement. Keep it closed. Keep it closed. Yeah, he's he's really... Like, a dentist can probably save that, right? Like, but it'll be so fucking... Exp- like, like teeth are not one of those things you just let <clears throat> by the wayside. Like, it will just get worse and worse and worse. Okay, hold on a second. I'm, I'm looking more closely. Now, I saw a blade tooth picture a few weeks ago. We started to talk about this in the pre-show. But I didn't think they were teeth. It looked like he had something stuck in between his teeth or there was maybe gum on his teeth. I thought, oh, well, this isn't fair. He has some dentine in his teeth, and people are misrepresenting it to look like his teeth have gone in a really south direction. What am I seeing in these two front teeth? Well, here's the thing. I have, uh, I I have, two, I have two videos that tell a bit of a story. Now, I'm not sure if they tell the story that I'm going to tell, <laughs> but I'm going to tell it nonetheless. So here's video okay. one. Let's uh, let's all queue up on. So this. speaking this of the blade path, do you see how he has half, half an eyebrow on his right side, left of the screen? Yeah. Jesus, you know it's not a good photo when I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's my blade also rocks the half eyebrows. Even in the um, early picture, his eyebrows are heavy centered focus. Another parallel between Blade and Woody. Dude, we're I've got, also, I've got eyebrows for all three of us. Two peas in a pod, Blade and I. All right, I'm ready to watch this. All right, so this is a Reddit. Oh, it's a PKA subreddit. All right, all right. Can I watch this on stream or should I just watch it? Yeah, this this one's all good to watch on stream. There's no genitalia. Or threats of rape. I have that as well. Jesus Christ. (laughs) He has a tooth emoticon. I I, kind of respect (laughs) it. (laughs) All right. That's that's pretty fucking funny. You guys ready? Yep. Set. Play. Oh my god. Go for it. So he's falling asleep. Oh, he's passed out. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, what is that? They took his teeth. They took his teeth. No, no. They, it looked like a folded piece of paper. Am I crazy? They stole his teeth. No, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. So, so you, Blade was for the audience who's not uh, watching video, you degenerates. Um, Blades passed out on a couch, and they've already painted his face blue like fucking William Wallace from Braveheart. (laughs) (laughs) And then they, I guess they conspired to steal his fucking teeth out of his mouth. So one guy holds the camera, another guy reaches in and pulls the man's fucking chompers out of his face, and then they holds them up triumphantly like a like an outfielder who just robbed a homer. (laughs) Ah, I I stole his teeth from the passed out man. So here he is talking about. Talking about that, like, you know, maybe a day or so later. Uh, again, this oh. is the narrative that I'm telling. So he wasn't even making money at that point on the stream. Oh, so, he makes money while he sleeps. Blades figured out passive oh, income. <laughs> yeah. Move Another over. parallel between him and <laughs> All right, I'm ready to watch this one. Uh, this is safe to watch? Yes, this is just conversation. It's important to listen to what they're saying. I mean, make sure okay. it's full. All right, ready, set, play. Blade always. Yo, bud. You find your teeth? Uh, no, but I made backups. Let's see. Oh, wow. You made backups out of chickens? No, out of chickens. It's just... How do you lose your teeth, dog? Because I took them out to eat. 
But I have backups at some point. So, how do you lose your teeth, dog? <laughs> like, that's so, just like you lost your fucking teeth. So, if you I didn't pick up so on that, guy number one, who actually seems like a nice person, he's the nicest person from that 30 second conversation <laughs> that I think is anywhere near Blade. Hey, did you find your teeth, dog? And he gives him a little fist bump. And he's like, no. Because <laughs> I made backups. No. <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I made backups. And he's like, what? Like out of chiclets or something? <laughs> and, and Blade just goes, no, not chiclets. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> they only had juicy fruit, so I had to hey. fold it. <laughs> that's why they look yellow. <laughs> Do we know? I was going to go with, went with spearmint, but that's just off-putting. It just burns. <laughs> he's a, they're just two Tic Tacs. Like beaver. <laughs> he's, he's about to fill in the two toothpaste. There's six Tic Tacs. <laughs> you look like a fucking millipede mouth. Yeah. What? Do we know what he's making teeth out of? No. Nobody knows what he's making teeth out of. Nobody knows. <laughs> but that I saw him. It looks like there's some sort of, like they slide on his teeth stumps. Yeah, like a clip-on almost. If, if you look at the previous thing and pause it around seven seconds, you can see it looks like a little taco. Yeah. I ran into... I, I didn't. I had a friend who ran into a tree while he was skiing, and he knocked a few teeth out. And what they do is, yeah, you're right, it's just a little plug thing. And it, but it usually attaches to the teeth on either side. So I think his like replaced two teeth, and so it clipped onto the fourth and first or whatever. I don't know what he's clipping it on to. Because it doesn't just stay there. Like, it has to be clipped to adjacent teeth. It's a taco. It clips on what's left of his teeth, just clamps it from oh. the bottom. Okay. So here's another image, just to give you an idea of the sort of depravity that goes on. <laughs> Who's and renting he, them Winnebago's at this point? Blade! He's renting the, his his cards at the counter? Yes. That's what I'm told. That's what I'm told. Again, look, I could be wrong about some things, and I fully admit that. I'm going in. This is what I've been told. I don't watch Blade. Uh, this th this would actually make me. Is this the image we're meant to look at now? Yeah, that, I sent the image there of him covered night. in packing peanuts, face painted, passed out. They've shaved the just the top of his head at this <clears> point. <throat> I'm sure he filled it. He shaved the rest and not look like an insane person later on, or less insane. And they are of course pouring. Water? You know, I think to to assume that that is water is a fool's errand. <laughs> I need to know who this cast of characters is. Are, are these other streamers? Did he? Often he would just kind of stumble into groups. So what? What? Like. I mean, what do you need? What, what? What's required to be called a streamer? To be on? If you're on a stream, are you a streamer? If so, then yes. These are other streamers. Okay. Well, all right. They seem to be a group of degenerates that he has that have magnet. Uh, coalesced around i was imagining like the old ice days where i could picture him going out and be like hey dude you want to come in and pour piss on my friend no dude it's fine it's fine dude like and, Would, but i don't know i'm picturing like a shark remora situation right where it's a synergistic relationship but clearly the shark is the guy who's really benefiting all the people around him right like it, the remora might help the shark a little it's a 90 10 situation is that what wing is, uh, i'm sorry wings is that what blade has going on here where he you know, these guys are just leeching off his fame. Is he the most popular guy there? Oh, I would say so. Okay. I mean, he's what you come to see. You know, he's he's, he's the, the draw. Guy. He's the, he's definitely the draw. So is that an expensive watch? No, of course it's not. It's, I don't know. I don't know what you're looking at, but but the, I, it, I'll just say no. It's, it's the it would have been um, stolen off his wrist. It's the one with the, the jug. One with the jug. 
That's uh, that's very true. Oh. One of those people would have stole it off his. I, I can't even see One like the randos. borders of that. Did you like open it up? Uh, it just is a big gold watch. It, up, it I, looks like. I don't see his wrist. Uh, it's under oh, his on face. Blade. Yeah. Yeah, on blade. If that the were expensive, photo. they would have taken it. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a that's a forty dollar watch. I would I would wager. Although you would think they would even take a $40 watch after seeing some of the other things they've done to him. So I'm waiting on one more link um, where he threatens the girl with rape, but I'm not getting it. So let's just go to the coup de gras. It um, happened again. You know, it was one of those things where like, <clears throat> you know how like maybe an audience might ask their uh, the guy they're watching for like his greatest hits. Everybody's like, mm-hmm. yeah, do the... Do the Macarena. Come on. Come on. Do it. Do the Macarena. And whoever the fuck that Macarena guy is, he's got his own. He's got like a four albums since then. And he's just like, I do not do the Macarena anymore. We do not do. Uh, Macarena. (laughs) Fucking goes into it, starts doing the fucking Macarena and everything. And they go wild. All right. Well, I guess the stream, there was a very cute girl on Blade stream. Maybe the cutest girl that's ever been on there. She looked, um, african-american or maybe mixed she was uh she was this light-skinned black chick really cute like like we, that that was that was what we all took away from the video that all of us <laughs> that were watching it together in the in the 50 patron discord where how why is there this super cute girl sitting next to blade on a couch and then somebody chimes in oh she's a meth addict and i'm like well it's 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 been kind to her you right she was slim right she was not. She was. It's not that she was all that. I mean, she was. She looked slim, but like she also looked like you know an attractive girl. Like she had button boobs and like a really pretty face. And she's sitting next to Blade. And when the clip comes on, he's like, "All right, he's he's at a ten out of ten. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay, I'll do it." And he like looks over at it and goes, "Have you ever been raped? Would you like to?" Like he doesn't even wait for the response. Like, like there's no timing anymore. He's just like, "Have you ever been raped? Would you like to?" He's just he's ah! rushing through the bit. And if, it's, if it and, is and the bit, she's just like, "The fuck?" And he's like, "I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding." Fist bump. And then somewhere in the background, the guy goes, "Don't fist bump for that. <laughs> Don't fist bump for that. Don't fist bump for the rape. He just threatened you with rape. Don't fist bump for that." She's just super uncomfortable. Clearly. So this last video, we have to watch without you guys. We'll react to it, and we'll tell you what's going on. And I'm sure you could find the video if you looked a little. And maybe after Woody sees it for the first time, he'll he'll be like, oh, yeah, we could, have show, we could show this. But I don't think so. <laughs> well, then if you don't think so, probably not. This one's a little longer. This one's All a right. couple. Do you want to queue up? Yeah, this one's two minutes uh, and two 30 minutes. seconds long. Um, we I, got time. I know I could skip forward, you know, save you 40 seconds, I think. So go 40 seconds in. Yeah, I was going to 40 seconds. Okay, good. I'm sorry. 40 seconds. Yeah, let's go 40 seconds in. We save a little bit of the like nonsense, I think. And and, and while you're watching this, take a look at the disrepair of the RV. Mm. It's stressfully dirty. Yeah, so I, I can actually show that to everyone. We've got some blinds here that are damaged. I don't know what this tube is, but I don't think it goes. Oh, is it to maybe to the washer that's pulled out? The dishwasher? I don't fucking know what that tube is either, too. I've never <laughs> no. seen one of those. I, they got Blake from Workaholics on the stream. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. He's a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that, that oh. it's expensive to rent an RV. Have you guys ever tried it? 
I was no. ta- I was looking at one for a friend who's in uh, Australia. He was talking about coming to the U.S. for six months and doing like this tour of. Well, he's going to have to fly. <laughs> he wasn't going to RV to here. To RVs oh, of the okay. water. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know that though. <laughs> when he got here, he was looking at maybe getting an RV and touring the United States, and it was like it was going to be like twelve thousand. No, more than that. It was thousands and thousands of dollars for six months of RV. Like it was many thousands of dollars, like Probably. close to twenty. Yeah, to the I was point where it was like you just buy 20. a car, dude. Wow, you just buy a fucking car. You could buy like a used RV and sell it afterwards and do much better. Yes, or yes, that, or just you know re- start renting it to Blade because pretty soon normal RVs aren't going to be renting to him. So I'm at forty. All right, I'm good. Ready, ready, set, play. All right, so these guys are. I guess doing laundry. They're they're making beds. This one guy Blade seems to be blanket. This guy in the foreground is he's got that I'm about to pee pose. Oh, he's peeing. Oh, and Blade is under the blanket. I see. He's, he's not done. He peed on Blade's head, but Blade was protected by a blanket. Wow. He's coming back more. Yeah, it didn't look like a full pee to me. Oh, apparently this guy's name is Demon. <laughs> oh, he's peeing he's on really Blade's face again. Oh, yeah, he is going really to empty to his him. bladder on Blade's face. Someone else needs is going to rent this RV. <laughs> if any of you are out there looking to rent an RV, burn this image into your mind and don't get this one. So, wow. Now he's just cover, sleeping in a piss-covered well, blanket. I like that he's washing his hands after. That's cool. <laughs> It's really disrespectful to pee on someone while they're sleeping. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear where you are, but like... I would go so far as to say rude. <laughs> like, I, not to do politics, but like, you know, 30 years ago, they hit a statue of Saddam Hussein with the bottom of their shoes. And they said, in this culture, that's considered disrespectful. Fuck off, dude. Blade wants his pee blanket. They were going to pull the pee blanket off. And it was like, yeah, I guess the bottom of shoes is disrespectful in every culture. But there are levels to disrespect. Pissing on a man's face. Good God. It's universal. It's the peak. You're covered in piss now, dude. <laughs> You're going to now, dude. Who can like, sleep around up. these people? No, no. Clearly, no. you can't. You, you certainly can't pass out around them. Yeah. We gotta start moving. Move that shit with All right. So he just lays there, covered in urine, for an, okay. God knows how long. Oh, it's over now. So yeah, that's uh, that's how Blade's doing. Seems to be going through a real rough patch. Uh, I just got linked this one video that's called. Okay, here's. Oh, oh my God! Why are there so many? <laughs> Here's, videos of, of peeing. This one's called "Only Use Me." Blade threatens to rape children while he sleeps. Um, how can? How does he tell you to do that? Yeah, yeah, that's only, an idle threat. You can't threaten to rape while sleeping. This one's called "Only Use Me." Blade grapes Laura on the RV trip, and this one's called "Only Use Me." Blade caught raping a passed out girl. Question mark? Question mark? Wait, wait, wait is that an old one? one? We that was the one at the back of the RV, and we talked about that like a I feel like a year and a half ago. I, I think. It, let me let me watch a little. It might, it might be a new he one. Addressed, that, he he's talked about that on the show here. He has, and he dispelled that. that oh wow, those teeth! No, this Jeez. is. Oh dear, no! Dude, well, you got to go to a dentist, man. A dentist. He, it's a new dentist, right? Like he's far. 
I feel like a dentist would be like, oh, this is above my pay grade. You need to go to a reconstructive oral surgeon or something. Like, like You're probably right, actually. Yeah, they you, all you'd get at a dentist or all he'd get is probably a referral. <laughs> of like, you need to go to doctor, rip your whole mouth out and install a new one from a cadaver. Yeah. Wait a minute. Cadaver mouth. It just occurred to me. Right? Remember that guy that hooked Boogie up with all the new teeth? Right? Wow. Yeah, that's that, fencing company. <laughs> that guy works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Sherwin Williams. They did a great yeah, job. No, wait, wait. I'm on the other side of this. I, like, I, I, will, I will grant you that they're not 10 out of 10. But I think people forget he had 17 teeth before. He's supposed to have 32, yeah. I think. And the lisp is very becoming. <laughs> and... And like it, it, I still believe it was a huge upgrade. People just oh, yeah. ri- they move the goalposts on him. They're like, oh, those aren't as great they as great teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It, it's definitely an upgrade from 17 teeth. It's just like I remember I went and I got my like he got the real deal veneers, like the heavy duty like Mm-mm. they're nicer. not veneers. Oh, oh, I thought he got or no, he got like full on implants. No, yeah, they bolt into the into the bone, right? Yeah, Kyle says I'm so. wrong. I so, so like the the prestigious thing to do would be to get implants, and that's where each tooth is secured, you know, individually. Like they put a new chomper in there, and they drill into the bone up there, and they put the, put a tap in there, and then they mm-hmm. screw the tooth tooth in, and it's all it's all connected. He got one big fucking chomper thing like put in, and it's secured in there. It's all one piece. It's the one piece, is but one it is piece. also bolted into the jawbone. It is that, yes. Yeah, I think I think we're on the same page. No, that way no one can steal it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't want it falling out while you're eating. Bolts spin out. I'd have welded it, but that's just me. (laughs) Fuck, I don't know. That proof implants now, (laughs) Sherwin Williams. Oh, I just know when I got my fake teeth, like my like I I don't have what he has. It's not drilled in. It's just composite shit over my teeth. That like I got it done. And the next day I was like looking at it and the guy like had left too much composite on my two front teeth. And I looked absurd that day. I was like, I'm coming in. He's like, well, you need to make a follow up appointment. It's like, no, you need to grind down my front teeth. I do a podcast on Thursdays. This needs to be taken care of now, like today, please, please. And he's like, okay. So I went literally, he took care of that for me to make it look more normal. But that took me 18 hours after seeing it. And like, I was talking to my girlfriend. I'm like, you don't think it looks ridiculous? She's like, no, I think it looks good. And I'm like, you're you fucking liar. <laughs> I look like I could chew through a tree. <laughs> you're just like, I love you too. So yeah. much. <laughs> Going to the dentist though. <laughs> my dentist, I'm really, I have a great, dentist. so I, um, I chipped my teeth. This is not the recent time, but before that, I bit a fork again, the first time. Anyway, uh, I know, right. Yeah. I, Slow down is right. I get to. It hurts so much when you bite a fork. I'm not pretending like I don't bite forks. Oh, really? I thought it was only me. I thought it was genuine. I've bit like three forks in my life. I've been two, but I might do it harder. <laughs> it's awful. Uh, you ever bite your finger and shock yourself at how hard you're biting when you're actually eating? It's quite oh, frankly yeah. excessive. Yeah, I, I do two things way stronger than I need to do: bite things and stand up. Ever hit your head and you're like, "Oh God, why do I stand?" Like, where up? was I trying to go? I think it's a launch sequence. <laughs> stand up with so much power. <laughs> it's, it's, if I if I could channel this in the gym, I'd be squatting four fifty. <laughs> It's like I'm one step below jumping, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting out of the chair. Uh, but yeah, my dentist family. takes such good care of me. He's like, you know, like when I did have a chip, that day I was in. That oh, I, I called at night, you know, or whatever. But like, you know, I, I call at night, get the like little 
emergency service. I saw him by, by lunchtime the next he day. He heard what you did to the last dentist. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I have a reputation. And the last time, I, I didn't really lose any tooth, but um, I had pain. I was like, I, I don't know how bad I hurt myself because it hurts days later. And uh, they're like, yeah, man, you know, you need to press that emergency button. You hit it. And uh, anyway, I just love my dentist. That's all. That's all I want to know. So we're looking at Blade's teeth here. And quite frankly, before I put this picture up, as bad as these teeth look, these are the good old days. These are the good old days. Yeah, how old is this? Because there has been... This is February 1997. <laughs> it says February 11th in next to the view count. Yeah, February 11th, 1997. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 1997. Uh, is this eight months ago? It might be. That might be around when the... When he was on the show. Yeah, I think this is eight months ago. Do you guys know something about teeth that I don't? Do you know why? Because to be honest, the bottom half of his teeth look okay to me. That's so much to it's happen part in eight months. The, it's a part by the gum that has degraded. And look, again, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a dentist, clearly. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's because like up by the gums is where like the food gets stuck. Yeah, and that's plaque and like tartar and stuff. And it's, like maybe. It's, it's like decayed, like from the top down. Because it would make sense that the bottom of the tooth is the cleaner part. It looks like he's been chewing on ball bearings. Do you in get this do you get things stuck in your teeth in the front teeth? Like sometimes I do in the molars. But You're eating like hot wings or something, you know, like yeah, like something wings. like like the, like some sort of meat. God knows Ribs. what. Ribs. Yeah, I have a problem where um. My front teeth press together very hard, right? Normally you have a good arc. In the bottom, you can see they're like split up. And Did you guys know? I think I told you I'm getting braces. Yeah, yeah we talked about that. Yeah, Invisalign, so it won't be like part of the show. But uh, That's a shame. <laughs> it would be funnier, but I don't, I don't need that kind of heat. I saw this girl on TikTok. That she, she was like, everybody's always asking about my braces. They think they're so cute. Let me show you what I do. She doesn't have braces. She's super gluing fucking like cheap charm bracelets to her goddamn teeth. <laughs> oh, it, it was so cringy. She she like gets done and it looks like she's got braces. She has super glued like a little thin charm bracelet across both both of her teeth, the top and bottom. And then she's connected the rubber bands too, so that when she opens her mouth, she's got these crisscross rubber bands at the corners of her mouth. And she's like, everybody says they're so cute. And I'm just like, everybody been lying to you for a coon's age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's absurd. It was the, it was, I think it was on DIY on a, DIY. on a Reddit. Apparently they can make my teeth perfect in about 15 months. So you guys will be like, the pandemic's over. What's with the mask, Woody? And I'll be like, we don't know. I'm just wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, you you missed the ball on that one. You yeah, I should have been. In like March, March 10th, you should have been going there. <laughs> You'd be almost done. Well, not really, but a good chunk in. Be further along. I hate dentist stuff. I fucking hate it. I hate going oh, in. It's, well, I hate sitting still that long. Well, you've never had to sit still as long as I have for like, tooth stuff how, i would imagine like how long yeah uh i was i think it was like 9 30 in the morning till like 3 34 in the afternoon that's absurd to to get all the was there an intermission say it again did you say nine I, to three yeah Rough. it was like six hours it was it was an enormous amount of time to be sitting there i was so hungry by the end yeah i had a tv but i was like watching local news <laughs> on mute and oh like, no, we watch trash TV. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't focus on anything other than the fact that like you know when something new is introduced into your mouth, you feel it immediately. Like even the tiniest little yeah. fleck of food, you're like, oh, that's fucking there. I know exactly where it is. I gotta go get it. When someone is doubling the size of all your teeth, 
Like I'm laying there for six straight hours, stressed as fuck, because I'm just like, I can barely move my tongue around in here. Because <laughs> the way they started <laughs> is they just block a bunch of shit up there, and then they start like shaving it down and everything, and it got smaller over time. But it felt, it felt awful. Like I remember going to Chick Fil A right afterward. So like, you can eat right now, and I was like having trouble chewing. Like, cause my teeth now lined up correctly, and I was used to like cross mouth chewing the way I had my whole life. Hmm. It was it was like a weird, probably like a, ca- weak. like a cow does, like the way they like do their bottom and top jaw like this. Yes, yeah. I ate cud. like I, I chewed cud because my teeth lined up exactly on top of each other, and so there was no, I, I there was nothing to do. <laughs> I was so self conscious about why about how I ate like in high school and everything. You're chewing like a fucking ventriloquist <laughs> puppet. <laughs> like a fucking ventriloquist puppet. I was chewing like a, like a holiday nutcracker, basically. <laughs> and I remember once I was sitting like you, you know how these things stick with you from like high school. I was sitting there like eating lunch at a table with my friends, and one of my buddies, still good friends with them to this day, looks at me. He's like, "Why the hell do you eat like that?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you're, you're fucking chewing. Why do you chew like that? I was like, I don't know, man. And so like, still Aww. remember that. I remember going up to the next class like, damn, that rough. This this is a massive blow. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been doing this in front of everyone forever. I look like a retard. Apparently, I had it worse. I uh, ah. So what is the TMJ? Something muscular joint in your jaw. Do you know this joint? No. Okay. So you're... Uh, the joint right by your earlobe, where your jaw goes up and down, uh, the, and the acronym for it is TMJ. And uh, I had this weird problem where um, if I took a bite out of something big, like a hoagie, Subway like type sandwich, that it was incredibly painful. So what I would do is I take my two fingers to my lower jaw and like dislocate it like a snake. At which point I could eat big things. And uh, like as a lifeguard, my daily meal was like a turkey and cheese and mustard sandwich in like one of these subway rolls, yeah. you know, a hoagie. And uh, I'd just be like, look a little left, look a little right, dislocate, eat the thing. And then, you know, like... And, Did it, you have to like pop it back in? Mm-mm. Just closing my mouth would put it back in. So I had to be careful to eat in such a way that... I didn't like if I closed it all the way. Well, fuck. Now I have to oh. pull it back out with my fingers again, and like, <laughs> like a snake. And um, it would make a a really it, it would make a sound. You probably wouldn't hear it even if you were next to me. But of course, it's like in my ear. Like I can mm-hmm. hear it click back in place yeah. or thud back in place. So yeah, I just like low key did that. I went to an oral surgeon about it, and uh, he he basically said like we can try and fix this uh, with with. TMJ pain, there's a low success rate. And uh, the way they fixed it involved Teflon. There was like a high suicide rate because it like leeches into people and makes them like Jesus. A, a pain. And, and I was like, yeah, let's let, you know. So the fir- one thing he let's suggested, he's like, let's look at the foods that cause you trouble. It was like steak, uh, large sandwiches, mostly things you had that were like a little more challenging to eat. Yeah. He's like, why don't you switch to bread? See how that works. And, uh, yeah, so I made some lifestyle changes, you know, so I didn't have like hard to chew things and it got better in a couple months. That's so you still can't eat a Subway sandwich or I can now. Yeah. Yeah. But I all, I'm like wary that if that were to become like a daily diet change, it could go back. Yeah. You don't do that anyway. It's mostly sugar. Yeah. Right. It's not real bread. (laughs) It's absurd to read that their bread isn't, isn't, isn't legally bread in some countries. Ireland. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it tastes like shit. It's pretty awful bread. Wait. Subway is what Kyle's talking about, right? 
I don't like it's you, bad bread. Taylor. <laughs> oh, I don't <laughs> like your bread. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I Mr. Bread Connoisseur over here. Subway bread's not good enough for him. I remember going in the first time they introduced the Asiago cheddar bread. I was like, that sounds great. And I must have ordered during the great cheese famine of 05 <laughs> because there were five flecks of cheese on top of it. I had half a mind to burn that establishment down. <laughs> you were just expecting the whole top of the sandwich to be a big cheese it. And there they, was a it, huge sign that said Asiago cheese, and the picture was coded. The top of that fucking sandwich is covered in goddamn cheese, and that wasn't enough cheese for you? It wasn't this time. They put cheese on the inside of the sandwich as well. How it was the great cheese sorted in 2005. Charlie, how much cheese would you say you eat on a given day? I do need to slow down on the cheese. I got, my, <laughs> I got my blood tested, and my cholesterol is a little high. <laughs> really? Was it? Yeah. Are you, are you serious? I talk all the time about how many deli meats and cheese it's not a bit <laughs> this is how i live my life it's all I go in. my cholesterol's and, uh, fine i'm pushing 50 taylor <laughs> i have like a family I, I, history like, it, I, i'm being how many blocks of cheese it, it's, it's not day, it's not that high but it is a little high. was it in my, the green uh, range no it was just out of the green range okay. so it was you know it, it said like as you go through the list or everything it's like you know Liver, kidneys, vitamins, and like the like fine, 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 good, 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 good. Triglycerides. And it was like cholesterol, little, little in the danger zone there. So we need to we need to back off. So I need to make some different decisions about deli meats and cheeses. About eating eating red meat five times a week, not the best. Not the best thing. I've. It's weird. It's like I guess I can't eat whatever I want all the time anymore. People eat red meat in. It, the vertical diet, I've been watching YouTube videos about it. I haven't made the plunge yet, but um, one of the challenges with diet is there's a little to it getting educated, you know, mm -hmm. if you want to do it right, I guess. And some of these diets, it seems like if you do it 80% right, that's not it. No, no, no. You can't just like go eat. You have to like, yeah, like when you went on like make believe keto. Yes, I I guess what I was actually doing was just kind of eating a little more healthy. I, but like they're like tomatoes, that's sugar, that's not keto, that'll end ketosis. Ketosis. Ketosis, thank you. And um, I was like, tomatoes are sugar? Like, fuck, they're not even that good. And, and you consider them sugar balls? I, I went into the... Diet's uh, bullshit. Into the, the deli meat section where I get that stuff. And this was after the test and I got the little result. And I was like, I want to, I've never looked at the back of these packages. And I went in there and I, I looked at like the information on some Soprasetta. And I was like, this can't be true. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is an outrageous amount of cholesterol. It's like serving size three pieces. Who eats three pieces of deli meat? You eat the package until it's mostly gone. And then you convince yourself this isn't even enough for a sandwich. I may as well finish it off. That's how you eat deli meat. <laughs> well, at this meat. point, it would be rude to leave this roast beef behind. That was my favorite thing about the Sopranos. I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> but then I was like, all right, he's not a beacon of health, Tony. <laughs> and as the years dead? go on, can you, you watch Tony? You're like, I've been living my life by this man's code. I've made a terrible error. I really <laughs> try to avoid food that comes in plastic. Right. If it comes in plastic, that includes Cheez Its, that includes deli meats, that includes. It, if it came in plastic, it's probably bad. Well, no, you go get the good stuff. Like you go to the actual deli and have them like slice stuff. slice stuff up for you. Yeah. <sighs> yeah stuff in the wax right. paper. That's good for you. <laughs> yeah. Now, maybe that's not a great example. But yeah, if the food no, comes a, in. It is a great example. Uh, it is. Because when the deli meats are not good for you. Taylor is just. 
They're terrible. Being, I bet there's being, other ones like turkey camps. I don't know. Isn't turkey a little bit? Like if you would have turkey, oh, oh, tur- for sure, a turkey. That's barely even meat. I've never, out being like, I need a snack, went and got slices of turkey. It's always like fatty. Mm. Like I like turkey a lot. Like, like I like uh, I like really thinly sliced turkey sandwiches with like lettuce and tomato and. I like that, but I I wouldn't just want to eat a piece of turkey. You know, like you can eat just like salami or stuff like that, and it's delicious because i like to eat the turkey i like to eat pieces of turkey i really do i I get i get fancy turkey though like like cajun turkey the house ran out of trail mix a week ago you're about to see adonis woody emerge lifeguard (laughs) woody coming back 2021 i don't remember the last time i ate trail mix like like, i don't understand the either i I don't like it that much i've yeah, and I, I feel that way about like Taylor's weakness foods. Like I so a lot of it I feel like is this like <laughs> normalizing deviant behavior, right? So trail mix f- for you guys, perhaps you see it and you're like, what? No, no. The like enjoyment calorie as... perspective is way out no, of the way. No, that's not it. Oh, go go see, on. I see it as this weird obscure food that I wouldn't even I've never seen anyone else eat outside of like Boy Scouts when I was seven. Um, to me, it's like if you had a Mike and Ike's problem. That, that like, <laughs> you're, like, you're like, you know, I got a real Mike and Ike's problem. We got all the Mike and Ike's yeah. out of the house. We looked through all the cupboards, <laughs> all the we, we got a good and plenty thing going on. I went up in the attic, got all the Mike and Ike's out of there. Jackie's car was full of Mike and Ike's, so yeah. I went in the glove box, got those. Got my secret stash of Mike and Ike's out of the gun vault. And those stash. are gone, too. Now, I'll admit, I do have a small baggie of Mike and Ike's in my pocket right now, but that just, that that's me. Telling myself I'm in control of Mike and Ike. <laughs> so oh, I get it. All right. But I, I still think the, the normalization of deviant behavior is, is like kind of on it. Like you see trail mix, you just like, that's not even a food that enters this uh, cathedral, you know. And uh, but I, I I turn my nose up at Cheez-Its. And, and I think it's just a little easier for me to like look down on them because the, the like cost benefit ratio for me isn't that high. I look at cheese. It's I'm like, that oh, comes in plastic. It's just like cholesterol salt. What's your favorite part of the trail mix? Because again, I literally haven't seen this shit since I was a child, but, but I do remember that it's like five things mixed together. Yeah. M&M's is definitely a high point. Mine is M&M's. It has like a, something in like a milk dud family and, oh, uh, and a salted almond and something about the sugar and the salt together. <laughs> You know, the, this is like this an is alcoholic. This is an enjoy bar. This is an alcoholic talking about why Jaeger is so good. Like, oh, it, <laughs> that's different. Kyle, I take a bite and then it just warms my insides. <laughs> it gives you. It's you guys know that. That feel my that's, tingling. That every soothing bottle feeling of hearty warmness. And yeah, no, that uh, a sugar. I think really what it is it's a sugar and salt combo that you don't get in too yeah, many yeah. other foods. Sweet and savory. Na- good. Name something else that's both sugar and salt. I mean, I, I mean, I, there are, there are foods that do that, but there's nothing that's like naturally just salty and sweet. Chocolate covered almonds are just pretty much exactly what you're talking about. I love those. Ooh, yeah, those I great. bet I would too. But I'm too good for those, Taylor. I don't put that kind of junk in this cathedral of a body. Uh, here's what you might want to see. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm going to go eat a half pound of uh, cholesterol salts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ever have London broil? Yeah, who's going to be laughing when you're looking for another host? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, London broil, uh, the, so the steak. If I have a heart attack before you, uh, the whole reason I got it tested is because my dad had a heart attack like a year and a half ago. Not like a mm-hmm. serious one, but like had a stent put in. He's like a, a little warning heart attack. Year old, a little like fucking watch it, dude. And he's like fit and does and I. So that was like part of it. I was oh, like, I a little. You, I thought you were talking to Kyle just then. You were talking to yourself. Watch it, dude. Like, be careful. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like that's what he got. The little alert. Right. So very disappointing. Very disappointing that I can't eat whatever I want all the time. <laughs> it would be good for my weight loss because uh, you know who can say? <laughs> <laughs> who can say? You know, you know, a food is bad for you when you refuse to look at the the back of the package, like. I'll like cut up like a bunch of gouda or like the meats and everything, and like I get like so, I get so excited for that. That's my favorite snack, and it'll be like half of like a mini wheel, <laughs> and it's like I'm not gonna look at the back, dude. I'm not gonna I got, do that. To when I was still smoking weed, that was like our favorite thing to do on uh like 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 a movie night. Um, was a charcuterie board? A charcuterie board. Yeah, I would get this really fancy. It's called um. It's this blue cheese that's like spicy. It's got like like some sort of peppers or something in it. It's called like wildfire blue. I get that blue cheese and like like five other fa- the fanciest cheeses that Ingles have to offer. Which surprisingly, they've got a really fancy cheese section. Ingles is a supermarket. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I guess they're regional and uh, and uh, you know some a couple of like fancy crackers and then like three different kinds of like fancy meats. I remember Chiz sent us some like. Italian sausages one time or something like yeah. that, some sort of meat logs. So that was part of it. That was a that was around the time, and God, that had to be like three thousand calories a board or something like that. Just huge amounts, huge <laughs> amounts of just cheese. Because we eat half a block of cheese, yeah, in in one sitting, and it's like, wait a minute, we ate half of three blocks of cheese in one sitting just now and half of a meat log of indeterminate <laughs> or, origin. I was like, I don't even know what kind of meat that is. Was that horse? Oh, I'll, I'll be such a delusional bastard when I'm doing that where I'm like, but look, no crackers. Look at Mr. Keto here. Like, <laughs> you're, you're just eating fat. You got to have crackers. So little gla- or so little, uh, the crackers are the most, are the best part to me. You got to have the crackers. I like, I prefer the crackers, but if I've just got meat and what cheese, what kind of crackers? Like I'm literally watering at the mouth to the point where like spit <laughs> came out when I said what kind of practice. I've, uh, sometimes I, I, it's like we're talking dirty and I'm master. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we pause the episode and have a mini meal? <laughs> yeah, was, no, I, I like uh, the, the variety. Dirty. Yeah, oh, sometimes I feel dirty. What kind yeah, of put, f- the, put the salami on your nips? <laughs> spread, it. spread it all over that cracker. I, I like all kinds of those crackers, like those uh, those water crackers, the Ritz ones. I like all of them. I don't like the kind that's got a bunch of black pepper all over it. No, fuck that. That what kind are, sucks. Or the kind with poppy seeds all over there for some reason. Don't care for that either. They go no. just, I mean, poppy seeds are fine, but they think that people love poppy seeds. Like we think it's something like exotic, like, ooh, la-di-da, poppy seeds. Yeah, Burger no. King has that shit. I don't want that shit. It's getting that gets stuck in your teeth. That that you got to go brush your teeth after you eat some of pasta. That's true. And you'll fail a drug test and then have to go convince your boss. I've been told so. Um, I like the, I like Ritz. I'm a big fan of Ritz. They're kind of buttery. They're yeah, you can't go wrong with them. I haven't had them in ages. Again, they come in plastic, but they're good. <laughs> you would make a terrible astronaut. Yes. 
That's <laughs> for a lot of reasons. This is all we have. <laughs> I refuse to put that in my body. Guys, I'm really sorry. Her. I get lost super easily. <laughs> Your weight is here. It doesn't matter. <laughs> wow, down to nine pounds. <laughs> That's yeah, right. To the birth weight. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a weight problem. I weigh like eighty pounds on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Big fat fuck on Jupiter though. <laughs> I wonder what it would be like if you went to the surface of Jupiter, right? Because um, it's a gaseous planet. So at what point do you like? Wouldn't you just float? fall in? You'd fall it's in, but at gas. some point, I, is I there a solid core? Is there? Determine where it's a solid core. I think I uh, watched some sort of sciencey Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse. Would I be standing uh, on a solid core eventually? I, I know I might die, but let, let's just work without yeah. that. Would I stand yeah, on the yeah. solid core, or would I find that the density of the gas is somehow enough to float like water? You'd get to an equilibrium in there way before it got to the density needed to turn that gas into a core. And so like, you would get down a bit, and then I guess it would be dense enough to equal... So there's such a thing as gas? gas as dense as fluid, as water, I guess? Because water's about human density, right? You know? So, I guess it would it would depend on what kind of gas it is, yeah. Because because so, the density of some gases would make them turn to a liquid, while others would not. I want to keep talking about this for a while because it is hilarious how out of our depth. All oh of yeah, I don't know. <laughs> how, what kind of gas <laughs> in Jupiter? <laughs> what would happen? I think it has a solid core that that hydrogen. isn't like, the core is hydrogen. It's a, no, it says Jupiter is mainly made up of hydrogen and helium. Yeah. I think it has a solid core, though. I think I've read that. I think they all. If I read it, I mean, watched it on TV. What happens if you stand on Jupiter? I'm God, looking at that no... too. So if you weighed a hundred pounds on it, 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 this is a horrible article. The gravity <laughs> of Jupiter's surface is two and a half times the gravity of Earth. So if you weighed a hundred pounds on Jupiter, you'd weigh two hundred and fifty pounds on Jupiter. I read that correctly. Oh, this is this would not be fun. So it says far beneath Jupiter's atmosphere is a gigantic ocean of liquid metallic hydrogen, which would look and behave like Mercury, except that hydrogen has 60 percent the density of water. So you would sink for tens of thousands of kilometers to reach a hot molten rocky core that's possibly solid. Oh, so we'd get all the way to the core. Yeah, we got a yeah eventually. Good guess. Parts of you would. Yeah, I, I, I want to work past the whole death and dismemberment thing. Okay, tens of thousands of kilometers like years no because you're you're not you're that's going only a quickly. couple of miles you're thinking in miles <laughs> it's fucking with no, you. It's pretty <laughs> <laughs> they're not the I same would take you forever no you're, you're going quickly fall. you're falling but you're not falling through like free air you're falling through like increasingly dense semi-liquid hydrogen metallic fields i close the article something like that <laughs> i mean how about the bottom of an ocean right I don't know. Me either. Oh, it says (laughs) Jupiter may have a solid core because it captured a like a comet or a temporary moon and sucked it in the middle. Cool. That's neat. So it did what we were talking about. And it's now it's stuck in the middle. Maybe that's where the aliens That's where they want us to isn't that the the best place for us if Earth doesn't work out Europa, which is one of Jupiter's moons? I think it's Jupiter. Is it Saturn? I don't think it's the best place for us at all, but it is. they they do think that it's one of the best places in our solar system to find life. Or the Titan, maybe. Because there's that. Well, neither of those places would be good for us because they're so far away, but I think they're uh, they're saying that those are good places to find uh, life because beneath the core of of Europa is liquid water, they believe. Hmm. It's like an ice moon. 
Yeah. I'm still outside my death, but I've heard Neil Tyson DeGrasse say that too. How close did I come on that name? Nah, he just juxtaposed him, but you, you got Neil really DeGrasse Tyson. All right. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I'm getting close. Um, yeah. Well, he, uh, so it's pretty much our only hope, Mars. We got to try no, and fix Mars. The, this is our this, this is our, our only hope. The, oh, the this, planet this that is planet closest to habitable works. turns out to be Earth. It's yeah. almost what happens in like a thousand years when it's like really fucked. It'll still be better than Mars. Like like it much much better. If than we Mars. have the tech Not to turn Mars into an Earth, then we probably have the tech to turn a bad Earth into a good one. That's it. The the problem would be like a um, like a, like an event that would just destroy the Earth, right? Like like uh, like an asteroid impact. That's what you're really. That's the real thing pushing people to mars or the idea of going to mars would be to prevent that although like just living on the surface of mars you're dealing with an enormous amount of radiation there's like, a part like enough of... that it's no it's not healthy i, I have to you wonder if a down. spaceship would be better than mars like you know, just uh, like a like a cruise ship you know like like you could live on a cruise ship comfortably for a long long time could we not get this spaceship to grow food and either harvest or have some sort of giant energy source like nuclear that just lasts for a long like time. The, the halo from halo. No, no I don't think so. You know, I mean, so. do we even, cause like, even like in halo, you know, you see it, the, the, the halo, that seems pretty cool, but that's, it's, it's too big. We can't make that. Make a little no, we one. Can't make that. Make no. a little one, spit it faster. You get good gravity. <laughs> no, no, I can't make that. <laughs> well, why? Why is it not a good idea to make a we halo? Don't, we don't have the materials to make it. <laughs> Says you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of stick itiveness. Put Elon Musk oh. on the case, and we'll be. Uh, we'll Did NASA out. make a gigantic announcement yesterday about the NASA moon? NASA said they were going to make a gigantic Space announcement. Done with it. Because <laughs> they like when people like uh, pay attention to them. What, uh -huh. I, I guarantee what it is is that they uh, they have more evidence that there's water on the moon, which we've known for a while. It doesn't seem very wet there. Mm -mm. No, I mean, I've seen cheap. it. It's pretty, it's kind of dry and dusty. It's not liquid water. Well, it's useless. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do with that solid water? <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> yeah, I get it out of here. I've looked. Well, I I even have a telescope, oh. and the moon is the thing I'm best at finding. And <laughs> it's true. It's true. For me, it's the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, another I sunny day. Find it. <laughs> I find it right away. Just like blood dripping from your socket. <laughs> oh, actually, looking at the sun, I um, I, it seems super interesting to me because I see these cool pictures, and I I wonder if you can see the flares. But the amount of equipment that it takes to safely look at the sun is outrageous. I remember this just popped into my head after years. <laughs> I remember this kid that I was really tight friends with in grade school. He was a little bit of an odd duck. I never, I haven't talked to him. In <laughs> For me, it's the sun. That's 13, a good line, 14 Kyle. years or something. Probably almost 20. And I remember once we were out playing recess, like playing football, whatever we were doing. And... <laughs> For some reason, he just goes, Taylor, Taylor, look at this. And he just goes, He didn't challenge me to do it too. He didn't count. He just like 
Look at this, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> and now that oh, man's our 45th president. <laughs> yeah, me and Trump were tied. Like, why are you hanging out with this nine-year-old? You're 58. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the last debates are tonight. Taylor, I know I owe you a hundred or I will. I I do this thing where I wait until it's like totally sure. An example is I think I bet Kyle five dollars that some Connor event wouldn't have two million buys. And the preliminary numbers came out and it said there were like 2.1 million. But I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to wait until the f- official numbers because I don't want to do a weird you thing where I'm like, now you owe me 10. So when the real numbers came out, I lost that bet and I paid. So I'm like, let's just wait till election day to make sure that like they don't yeah, do another fine. debate and, and be like, actually, Taylor, now you owe me what I I don't need. think they'll add one. I don't I mean, think they, they will either, but you if there's owe a... me another fiver because Justin Gaethje's going to beat uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov this weekend. I I used to think that. I used to think that. But um, what changed my mind, I watched that Faraz Zahabi talk about it. And one of Gaethje's big tools that, in interviews anyway, he says is the key to his success is the leg kicks. Um, what he wants to do is destroy Khabib's ability to get takedowns by kicking his legs. If mm-hmm. you kick the guy's legs, suddenly they're half effective and it's really hard to get those takedowns. But um, there's another school of thought that low kicks are just gifts for takedowns and he's going to grab an ankle, push forward and he'll fall on his butt. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I liked what he's, what he said on that. He was like, if I kick Khabib five times, he won't be the same anymore. Which is a great line. I saw Chael Sonnen talk about it, though. He's like, if he takes you down once, though, and, you know, and then he won't be the same. When, uh, when Khabib takes a guy down, he has a special knack for keeping him down. A lot of guys bounce up, but not against Khabib. And he's like, if he holds you down at the end of that first round, you won't be the same fighter. You'll be like, oh, my goodness. When I go down, I can't get back up. He just punches me in the face for the next four minutes, and it's yeah. terrible. So now I need to fight differently i need to be so defensive i can't kick any go ahead i'll say this like watching the the interview i don't know if you saw the on the beach press conference with dana in the center and khabib and like they were like khabib what does this mean to you how important is this And he's like i don't know you know my goals i don't know to be undefeated i guess you know i have a lot of goals i don't know and they're, they're like justin what's this mean to you it means everything to me when I was a child in this poor town, two hours from anything, our vacations were going to get school clothes. If I win this fight, my mother can retire. She's been working hard for 40 years. She was the one who drove me to the wrestling meets all over the country, given all she had, given all she's got. My father worked in the coal mines. And like, Khabib, how motivated are you? You know, pretty motivated. <laughs> and Justin's over there just <sighs> seething with fucking passion. I don't know. I think Justin just wants it so much more. Whereas Khabib is like, yeah, here we go again, I guess. You so know, my dad, my dad died. And I got, still kind of bummed about that. I saw, I've had that same concern. You know, I guess for you, it's excitement. For me, it's concern. Um, I saw Khabib. He's like, Fight Island, it's terrible. There's no energy here. There's no fans. Uh, you, you do weigh-ins and like you're all by, it's all alone. Like there's no cheering. There's no nothing. And he just seems like he's hating this process. He's at kind of a low and he hasn't even started to do the real weight cut yet. You know, the real weight cut happens kind of today. Like doing it tonight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for people who don't know, they typically weigh in Friday morning and then they fight Saturday night. 
So it's Thursday night as we record this. So right now they're in this world of hurt. They're, to- they're, they're transitioning back and forth between hot, salty baths and jogging with a rubber suit on. I, th- I think they don't jog anymore. They lay down in towels. Like the idea is to lose weight without exercising. So you're not as mm. worn out on fight day. But, um, but yeah, it, it's awful. He may still need to do so. It depends how the weight cut's going, right? How it's coming off. Khabib has missed weight a bunch of times. And I can only kidney spell once. Right, right. So I can only infer that he has a harder time making weight than an average fighter does. So uh, anyway, right now they're in a world of hate, and Gaethje was doing better even before the cut. It seemed emotionally. We'll see. You know, thus far, no one on earth has looked good against Khabib. So yeah, that's what at one point uh, Dana said that he's like, "How many rounds has this guy lost?" and and uh, and uh, Justin's like one, just just the one, and it's like yeah, he's he's lost one round ever. And, yeah, uh, I think it was round two to Connor. Yeah, it's it's uh, he's it was, been he's one of the most dominant sports athletes on the planet. I really hope he gets knocked the fuck out though. I would come, love that. I don't like him. Yeah, what? It, he's boring. He, oh, he's got no sense of style. Like like he's. Is like like it can be kind of cutesy with his like broken English sometimes, but most right. of the time it's just like, God, come on, entertain us, do a thing. Like like all he does is he's great at what he does, and that's just not enough for me. I want somebody who like like I was a huge Kobe fan, right? After the rape and everything, like like, like he knew how. <laughs> how to can put you on not love this guy? Yeah, yeah. He went out with a bang like that. That's the guy who knows how to entertain people. Mm-hmm. Touche. Yeah. No, I um I think the Russian accent is more than cutesy for me. Like, so it's two things. If people don't know Khabib, he's, uh, he's Muslim. And along with that, at least his variety of Muslim is like this sort of calm, discipline, like respect driven, like, like orthodoxy that inhabits every portion of his life. Right. It, it, it impacts his relationship with his father who recently passed his wife, his training mates, like how he interacts with uh, basically everyone else on earth. It's this sort of like respect driven honor code everywhere. And, uh, when he gets angry at a guy, oh, he's really a truth teller. He's an incredible truth teller. When when he talks about like Tony Ferguson, he's like, ah, he's a, he's a real good fighter, but, uh, stupid stupid man and when i hear him say things like he's so stupid i don't cut weight twice he's kicking metal poles and he's just a stupid stupid person i don't know and i'm like this is his unfiltered truth he's not smack talking he believes in his heart of hearts that tony ferguson would do very poorly on the sats and he might be right you know, he, he believes in his heart of hearts that this guy is tough or this guy's not tough. I or, think Tony Ferguson would do poorly at Sudoku. Or, or, or fucking like, I don't know. Name that color. <laughs> welcome to, welcome Name to that color. Welcome to the night's quiz show with MMA stars. Our first category, name that color. Our second co- category, what's my address? <laughs> Which number is bigger? And third, where am I? Where where am I? Entering our bonus round now. The biggest number, biggest number. We've got seven, five, seven or forty-five. Five minutes on the clock. <laughs> yeah, so the, like ratings are awful. <laughs> something about the way could be. I want to say tells the truth, but we can maybe agree on tells his truth, right? Like like he doesn't. When he says this guy's smarter, this guy's stupid, or this guy parties too much, or what? Like it, 
it's always this hard hitting, undeniable truth that yeah, is, I don't, is, I don't like a straightforward warrior monk that you know. That's a good description. About. Yeah, that's that, that's kind of his thing. He's like a straightforward warrior monk with like no entertainment bone in his body. Like like that's not what I'm looking for. I look like I think he's the best there is at that weight class. It just the proof's in the pudding. He's done it. He's done it over and over and over and over. Um, but I I, I want to see him fail. I want to see him fall, and then maybe he'll be entertaining. Like 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 maybe maybe that would light a fire under his ass. Maybe he'd say a thing. He's turning. So he, Conor McGregor wants to fight again, right? And Conor's going to fight Poirier. These are both people that um, that Khabib has beaten already. So he's not interested in fighting them again. But if he fights Conor, there's a huge payday. And he's like, I do not need more money. <laughs> what do I have? 12 million, 18 million. That is enough. That is enough money. Uh, did, why would I fight for that? For more. Yeah. And, I and hate I, that about him too. I, like, like I get it. If like, if like, I see that with like some CEO who's like spending their whole day in some boardroom or like hmm. just, just running uh, meetings and appointments all day. And it's, he's, he's up early and to bed late. And he's just thinking about the, the acquisitions and mergers and all sorts of stuff. And it's just a real stressful life day in and day out to make another 15 million. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me unless you just love it. And it's your passion, but I can't imagine anyone just loves that and, are, and is passionate about it. Maybe I'm just not uh, imaginative enough. But with him, it's like he definitely loves fighting. I would, I would hope. And it's like, hey man, you can do that thing you love, and we'll pay you five times more than you've ever made, than you've made your whole career for one. And he's like, nah. Why not? Why not? How about your great great grandchildren don't have to work now? They can all just be fucking warrior monks who don't fucking entertain anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm psyched for it. I think the co-main is good too. Do you know what it is? I'm not sure. Uh, is it um, Whitaker, maybe? Ooh, I don't know. Versus Cannoneer, perhaps? So yeah, if you're not a fight fan, uh, this weekend is a yeah. good one to like tune into as like a casual. You know, if, you're, if you don't know what the UFC is about or MMA. It is a good weekend to watch. It's a really big fight. It has uh, global consequences. Mm. So that'll be cool. That'll be cool. And Woody will owe me $5 conceivably uh, conceivably I almost one or not almost one twentieth of what he owes me what do you have here oh this oh the, the guy who who rapped about getting rich <laughs> off unemployment and then they were like we should look into this and, and he was getting rich off unemployment i guess he bragged about getting 1.2 million dollars in a scheme against covid relief um I don't know exactly how he did it, but uh, he bragged about making money off of unemployment benefits and was arrested for carrying out a scheme by fraudulently applying for over $1.2 million in jobless benefits using stolen identities. And then he, I guess he made a song about it. <clears throat> he used debit cards preloaded with unemployment benefits. The debit cards were issued in the name of third parties, including identity theft victims. The applications for these debit cards listed addresses to which Baines had access in Beverly Hills in Koreatown. Uh, so this guy's cool. And then he you boasted know, he about just it. Cut and run. What is EDD? Does anyone know what EDD stands for? Uh, no. 
So the video is titled EDD. I don't know what that means. I bet that someone in our audience does. But he got rich off EDD, and he gives a shout-out to Donald Trump. Uh, he did it with his partner, Fat Wizza. <laughs> <laughs> and he boasts about his swagger for EDD. I don't know. Anyway, so this guy's cool. Filing EDD. That's, I think that might just be the... Maybe that's the program it is. I don't fucking know. Uh, employment you know Development what? Department in California. What a fucking idiot. He he might have gotten away with it if it wasn't for himself. Right? Like, get out of your own way. <sighs> I guess it's also not good to scam, you know, unemployment. I, it seems like that scam in particular has a lot of, like, tentacles around. You know, like, if there was a scam where you could get one business loan, would you give me more inclined to get away with that than to commit fraud... So if he did it 1.2 million times or $1.2 million, does that mean he did it a thousand times, right? $1,200 a pop, a thousand of them. No idea. If he did. Oh, I don't. Is this somehow related to the, the Trump buck thing? I don't know. It was different. The Donnie dollars. I don't know which program he took, but he did say it was about the Trump COVID. COVID Trump. thing. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know if it's that particular one, but unemployment benefits. I think he did it a thousand times with fake IDs. Jesus Christ. That's a lot of fake IDs. That's why I'm saying, like, I don't know that he would have gotten away with it if... John Smith II. John <laughs> Smith III. <laughs> Very large family, Mormons. And and if I had a million dollars, I wouldn't want it in, like, unemployment benefit debit cards. Like, a, th- a stack of a thousand <laughs> debit cards. Like, how do you put that you in the bag? With your EBT cart, <laughs> the strip club, just yeah. that's not cash, but it's wick. You know, you can, but you can't buy candy on it. But <laughs> you can, uh, like a nice roast, perhaps. Yeah, that uh, that's pretty funny. Good for him for trying. You know, we we all want, we all love to see the entrepreneurial spirit. So. <sighs> no, that is pretty shitty. If <laughs> that's really douchey. That'll be pointed to by people who are like, see, we can't have stimuluses or relief packages. And it's like, shut up. We, we should have done another one fucking months ago. So you think they should do more relief packages? Absolutely. Absolutely. What's yeah. the, th- can you, I'm not, I don't, I'm a little mixed. If you catch me on different days, I give different answers, but what yeah, do you, that's understandable in this, this climate. Like, it's just like, yeah, people are getting fucked. Like the average person out there, the middle class, they're really not doing well right now. And yeah, COVID, and it's not their fault. And yeah, and it, it's not through no fault of theirs. Kind of, you know, global pandemics tend to cause problems, and we're in a huge problem right now. Like he should be kicking the ball down the line, like every fucking president does every time there's a war or any time they want spending, and just fucking sign off on it. Sign off. First of all, if he wanted to win the election, that's the thing to do. Make another huge stimulus. Make it five times the size of that first one. Fuck it. Like we're in so much debt. What's a little more? Like that. Do that. Help people out. So give that, us so that, much that, money, we never have to go back to work. Perfect. <laughs> give us, give us all one point two mil. Yeah, like everybody three million dollars. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be like that, but yeah, he should no, definitely. What would happen? I mean, <laughs> then I mean, there'd the, be uh, incredible uh, inflation, uh, and three million wouldn't be good anymore. Hmm. We'd all get to be millionaires. What if we started a war at the same time? <laughs> That's the American way. <laughs> that, but a war that makes it somehow better. prevent inflation. <laughs> <laughs> no, increasing These are the, the money. That Donald Trump actually asks in Cap <laughs> by or, the way. Like, the you point. know, you know, you know, if, if, if you look, 
what if we just give everybody $3 million? Would, would that do the trick? You're like, well, then everyone would be a millionaire, sir. You, I think you're on to something, man. That's some guy who, who he hasn't fired yet. <laughs> He's like, um, sir, the inflation alone. I've heard that before. That's bad. Inflation. Stop inflation. It's terrible. I had too much McDonald's Could've, last month. I was inflating myself. <laughs> Could we start a war to stop the inflation? I can picture him saying that and like not knowing who's talking around him. Like the CEO of Raytheon, ha- Lockheed Martin, Halliburton, Boeing. Like, oh yeah, it's fucking good. War <laughs> gets things going better than war. Are you sure? That would do it, Mr. President. Oh, like, I'm, I'm God. A, we're all billionaires and so is everyone in our family <laughs> from the last few years. And, and they're not rich anymore. <laughs> Donald's on to something here. Did you oh, see the 60-minute interview? You probably did people at Raytheon? <laughs> uh, no. What did he do now? Uh, so... Here's what happened. I wish I could remember the lady's name, but you know me and names. He did an interview with 60 Minutes very recently. Call it two days ago. And the interview was kind of contentious. And he he walked out. It was going to be him. And then Mike Pence was going to be interviewed next. And I guess the idea was, you know, it'd be a chance for him to make his case. And it would go on TV right before the election. It'd be a positive thing. And she kept asking him questions about like rough areas for him. You know, she's like, ah, so this uh, health care, for example, you know, it's been years now. You had control of the House, the Senate and the executive branch. And you guys didn't do anything with health care. You said you had a plan uh, in two weeks. It's been six weeks since then. You've been saying that. you And uh, he's like, these questions are rough. Why aren't you asking Biden questions like this? Why aren't you asking me about Hunter's emails? Why aren't you? you know, how come you're not asking? You're not being fair. And eventually he left. Well, anyway, um. I guess to sort of scoop 60 minutes, they had filmed it. It it lasted for 38. Well, last the video was 38 minutes, but there was like five or six minutes ahead of it of like, please don't ask any hard questions. Kind of like, I don't know, negotiating. She's like, are you ready for hard questions? He's like, no, I want fair questions. And she's like, you know, so if I send you hard questions your way. You're going to answer them. And he's like, I'd much rather you said not do that. <laughs> you know, so, so like that stuff's not part of the show. That was like before show type stuff. Yeah. So the, the show might've been like 32 minutes worth of questions and answers. And, uh, and he left early. Well, anyway, to like scoop it, I guess, and not help 60 minutes ratings. He instantly goes on Twitter and starts saying like, they were very unfair. They were terrible. She was, uh, her questions were too hard and stuff like that. And then he put it out on Facebook. Like they had a cell phone just pointed (laughs) at the whole thing. That's hilarious. Yeah. So they, the 60 minutes video comes out on Sunday. It's not out yet. But, <laughs> what a dick. But, just totally fucked. Nobody's going to watch that interview. I saw it's it already. Be, yeah. No, I mean, like on 60 minutes. I know. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, they, I guess the, it looked like it, I guessed it was a cell phone. You know, you could tell the mic was in the camera because Trump's audio is like a six out of 10, but the interviewer's audio is like a three out of 10, you know, because she's farther away from the camera. Is he holding? Is this a selfie video? He's <laughs> it looked like it was. Like addressing the camera case. Can you believe this bitch? <laughs> they stop and talk to pants for a while. He's like, these questions are too hard. Don't you think? <laughs> or, or whatever it is he <laughs> says to her. So yeah. did they interview Pence? No, no. When Trump left, he took Pence on, with him. Pence, get your shit. We're <laughs> yeah, we're leaving. And uh, there was no Pence interview. <laughs> it's like the battered housewife. Oh, okay, Donald. <laughs> yes. Oh, it definitely. You forgot the briefcase. Bring it. 
Yeah. I suppose you're right, Donald. At one point, (laughs) he turned to Pence and he's like, these questions are too hard or whatever it is he said to him. And Pence is like, they sure are, Paul. (laughs) He's like, I don't understand. Every McNugget that he sees Trump eat, he's like, close. Closer. What? He's over there with a kale salad, like yeah, enjoy your KFC. And your Dude, if you talk about fucking, fucking pumping iron, <laughs> pants looks yeah. like he's from presidential central casting to me. Like, like if yeah. in your mind's eye, what does a president look like? Well, is he ex military pants? Like he's got that. He looks it, but I don't think he is. He's square jawed. He's got that. Like his hair is always like tight, high and tight, sort of like you know, perfect. Yeah. Um, it's all silver, like. which like uh, it's not as good as all brown, but if you're trying to do the president, it might be perfect, right? Like he yeah. looks presidential. You want to be in between. Yeah, yeah. He anyway, Pence looks like a president to me. The white hair looks good on him. Better it does. Than, uh, than the other everyone the says other. stuff like that, like, yeah, the gray hair looks good on him. But then like you see his picture from 25 years earlier and you're like well i mean that looked even better i you know. <laughs> uh, if photoshopped him with dark hair I'd, it'd be so off-putting you'd be like oh what is that oh yeah it would look is it, if, like, like his hair yeah. is so high and tight and thick it's like black people hairy already like it's it's just like there's no i don't know it, it's just on him it's like it's painted on yeah I, he's got thick hair for how old is he because i don't know he's probably only like 60 maybe he looks like he's 64, maybe? Tops. I was oh. thinking he might be an old guy who looks young. Yeah, he's, he's 61, and he definitely looks younger. Everything about him but his hair looks way younger than 61. His original hair doesn't look at all like I imagined it. Like is it worse? Almost. Yeah, it, it is a little... I, I pictured it being better, like the same but brown. But it, Did you just Google like young Mike Pence? I, I pictured that. Pence with dark hair, but... Oh, here's oh. one of him with Reagan. Where you can kind of with see Reagan. it. Yeah. Yikes. Here you go. Here's one of him. Young Mike Pence. Okay, that's a good picture. What is all right? So he's always been blessed by, oh, by the hair gods. Post. Wow, it was Reagan. just a photo there. Yeah. Yes, yes this cute. is more like I pictured his his hair to be. Uh, I'm looking at this picture of him with Reagan, and Reagan looks very confused, and Pence looks like he's about to say, Sir, you have you have poop on you. <laughs> so you're covered in what I hope is pudding. Why is he looking at Reagan's dick? <laughs> but from the smell, I know it's not. You know, Pence, for a guy who uh, who's passed all that anti-gay legislation, you sure are zo- zooming in on Reagan's cock. Oh, your we penis. all love the electric oh, fence, Pence. You know, Forgive he just me, didn't sir, want... Your penis is out. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't want to get lost in those cloudy dementia eyes. <laughs> so, <laughs> we had to avert. Are you <laughs> so my son? The abyss. Are you my mm-hmm. son? If, whatever, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When you Google Pence with dark hair, you get the darn bug in his hair picture six times oh, over. Oh, people are mean. It's going to be yeah, his that, potato. That, that, that bug was just like, this is the best hair I've ever seen. <laughs> I bet it did smells you, good. Uh, did you see the, the, there's a like whole collection of flies that have landed on like modern politicians. Have you seen this? They no. one landed on Kamala. Like Pence's was the longest by far. One landed on Hillary. Remember the Hillary forehead? I do remember the, uh, the, the fly, on fly that was hanging out there. They've landed on Trump. They've landed on these flies <laughs> are sent by our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. To warn us of 
of the baddies. On so. Bernie Sanders, though, like a um, this they they juxtaposed it on Reddit, where like a bug, land, of course, the insect lands on Pence's hair and stays there, and then this like. I don't want to get it wrong, but I think a beautiful bluebird landed on Pence's podium and like hung out there for a while. He's like Snow White. Yeah, Snow White with the birds and the, and you know, he like puts his arms up as the bird, uh, you know, graciously is in his presence. It was a. What a trained bird. (laughs) (laughs) It's big swallow. Like I'd have like eight trained like white pigeons to just randomly fly down and land all over me and they just just sort of do like an arms out savior kind of look. I, was, I said Big been... Swallow as like Big Oil kind of joke, but Big Swallow, perhaps the Big Load product name. Just put it in the running. Swallow. Big Swallow. I like the Lock and Load Nut Stack. <laughs> we need to f- figure out a way to get Nut Stack in there. That's our proprietary formula. The, the Nut Stack? Yes, I can't wait to send that into the <laughs> the trademark office. <laughs> That's a, uh, for those of you who don't watch PKN or uh, watch the stream the other night, that that is moving forward. Um, I've just got to send like the final formula off to Derek, and uh, and he's gonna uh, you know get moving from there. And if you want to be more up to date, Taylor Merck on Twitch or Woody's Gamertag on Twitch, we've we've been keeping those guys up to date on it. So so they already knew that. But yeah, we're gonna be making you guys uh, have great loads. So I know. be prepared. Can I we make them colored? Color. What if it was pink or blue? Like, no, no, it's incredibly not colored. I'm putting my foot down. All right, maybe we make them colored. Green. Let's be green. Right. <laughs> How awesome would that be? What about like an Easter special? <laughs> this is genius. Pink loads. Yes. Or wait, mine's uh, always been red. Yeah, that's normal. You always need a little bit of blood in there. Yeah, that's how you know the medicines are working. The sperm is healthy. It's fighting. What do you red. add? What do you add to red to make green? <laughs> what, what, is that, what is that? Color? Blue and yellow. What do you add? Blue and yellow is green. Yeah, yeah. What do you add with red to make another color? You can make what, purple what, what, out what, of it. You, wait, hold on. Let's pursue. What do you add onto red to make another? What other color are we making? We could uh, make that's it what, pink. That's what I'm you make orange. I guess you add a little yellow. Is that how that? Yeah, yeah, that'd be right. Well, in any case, we're not going to color your cum. We're, we we might be making. We it might color your too, cum. Though. Don't don't. Yeah, we will do that. I am working on an addition to the formula, thanks to Woody, that that would add a flavoring to your semen. I want you right? guys to be grateful for all the semen, self semen Kyle's been drinking as the taste testing. Gallons. <laughs> at this point. I I hope you appreciate what he's doing. I have a, a, I have a team working over me and. We are putting together the final. The team's kind of working under him, to be honest. <laughs> no, they're working over me. I, I have to be the one doing the tasting, Woody. That's, that's, oh. Yeah. Okay, I picture them on their knees, but. No, no, it's the other way around, Woody. It's the other way around. <laughs> okay, my bad. Give me the details here. We, we're going to have a very high-quality proprietary blend. I'm excited it's about great. it. It's going to be good. And I need to confirm something with you about the amount of sunflower lecithin. Cause I want to. We're gonna go big or go home with this. Oh my god! Like, like, like I recommended you when. <laughs> oh yeah, we doubled up. Oh, perfect. Is and that, uh, I, I also added this to great effect. Do you yeah. want to go grab my container of that and bring impressive. it in here because yeah, I've been taking I've it. Mine. I've won I've won mine. You guys think this is not a a, a here, tested here, product? Here, You're insane. Too. 
what else you got? Throw Ooh, a little bit of that I, in there. I have that in uh, I get I think I get that You're much probably maybe doing a little more a day from my uh my MetRx protein shakes. That's, that's a shockingly I mean. large amount if that's true. Then it must be much less than that. You don't want to go overboard though. D Derek said if I went overboard, there was some warning. He was like, blah, blah, blah will happen and it's not good. Let me see Dude, what he if said. He's warning you. <laughs> he's like, actually, steroids, fucking dope on your heart, great for your liver. And it's like, I was doing some research on that and it was funny because I would find articles yeah. and I was like, you know, steroids, are they good for your heart? They're good for your liver? Like, it's, 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 apparently they're not that bad. And then I looked it all up and like every single that person happen. that was like, Oh. Whatever that is, right? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> I need to Google that. Every every single article I found from people, it's like, this is Dr. John Stevens. He loves steroids. And they'd be like, it's actually great for you. It's the best. And it's like a note from the author. And it's a man just bigger than a house. And, like, <laughs> and every article you find where it's like the troubling reality, it's some guy named like Dr. You know, Rashmish Vindahar. And he's like, it is not good for you. And it's like, all right, that guy... That guy's not use, using. Let this. me ask you: between those two doctors, whose heart do you think is stronger? Stronger, stronger. I mean, if I were to stab oh. both of them, whose blood would spurt the furthest? Yes, <laughs> I want a heart that's <laughs> like, kaka, kaka, just get the fucking pump on. You're you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I want my I want the most jacked doctor. That's I what I'll turn away at the hospital. They'll be like, "You don't want a woman doctor?" It's like, no, I want the biggest man here, the strongest man. Showing that even when he's done saving lives, he's got time to pump iron. That's how committed. Uh, Derek took your advice. He uh, he did a uh, natty or not on Sage Northcutt. I saw that video. I I thought I was going to be one of like a thousand people that like made that suggestion because it was trending on their MMA subreddit. Yeah, and uh, I saw his answer. It, I really wanted to know. I guess it was a natty or not. So if people don't know, more plates, more dates. He makes videos about. Uh, performance enhancing drugs, hair replacement, and he'll often look at a guy's physique and you know take a good, an educated guess at what he's taking to achieve that physique. And a lot of times it's less than you think. But uh, what what was his takeaway at the end of the Sage video? Do you recall? I think thirty eight minutes long. I watched twenty minutes of it, man. I I, I was about the same. I, I my he was doing a lot of like implying he's on performance enhancing drugs. He's like, look, this is his brother, same genetics more jacked he's a professional athlete incentive to take this kind of thing like that he i think that he's cautious about saying a guy is like like straight up on stuff unless he has a really high degree of certainty but yeah um insane genetics and those are like his popcorn videos anyway i don't think he like loves making those uh, he's he's much more into pharm pharmacology those are what pulled us in though i think that's how exactly. we discovered that, that's him. the point yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially like, um, I'm gonna. This guy's name is extra hard. He's Indian. He's a comedian. He got super jacked to be a god in a Marvel movie. Oh yeah. Okay, that guy. Do you, do you know who I'm thinking of though? I I can I've pictured him in my head. I don't know his name. I could probably pronounce it if I if I could see it. But, <laughs> uh, I don't know him. I like I, I know him by sight alone. Yeah, that guy. That guy's on some shit. Yes. Uh, oh, this is his name. I'll let you take the first stab at it. Oh, Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, chat. These are his before and after pictures. So, um, I guess he. My Marvel lore is a little weak, but like, uh, he's going to play 
someone like more powerful than Galacticus. They're like the. Wow, I can't. I would know it if I heard it. Anyway, he's playing a. Can you say it again? Eternals or something? I think it is an Eternal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he's an actor. He is the product. He has to look like a superhero. And he has looked like. Oh, let me get you the picture that I'm talking to. He has looked like the guy on the left his whole life. And then at like 38 or something, he turned it around and looked like the guy on the right. One of the things. One of the things that Derek uses to determine whether or not someone's natural is, I, I guess, like, let's say that the guy's Michael Phelps, then he gets fat, then he gets hot again. He feels like it's easier to return to hotness than it is to get it the first time at 40. And mm-hmm. this guy's never looked like this in his whole life before, but he looks good now. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So he traps thinks... Pop. Yeah, the traps. I, I never really cared about traps until the last couple years. And... Like they add a lot to your like frame. Yeah. 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 I, I was always about like biceps and pecs and maybe deltoids, but traps are part of the picture uh, but traps. If you don't know anything that people listening or th- this muscle from your neck to your deltoid, this is a deltoid anyway. Uh, yeah. So uh, he does those kinds of videos and he said this guy was juiced. Oh yeah. I, I think everybody assumed that just given that you like saw him on chicken and broccoli, bro. Yeah, that's that's George Foreman, body by George Foreman Grill. <laughs> yeah, it's body by Wendy's on uh, the beforehand. <laughs> but, a lot of transformation. Yeah. Um, another one is Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman apparently wasn't really a super athlete his whole life. And then for Wolverine, movie after movie, he just got more and more jacked. People yeah, talked about cool his progression through the Wolverine movies. His first Wolverine movies, people were talking about his body. And I was like, I don't really see it. Like, for a superhero, I didn't think he was special. Not even close. He had been working out for six weeks. Okay. By the end, though. Whoa. Oh, by the last Wolverine movie? He's insanity mode. Like, like yeah. I, think, I, think, I think the one you actually want to look at is called The Wolverine. Like, I think that's the one where he goes to Japan and uh, has like a fucking samurai sword fight with a robot or some shit at the end. He's got chest striations. He is so vascular. <laughs> he um, he just, he's gonna pop. He he looks amazing. Can I? I can't get this picture even bigger. Um, and uh, but Derek saw this and said it was an obvious trend body, right? So is it Trana Ball? Is that the full name? Does anyone know? Uh, Trembolone, probably. Trembolone, okay. Yeah, so I guess Trembolone has like a particular impact on like your vascularity and your it impacts pecs more. I don't know, but to a trained eye, they look at this guy and Derek looks at him and says, ah, not only is he on the juice, I can tell you which juice he's taken. Jail Sonnen says he can do that too. Looking mm. at the body he has in X-Men or X-Men 1, or whatever the first one is, is outrageous compared to the way he looks and even yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the coolest before and afters ever. He, like he, he looks like a volunteer actor in the first. Fit. He looks like he looks, he's skinny. Like, like he's, he's not carrying a lot of muscle at all. He's kind of skinny guy. No. Huh? Yeah. So no. he's like walking around like one fifty in X, X-Men one. I don't know. Isn't Wolverine supposed to be like a really little guy. Like he's short. Like, like a Wolverine. He's supposed to be like 5'2", 350. Oh, that's ridiculous. What? Well, his, oh, skeleton, he has all the metal. Yeah. his skeleton is covered in adamantium, so that's part of it. 
Yeah, the difference. I, I have two pictures on my screen. This I hope is a is the first movie. Um, I'll know if it is. Yeah. Yep. And That's this is the one I'm using as his like peak form. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even close, <laughs> dude. It looks like a different version of Hugh Jackman's like consumed the first one. I swear. <laughs> Dude, if we were to hold like the same species, <laughs> you could go to the movies and find a guy at the theater who's as buff as the first one. If you told an alien visitor that the top picture was the female of a species, <laughs> the, bottom was the male, they'd be like, checks out. More robots now, I guess. <laughs> so, well, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we jump to anything after Hugh Jackman's physique we're gonna hear from postmates this episode of pka is brought to you by a company we have lots of personal experience with postmates you know what's great about eating your favorite thing it's your favorite thing and you're eating it you know what's not great getting it and the only fast things that deliver are not what you're craving introducing postmates the app that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants imagine anything you want to eat delivered you don't have to drive park or even talk on the phone to order just download the app and order 24 hours a day 365 days a year postmates will bring you what you want within the hour you can even see where your food is and track the driver. You forgot the eggs and milk? No problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for the perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term bo- munchies booty call. For a limited time, Postmates is giving you 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app today and use code PKA. That's code PKA for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA. So save $100 on delivery. We've also got a very important message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. It can be a little frustrating, especially if you're in a hurry or running late to find yourself at a railway crossing waiting for a train. And if the signals are going and the train's not even there yet, you may may feel a bit tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Well, don't ever. To the naked eye, trains can often appear further away and moving slower than they are, and they can't stop quickly. Even if the engineer hits the emergency brake right away, it can take the train over a mile to stop. Over a mile to stop. By that time, it's too late, and the result is a potentially deadly crash. The point is, you can't know how quickly the train will arrive. The train can't stop quickly. Even if it sees you, it will end in disaster. If the signals are on, the train is on the way. And you just need to remember one thing. Stop. Trains can't. I like that they didn't use trains can't stop. I know I said that last time you read it, but every time I'm like, ah, stop, trains can't. Wait, that's wrong. No, it's right. It's yeah. brighter. <laughs> stop. It's Trains can't. Oh, it's better. It's better. <laughs> Don't stop train. Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and uh, I, this was not requested by the National Highway uh, Traffic Safety Administration, but I thought it would be helpful for the viewers if we watched maybe just until Kyle returns, just a little train crash compilation. Oh, Jesus. People- <laughs> Who did not listen to the rules. They did not stop. They they didn't know that trains can't. Oh you guys do, so God. there's no excuse. We can't show this. Can we not? <laughs> no, I'm looking at all like the copyright data in the description and stuff. Like it's been oh, claimed okay. and Oh, okay. Uh, Alright, well rest assured these cars are getting butt fucked. Yeah, they can hear it a little bit. <laughs> at, at no point does the the car or the truck have a chance. The train doesn't even slow down. So be be wary of trains. This is cool footage, though. Like, you'd think an 18-wheeler is like... I, I know, 
between a train and 18 wheeler, there is no competition. But 18 wheelers are are not pussy vehicles, Enormous. right? Yeah. <laughs> Here's an 18 wheeler that is a car hauler, you know, with all the, the mm-hmm. it's, I don't know how many wheels that is, but it's quite a lot of wheels all put together and the train just sliced through it like butter. Yeah. Like the train hits the semis harder than a semi hits a, a motorcycle. At least you get hit by a semi within a hundred yards at the most. They, they got it under control. I just watched train. Train. slowing the train down though. What's really bad is when the car like jumps in front of the train and it has no time to slow. I saw yeah, the train hit like a stack of telephone poles or something, right? This is a solid mass of what are going to be telephone poles. And mm-hmm. it doesn't even change speeds. Here's a train trying to stop pushing a tractor trailer. And it's as if the tractor trailer in front of it isn't helping at all. Were you guys into trains as a kid? You know, That's like a weird the, thing to be into. No, Thomas the Tank Engine. Lots of kids like trains. It wasn't my jam. Even lots of I kids like Thomas eating boogers. I, 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 did, I did not like that. Even as a child, that made me want to vomit seeing kids eat boogers. But I've talked about it. I used to jump what are you on the train do with them? for uh, <laughs> for transportation. Like we, There was a 7-Eleven, which is like, everyone knows what that is, right? Yeah. And um, uh, the, the walk was like three or four miles. So we would walk down the train tracks, and if the train came, we'd hop on it as it went by. So we're having a fuck show this weekend. Oh, I forgot about that. Is that still happening? That uh, Not only is that happening, we might. It's going to be a weird Sunday. Brace yourselves. Day. Brace yourselves. We may indeed have dueling fuck shows. <laughs> no, is that true? <laughs> there has been talk of a, of a second fuck show. Uh, For those of you who don't know what you're talking about, there's a link down below to our Patreon. You become a $50 a month Patreon. Not only do you get access to all the other lesser values, but you get access to the the $50 Patreon Discord where we all hang out and play games. Those are the guys we pull when we have like gaming nights and stuff. Those are the guys that uh, I play games with every night. And those are the guys who get to hang out with us uh, once a month for two to four hours, depending on how many people show up. And, uh, And in a big video call, and we chat and shoot the shit and usually watch silly videos. We basically have like a miniature PKA that's just for them, uh, just palling around and talking about what makes them interesting because they're all really interesting people for the most part. And there's, there's usually a ton of drug use. They're in there getting just (laughs) fucking stoned and, um, just drunk as shit. Someone usually passes out. Um, it's very entertaining. Well, one of our $50 patrons has told Woody that he and his girlfriend are going to put on a fuck show for us. Apparently. So I was doing a live stream on Twitch. I don't remember for sure his name. And, uh, he sent in a donation asking if it would be okay if he had sex during the $50 Patreon. And, and I felt like I was, I was comfortable speaking for all of us and that it was okay. Right. Yeah. We, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. You're uh, good. You're good. Assuming as that. long as it's not anal assassin. It can't be. <laughs> oh, anal assassin. Right. Oh, I'm down for that. I'm Let's down. Go. Yeah. Anal assassin. I do not share in his discrimination. I, I want to see your no. anal assassin. You get Although anal you. assassin. I, I do want you to at least have another partner. Don't don't just well yeah I don't want to see you jerk it yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. about him having gay sex in our patron hangout. that dildo what kind of he... a bigot are you yeah no I, he can have gay sex in our patron look hangout. here at the here at PKA we are non discriminative when it comes to that sort of thing anyway if you want to have some <laughs> if you want to show us a bit of buggery then we're all down for it all right look the Lord is watching he's going to judge you of course of course you're going to burn in a lake of fire but we here at PKA will not judge you it's not our place <laughs> we'll watch and we'll enjoy. 
You'll watch, especially Taylor. I'll yeah, we'll clockwork orange you if we need to. <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, absolutely. During uh, the, the hangout, you're like Taylor. Your eyes aren't on the top right. I know that's where it is. <laughs> so, so uh, who, who is the the person? And I don't can, know can the who's. I, I only know it from the donation. He asked if he okay. could fuck on the on the hangout. I was sure that we were all going to be okay with it, and. Sure. Um, and yeah, now he's in. I hope he's a Bluetooth customer. I think right? the, the stipulation was also about camera angles. We wanted to give a little feedback there. Like a nice camera angle would be good. I don't want like nutsack and male ass like Dennis talks about in Sunny. Yeah. So as long as that angle isn't in the mix. I'd I like a that, little of that angle. <laughs> yeah, I don't like discriminate like Taylor. Kind of like again, a dude scare. I think Taylor's, <laughs> Taylor's being a little vanilla. Yeah. I think so too. I don't mean like to a, not kink shame. If you could set, but you so need more one of kinks. our patrons. <laughs> One of our patrons has that really cool setup where he can click a button and he goes to three different camera angles, right? Man, if you set that up, I'll start fucking donating. You know, like like if you could, I want a little bit of that rear angle, the you know, the penetration shot, but I'd really like to see her face in the camera with maybe you behind her. That that'd be fun. Go go for that. I don't think he's the one fucking on camera. I don't think he is either. I'm telling this other guy that he can aspire for greatness here, and he could get a couple of camera angles. Yeah, I'm guessing month, that this guy might be part be like uh, they might be like a chatterbait couple already, and maybe this is not new to them. If they are, then you can expect better video and audio quality. Maybe some lighting. Tell you what, Ooh. if anybody wants to put on any fuck shows for us, and you are a chatterbait couple, just become a fifty dollars patron. It's free advertising. We're gonna pimp your product. <laughs> you totally, yeah. You would be a good return on investment. I think. Absolutely, and <laughs> and we will sponsor you. With your first three months of lock and load, of oh, course we will. You'll that's be the first a win-win. That's how you get them in. Now we're all you give them a little money. taste, like this guy. <laughs> oh, now we're all making money <laughs> from the bottom. Yeah. Give them a little taste of that sweet, sweet cum, and then they're coming back for more begging. Yeah, I wanted to put a tiny amount of methamphetamine in the pills to make sure Just people, you know, stay subscribed. Oh god! <laughs> Just put some nicotine in there for no reason. Get him addicted. Stop taking my cum pills. I'm waking up sweaty and shaking. You know, I think Derek did mention a prescription drug that would absolutely increase uh, loads. So I, I am going to discuss that with him a bit more. So maybe if someone, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we could start writing some scripts. You know, on the down low. That's Doctor Taylor. Bluetooth does it, right? Like you yeah, go to their they website. They, forms. <laughs> they ask you a medical history and then a doctor checks it out and they approve you. No, no, not even a conversation. They just, you just tell them about you and they'll decide if you're a good fit for the blue chew. Speaking of which, I think I haven't received dick pills in a while. I need to check my account. I haven't needed them because I've still got that giant bag. full satchel. of satchel. Yeah. I got my, <laughs> my mail carrier satchel full of dick pills. So I, can, I, I can probably wait a, 14 months. And then, <laughs> Not that long because I take, Kyle, mil- I don't take them every day. I take 10 milligrams every day. I, t- I have noticed though, because like you take them before you work out, you do get more vascular. You don't yeah, get a stuffy nose on it, Kyle. No, no. Have I've you ever heard that of before, that before? Yeah. Uh, I, I only get that with, sild- with sild- sildenafil, which is the Viagra. Oh, well, okay. the Tadalafil. The, that's that's one of the reasons I always recommend to our viewers if they're going to try out Blue Chew to get the Tadalafil. Um, me personally, I've had no side effects from Tadalafil, even at like uh, very high doses. 
at the highest they recommend. At the with the Tadalafil, I can get at the get, highest my doctor recommends. I can at get at the a, highest that you recommend. Stop it! They are so they, I've never taken more blue chew than they recommended. Thank you. I uh, even Tadalafil can give me a slightly stuffy nose, which for me is a big thing because I have the CPAP machine or BPAP machine. Yeah, you don't want I, that. I've only ever got it like super minor, and that could have get a little Vicks, Vicks vapor rub. A fever. Does that unstuff yeah, your nose? Yeah. It does. It, it works pretty well. I'll have to play with that. Good stuff. Um, and it covers up the smell of rotting flesh, which for it? me at least is also a concern in the bedroom. <laughs> uh, bit of a necrophile. Well, is that an okay kink to not like? No. no. <laughs> yeah, there are no kinks that are okay to not like, Taylor. Open up your well, mind. There's, there's just the one. What could it be? Well, you know what it is. Oh, I stopped doing that. Well, they made you stop. Doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was your decision. <laughs> yeah, it was mutual. It was a mutual decision. Park anymore? Yeah, 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 yeah. You also decided I won't go near a thousand feet from a school ever again <laughs> or a park. Or when a I said that I did it, I didn't even know what it was. I was just pretending I did oh, a thing that was so horrific. It's, it's your child fuckery. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where I think Kyle and I were headed with it. It's it's the little boys. Taylor, do you want to read this, or am yes, I going yes. to? So I this uh, article: Sheriff cannibals lured a victim to cabin in the Oklahoma woods, performed illegal castration. And so Bob Lee Allen, 53 years old, and Thomas Evans Gates, 42, were arrested after going to the hospital in McAllister to try and visit the victim. Uh, I can't say it's cult activity, the sheriff told reporters. It is something that we've never in my career run across in the country. The 28-year-old victim had flown from Virginia to Dallas and then was driven to the cabin in southeast Oklahoma for the surgery. A sheriff deputy reported in a court affidavit. So basically, they he wanted to go, it seems. Like, yeah. All right. So what's happened here is that this man wanted to have his testicles removed for gender reassignment, and he found someone who could not only do it but wanted to because they wanted to eat his testicles. Well, this is just a win-win. Are they acting like it's a bad thing? Yeah. Yeah. This is this is big government stepping into our private lives yet again. Ah, uh, the more I'm reading this article, the more I don't think that's what it is. The victim stated that after the surgery was over that Allen said that he was going to consume the parts and laughed and said that he was a cannibal. The victim also said that Allen then talked about the time he worked on someone that he described to be crazy and that he left him open overnight to die. Uh, the victim further stated that Allen had six more clients on the way to have the same operation, and Allen informed him that he had a freezer with body parts and showed him all the pictures on his phone. Wait, okay, a couple questions. One, why do they keep putting surgery in quotes? Because it's a man in a cabin in Oklahoma with a knife. You're all, you and the Oklahoman are being surgist. Sur surgist? <laughs> I will be surgist. I don't want some some random guy with a, sh with a knife taking care random? of me. Random? He has plastic bags and a freezer. These are a bag full of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> My dick bag, don't touch it. But on the bright side, he's a religious man. Alan reports he tithes $267 a month to the Oratory of Mystical Sacraments. Cool guy. So it looks like the 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 victim is okay, right? I hate to even call him a victim. The customer. It seems a customer. <laughs> well, it seems, at first, as always, I don't read the article, but I have time. But 
it's a good policy. <laughs> it's a good policy. So you get surprised when you have new ways to go with it. They're fresh. And so he just showed up in the woods. He was like just the most recent patient. He was the Monday. So do you see that they call themselves the eunuch maker in the EMQ? Yeah. Um, crew. The eunuch I said maker. it wrong. The, the eunuch maker crew. I, 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 I like their branding. It's better than lifties. There's nothing wrong with this. This is, I, I mean, there really isn't. I got no problem with this. Like if you, if you, if, I should be able to let you perform surgery on me if I want you to perform surgery on me. Yeah, but if you're willing to go to a random... Where, where do we draw the done. line? Maybe next time you get a splinter and Jackie helps you get it out, she's she's all locked up now. You're slippery right. Slope. This is just like that. It's a slippery slope, Taylor. First, you can't pull a splinter, and then you can't have a... Uh, uh, An Oklahoma know. cabin dweller cut off your balls. Yeah, thank you. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That is what it is happening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. I, I'm 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 for not locking up mothers who pull splinters out of their children's hands. What about you? There are there should not be bootleg woodland surgeons roaming around offering these these services. Says who? Yeah, I don't understand why you're on the side of big government in this. Someone has to be. We could all agree. We could open ourselves up a little practice. Oh yes, lock in, dude. If this guy can do it, dude, I can, I can cut off a dick way better than this guy. I bet. I have I so many knives. Like it seems like he's not. I only got the one. I do. I got. I, I probably got four knives without getting out of this chair. Hey, I could do it. I've got one <laughs> dull knife, but a lot of stick-to-itiveness. <laughs> not a bit of. I've got gumption. <laughs> No quit in him. He'll hack and saw and tear away. Yeah. I, I, can I add these toenail clippers to my list of knives? Because I, I, I could do something eventually. Yeah. Listen to what you got there. Yeah, if you can take it on an airplane, it's, it's not a knife. Well, I can't see them like that. Turn them broadside. Yeah. What's oh, the best ooh, way? Look at that stippling. <laughs> Man, I don't want to slip and cut the tip of my finger off. Thank God. This is gonna this We'll see, like whenever I, I usually trim my nails when I get out of the shower because they're softened by the hot water, right? And... Uh, <laughs> But then I've got like my hands are a little slippery, so if I don't have some good stippling on the clippers, then they're just slipping out of my hands like a bar of soap. I bit my nails for too long, and uh, my solution has been to have I like them short, so I have nail clippers everywhere. I've got a pair in my car, at my desk, next to the bed. Like, so you ever uh, get a manicure? No, never. Hmm. Seems but, like it'd take a long time and not a lot of payoff. I'd like to get one. I'd like to get a my, massage. Your cuticles push back. I do that myself, but but you know, just get them nice and trimmed up, and you know, I, uniform. I haven't had a massage in years, probably since like the Disney cruise. Like it's been. I, I could try like a sports massage. That'd sound nice. I've never had a sports massage. I have. It, awesome. nice. um, it was awesome. Yeah, it actually, wasn't... get rid of soreness. Yeah, yeah. When we were hurt? doing that, uh, when we were doing that stupid cardio contest, we uh, I had uh, a masseuse come in and uh, like like the massage bed and everything. And uh, and give me one in the living room. It's great. Nice, like for an hour. Just like yeah, the- it was like an hour. Yeah. What did you wear? Were you naked? I wore like um, just basketball shorts because okay. she was a lady. And uh, yeah, supposed to get naked isn't that etiquette? I always wear boxers, but I feel like people who get more massages don't wear anything, and they have a towel that I they just like I can wear whatever I want to. Um, I know she's got a husband and I just felt like I would might get an erection anyway because she's pretty hot. So I wore my basketball shorts with some underwear. 
I also I didn't want to rub my ass or anything that was under those. So you didn't have any ass pain, no ass soreness from no ass soreness really. Okay, well then I guess you were fine with the shorts. I was fine as long as she can blast the hammies and the quads. And she could probably massage the so ass through the shorts if it came to that. Like I, she probably could. I don't know. She really liked to. She needed to get in there deep. Yeah, sometimes it's like, like even women. It's like you are too strong for this job. You have clearly been doing finger workouts, and you have finger gains that are oh, like yeah. I'm already sore. That's why we're here. And and yeah, yeah. I've told the story before. But we were at this strip club in Kentucky, and uh, <laughs> there was this uh, masseuse who worked there, and uh, like she didn't work for the strip club. They just let her work there, and she was really pretty, but she was fully clothed like like wearing like a she was fully clothed and for like ten dollars for five minutes or something she'd rub your shoulders and uh, and i was like all right i'm down i'm down you know i've got a huge stack of ones in front of me anyway and uh and she 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 was rushing and she was she was like how hard do you want and i'm like i don't know pretty hard she's like one through ten and i'm like i look at her and she's like five six like 120 pounds and i'm like a 10 and she goes <laughs> and I'm like, a three, a three. <laughs> Why wouldn't you lead off with a five or something? So you can... I didn't know that she was fucking Andre the Giant on the inside. She was so strong. Yeah, she had big forearms. Her hands were so much stronger than my hands. Oh, is that emasculating? No, I felt good. <laughs> yeah, I, I had um, I had a massage on the Disney cruise, and to look at this woman, you wouldn't think that she was super strong. She was Asian. And would have benefited from weighing like 15 pounds less, right? Not fat, fat, but you know, it just, you wouldn't look at her and think like, oh, she's got tons of strength, but good golly, she had way too much strength. I, I was just, just tone it down a touch. She used to work at the dog processing plant back in the old country. <laughs> she was the one that whacked him in the head. It's the massage. She, she strangled him to death. <laughs> every dog. <laughs> <laughs> This it is cheapest way to go, and she get practice for masseusery. <laughs> like on her fucking resume, dog strangler. <laughs> no, you know to understand. They're very bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> they leave home. Sometimes they beg at table. <laughs> I very have, strict rules for dog strangulation in just Eastern Europe. Dog strangler. What a horrible. I have effect. a garrote, like whatever it's called. <laughs> garrote wire, yeah. Garrote, yeah. Uh, a today I fucked up from Reddit. Do you guys want to hear this? Yes. It's, what are your thoughts before on if this is real or not? Like, if you've read it before, what's what are you going into it with? Because that's always oh, what I Oh, shucks. So I think it's real, but I am prone to thinking that. Okay. Okay. Let's let's hear this. All right. Today I fucked up by getting high with my fiance. Last night, I managed to finally convince my fiancé to smoke weed with me. She's been anti-420, but now that we're just a few weeks from getting married and being all grown up and shit, she went full YOLO. Fast forward to seeing my fiancé high for the first time. She became extremely relaxed and talkative. It was cute at first, listening to go on and on about life and love. And then shit got kind of specific. She mentioned how she never expected to be with someone like me. I didn't even have to encourage her to explain because the floodgates were already wide open. All the details spilled out without any fucking filter. This is what I learned from my fiance that I never knew before. Five points. One, most of her past relationships ended because she was notoriously promiscuous. Two, as per one, 
One of those relationships came to an end after she cheated on her boyfriend by hooking up with his younger brother, which was also cheating on the damn brother with his best friend who just so happened to be the same sex. Three, I'm the first guy she had to do the fake orgasm thing with. Apparently, all of her exes push the right buttons, whereas I don't. My asthma is a turnoff when it comes to sex because she feels like she needs to hold back so that I don't get too excited and die. And the last one, all of her exes had horse dicks. Of course they did. And I'm her first average. Those were some of the key points. I was too traumatized to register whatever she said afterwards. (laughs) And I don't think I blinked for the rest of the evening. Too long didn't read. Convinced my fiance to get high on relationship-destroying weed. There's an Mm. update. (laughs) Relationship-destroying weed. That's some good weed. Update. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I knew what my fiance said would haunt me forever, I was willing to bury it in the back of my mind and pretend like last night never happened. However, my fiance wanted to talk, so we did. It was brutal. She said my mom was right about about her being wrong for me. Long story short, all of this shit was building up to her admitting she'd been sending nudes to one of her horse dick exes, a fucking Chad. I am emotionally destroyed it doesn't even feel real yet so i have trouble accepting it's over but it is i guess i'm returning that ring and getting a ps5 (laughs) appreciate all the advice well clearly you're what what a bitch what a bitch what an absolute cunt you've got to know that the ps5 is going to be inferior to a pc in every way (laughs) (laughs) get into the core of it yeah i like it i like it Uh, playstation 5 some console some li- mealy dicked console nerd. Mealy dicked. Truly, I, I, really, I don't think either of these two are built from the right stuff, right? One's a no, cheating whore, no, and the other's a console player. Which is worse. What's her, uh, <laughs> does any information on this young lady? She sounds like a blast. <laughs> Kyle's like, got a phone number? I, I'm down for open relationships. I mean, she sounds funny. Um, she sounds great. I wonder how those lines were delivered. See, I don't know if I believe this. He doesn't deserve her. <laughs> That's where we're going with this. He doesn't deserve her. I like it. I like it. I, yeah, I agree. This guy's a fucking loser. PS5. This wasn't one of our fans, was it? I can, was, no. This no. was like a public... Like, if I'd this was I a PKA okay. viewer, he'd be like, hey, I'm returning this ring and getting a 3080 in that yeah, new the, AMD the, chip that PKA they just announced. The PKA viewer is the horse-dicked X. Yes. Oh, free, free nudes. And he's... And she's given him that pay pigs money. Taylor, this sounds like a $50 Patreon you're describing here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, I, I, I'm, my, I'm the opposite of you, Woody. I always have my dial. She's actually going to be in our fuck things. show this weekend. I hope. This lady? That'd be funny. A small world if it was. But <laughs> I don't think so. So we'll... Uh, yeah, I mean... To, the first time you smoke pot, who gets... So t- who gets that talkative? Really? That's what they said. I, I think I've told this story before. I've only smoked pot twice in my life. Both times were out of country in the Dominican Republic. And I think it was really low quality weed. I don't know much about weed. Um, the first time they said I got really talkative. But I maintain that I just am really talkative. And the guy that I was de- like arguing with was intentionally like pushing all my buttons. I remember it was this conversation about Wild West. You know, you count the 10 and you shoot the pistol. The, is it a showdown? What the hell do they call that? Uh, uh, a duel. A, sure, duel. 
Um, anyway, he was like, your reaction time is faster than the time that you decide to do it. So the guy who waits for the other guy actually has the advantage. That was his standpoint. And I'm like, no, but the starting times are not the same. Like you're reacting to the, the, all that time it took me to decide to pull it doesn't even count in the equation because you're second place in this decision-making process. This is a very high discussion. You're right. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> they were like, Woody, you're talking so much. You're obviously high. And I'm like, I feel nothing. This does nothing mm-hmm. for me. And this guy is like making a really terrible argument that I can't seem to let go. I, I don't think this is a weed thing. And then the next time I felt sick, really sick. So I didn't know... Like I didn't really have a a weed mentor. Like everyone was just smoking, and they all. So I took this like really like the biggest inhale I could off of an apple bong, I guess, or the apple whatever. And they were some high rollers, huh? <laughs> we didn't have the tools, you know. They, they they had a high idea, which was a website where you insert the things you can find around the house. And then they'll be like, well, you're just like a ballpoint pan away from a bong and like where you could like engineer yeah. that. So anyway, just, just go to any high school and ask anyone. And they'll, 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 they'll as a website though, wouldn't it be fun to be like, I've got a paperclip, an old watch, a coffee cup, an apple and a that big exists, pen. Yeah. Oh, that exists. Yeah. There's an app for that. Okay. Really? Well, we thought we were really yeah. clever. Um, but the, I felt terrible, terrible. And I, felt like nauseous. I was coughing even like long after I'd stopped smoking it. And I'd spent my time sitting on a curb with my head between my knees waiting for it to pass. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Usually weed is good for nausea. It, uh, had you had any alcohol? No. Okay. Well, then that yeah. is strange. Yeah. How much of the apple did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> no, I forget how I what, what, what if Woody did that? What if they passed an apple all loaded up and he just went, <laughs> Oh, it's awful. I got a bunch I, of leaves. <laughs> an apple, I keep calling it a bong, but bong means there's water in it, right? Yeah, it's a pipe, I, yeah. I would imagine. Maybe okay. Water sort of made a pipe out of a out of an apple, and maybe a pen was involved. Um, or maybe yeah, a pen was involved in the, the making to, it. to, to, to they, they cord it out with the thing and then they stuck it in through the side to make the little, little chamber thing. I've actually never smoked out of an apple. I've all, cause like pipes are so cheap. Like the Rookie. little glass, like, uh, <laughs> Get like on my uh, level, bowls. Kyle. they're like $5 or something like that. We were a in out of country, like smoke out of a banana once and it was, <laughs> Disgusting. It's like, Yo, I'm gonna smoke out of a banana. It's like, all right, whatever, man. And he's like, you light it on top of where the weed is and the banana with like a hole. So like the banana fruit is still in there, just a cord, and then there's you know the, the peel is still on it. Like immediately all the waxy banana like melds with everything yeah. in there and it just becomes a yeah, he, he didn't do Dude, that. Pipes can be gross too, though. My drug dealer's bong was the grossest thing I've ever seen. I was, really? I just remember being like, You ever clean that thing? And he just be like, Oh, yeah, all the time. And I'm just like, God damn. It was, he had like a big one, like, like, like maybe, I mean, I did too, but it was like a three foot tall bong. And like the entire inside of it was like black and gross. Who was it I made clean their bong? I'm trying to think. I'm going to guess somebody, White Boy. <laughs> no, no, we were smoking out of my stuff then. Like, like we always smoked out of like my bowls when me and White Boy would smoke. I had a funny oh. justification for smoking pot. It was like ah, I forget how old Hope was, but it's like Hope is like twelve now. You know, she's going to be pressured to try this. I, I should know what I'm talking about. 
Like this is a this is just good parenting right here. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, Hope I need you to ask whoever the coolest guy at school is. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I was in the Dominican Republic. Like, I, but uh, but it was like I I like I feel like I'm parenting from a position of ignorance, and I need to know what's up. I still don't know really what's up, but that was yeah. the thought process. No wonder you. Yeah, you had a bad experience. Maybe yeah, shitty ditchweed. If we ever make it out to a Colorado trip. Kyle will, will point out exactly the amount of the gummy bear to enjoy. Which Kyle, is stupid. Yeah, yeah. I'm told that um, edibles are not for rookies, that they're not the... Like, if anything, like, the, 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 the least harsh thing that you could try would be a vape uh, pen. Like, like, you can buy these one-use vape pens. Like, like they, they basically give you the, the pen for, like, free if you buy the, the, the liquid that goes in it. So you'll pay, like, $25 for, like, a milliliter of liquid... And the pen is a dollar more, and uh, you sort of use like a, it's like an eye drop bottle. It's like it's like mm-hmm. like comes in something like this visine, and you sort of doop 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 fill the thing up, and it's not harsh at all. You know, it's vapor. And you it's wouldn't not, even need that. Like they were just like jewels, like the yeah, little, those are the thing. Yeah, those where you can buy them, and it's just like a one one hit thing. Like you just hit it, and it has it in there. You don't need to reload. You just throw it away when you're done. I bought. A couple of those that I got through when I was in Colorado last time. Those are great. It's like those it's just- curing made pot. <laughs> like- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're really good for like on the go smoking. We took one of those to putt putt and it worked out really well. Did I tell you guys when I was in Colorado, we went on that hike with my cousin and this mushroom head guide? No. So basically we went, uh, we were in Colorado and we were like, all right, we're going to, I think it was Colorado Springs. They had this big long hike that my cousin was excited about because he lives up there. And he's like, I don't know it that well. I know people rave about it. So, but I got a buddy who he and his dog take do it all the time. And so we get there. My cousin, he's a little, little hippie ish, you know, a few years older than me, still like living the, like a wild child. And he, we get to this place and I know immediately who his friend is because it is the most hippie looking person with like the shaggiest dog. He's got a, a weed pipe on a necklace around his, uh, his, in a necklace of a weed pipe. His shirt has a bunch of psychedelic mushrooms on it. And he starts taking us through the woods and like, he's stopping. I think he was high on mushrooms. He said he wasn't, but he was stopping and looking at every mushroom for a decent amount of time and explaining how he was a mycology major and like studying mushrooms and how much he wants to grow mushrooms and how actually he was very Joe Rogan esque on mushrooms or it was like, actually it's the best thing ever. And it's so powerful. I'm on mushrooms right now. You wouldn't believe like that kind of thing. (laughs) He took, he was the slowest fucking guide because he would just make his way around the woods looking under logs and things for mushrooms. It ended up working out okay because he, you know, I think we ended up leaving him because he was spending too much time on mushrooms. Where I go um, paragliding in Florida, it's behind a boat, they tell you up. There's cow farms there. Apparently, some of the guys run around the cow farms and get like edible mushrooms. They grow in the cow patties. Do you guys know anything about this? Yeah. Yes. I've- I've heard that, that it grows in cow patties and you can get psychedelic mushrooms that way. Yeah, I guess there are some pilots that have the extra, like I'm always, always since I was a little kid, I was told don't eat mushrooms, never eat mushrooms. Yeah, it takes a, a high level expertise. You can't just look at a picture of a mushroom and know what you're getting. Like, I don't know. It takes a high level of expertise to know which ones are safe. And, uh, but apparently these guys possess that level of expertise and they go out and they find mushrooms in the cow poo, which sounds like it sucks. You yep. got Another fun fact about the cows, and I really should get video of it. There's like separate but equal cow pens 
as you drive down the road, all the white ones are to the right and all the black ones are to the left. And there are no mixing of these cows. As it should be. (laughs) I'm like, just just an autistic farmer. (laughs) And the the black cows are kind of overcrowded and the white cows have all this elbow room. We got got too many black cows over there. We need to breed the white white cows faster or get rid of some of the black cows. They have to be even. They have to be just like a rain man, (laughs) a farmer. I don't know. I don't know what happens if the black cow. I assume it's a breeding thing, but yeah, sure. Uh, but like, what if you get black cows and white cows breed, or the like? Maybe the birds. You still get cows, get right? Cow. Well, and, yeah. and chocolate milk comes from That's there. That's how that works, and, and chocolate milk. There are literally people who believe that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. <sighs> yeah, they're Dummies. children. No, they are not all children. <laughs> Who's the oldest person you've talked to that thought that chocolate? Twenty five. Okay, who's the oldest man you've talked to? Like twenty-five. All right, okay. name not named Jeremy. It's funny though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's the oldest man you've talked? To? Oh, seven. <laughs> <laughs> We've figured that out quick. So, I saw something about Tesla. Ooh, that they design law. Oh, is it about the? Uh, let me. The rear wait. bumper can fall off when driving in puddles of water. <laughs> On the Model Three, I don't believe that. That it's like hearing this. You don't believe the news? This guy clearly just had an accident and blamed water. It says in rare instances, certain components on Model Three vehicles built at the Fremont factory before May twenty first, two thousand nineteen, might be damaged when driving through standing water on a road or highway with poor drainage. In these instances, the rear fascia might detach from the vehicle, and harness and or body fasteners slash mounts might also be damaged. As you think about it, though, if I'm looking at this bumper, especially the right picture that gives you like a vibe, if it mm-hmm. were to hook and catch water, that would be a tremendous amount pulling backwards on the fender, on the bumper. Okay. Like it, he's, they say standing water. And Everybody deep. knows you're not supposed to drive your electric car in the rain anywhere. Sure, <laughs> yeah. that's how you commit suicide. <laughs> I, I, I'm too dumb to talk about this, but Tesla believes that you don't need LIDAR, and that it's too expensive to implement. I don't know much about what's that. It's lidar. So I guess lidar is like a, a lie detector that works from a long distance. Ah, oh. <laughs> let me see what it stands for. Is that the thing that keeps light you in detection the- and ranging? And um, I guess lidar gives a better view of like three D images and distance than cameras do. So what Tesla does is they have multiple cameras all over their car, and it's meant to kind of stitch together images and infer from them and the difference between them data that you could get from LIDAR. Uh, Elon Musk says that LIDAR is too expensive and that it's not the right way to go. I don't know. I'm sitting here questioning Elon Musk as if I know what the hell's happening, but all the other autonomous car people use LIDAR and it's in the new iPhone. So when you say it's too expensive, Elon Musk, do you mean it's like $13 per car? Like how much... There's LiDAR in um, iPhones now because it helps them do the autofocus. Like they get distance information better than you could otherwise. And uh, yeah, I wonder how it'll go. Oh, by the way, Tesla said that, or Elon Musk said this year we'll have, uh, remember Boogie was going to get his car because of this reason, autonomous taxis. But your car will make money for you. It'll just ride around and pick up passengers. What do you think? Think he'll deliver that on time? It's got a month and a half. Nah, you know, they'll make it. I just skin of their teeth. It'll just be a very dangerous taxi service. In it. Don't, uh, don't share this, but look at the name of this product. 
making double sure I'm not sharing. Hmm. Oh, that's a great name. It would have been a major name. That's a great a name. Great name. Uh, <laughs> put that in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna blow this out of the water. It's not even gonna be a fucking contest. Lots of low-tech people taking these these pre-existing knockoffs. I like to call them. <laughs> I don't think that does the same thing, does it? <laughs> The, uh, the debate's going on right now. Yes. Wow. You know, we've hardly talked about politics this year. Good. Good. Yeah, I agree. Good. Mm. Everybody talks about politics 24-7. That's a fair point, actually. Yeah, I'm sure the world is getting their politics talk. I, uh, yeah. President Kamala is going to win. We all know that. <laughs> There's... Probably. I, I put my conspiracy hat on. There's been some news lately talking about Trump's momentum. Uh, he's... I guess voter registrations in Florida have been a little more Republican lately and something in Pennsylvania has been a positive Republican indicator, not polls so much, but like something else. Like I saw something about how they were overperforming polls in a number of states. I want him to win just to be clear. Like, like I don't know why Trump has not been a great supporter of Kyle. He's banned bump stocks. He aggressively pursued marijuana enforcement. And, and yeah, uh, agreed. Uh, what else did he do? If he came out and said, "One of my favorite YouTube channels back in the day," <laughs> don't look too into it. He's from Georgia, so where the fuck you people? And <laughs> I found out. Get this. Get this. A little bit of pot. Oh. Take all his guns. Disgusting. I was waiting for his following video. I go back six years later. Still hasn't posted. This motherfucker hasn't posted. I try to go to Hickok forty-five. No explosions. Nothing. And so I am giving him full pardon and all of his guns back. <laughs> that would be fun. Now, would you vote for him if he came, if he said that? <laughs> yeah, of like, course I like, would. That'd be fucking ball. awesome. But wait, let me finish what I was saying. I figured out the other one. There, there's aggressive pot criminalization, right? He's after that. He's banned bump stocks. And if he had your way, Kyle, you would have like four or six kids by now because he's going to outlaw abortion. About to be six to three. He's not going to any of those things yeah they're it, not gonna outlaw it's, it, first of all you don't it think was so. sessions right. who was aggressively going after marijuana he's gone and it was uh you know it's this proposed supreme court justice that's uh against uh birth control <laughs> but what i'm getting at i don't care about any of that shit anyway i'll just go to places where those things are legal um and exercise my almost free rights but what would be, be really interesting is if he gets elected again and we get four more years of this comedy show that we've been living through. You know how boring Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are going to be? It's going to yes, be it's going to be like boring. It's going to be like it's going to be so boring. It's going to be terrible. It's not going to be entertaining at all. It'll we'll be, never talk about politics again and have a good laugh. True. Yeah. It'll be fun to watch. Like imagine PKA without politics talk. Talk. You now you know how to vote, people. That's, that's the we best spent version. a year on Trump. It was great for material. I liked yes. it, but I remember I some people did. I don't did. think they'll win this time. Oh, they're think, yeah. Don't listen to those people. This <laughs> don't, don't listen to those. <laughs> I hope he wins again. It'll be fucking hilarious. Uh, and I think I think Biden will be boring. Politicians are all liars. Uh, like like Biden saying he's going to legalize, uh, he's decriminalize marijuana, legalize marijuana, whatever he's claiming. He won't mm-hmm. do it. No, he's not going to do that. They're, all those fuckers take money from the same pharmaceutical companies. We'll who see. definitely have a vested interest in not legalizing that. Pot's fucking cheap as hell, and it, it does what like half a dozen pharmaceuticals do. 
Yeah, you know, super expensive anti-nausea medications for like chemo patients could be replaced by marijuana. They don't want that. I wonder if it. Yeah, you hit one there that uh that I push back on because in my lifetime, anti-nausea got so good, so good. Like yeah, it, yeah. But I'm saying price-wise, like. Like you can get a real cost is no object. What I'm about to throw up, <laughs> no, it depends. For like, yeah. for, it's like eight hundred dollars for this for this for this two cc injection, or you want an ounce of weed because that's a hundred dollars, and it'll last all month. And it's fun. So and I make a lot fun. of bad decisions, so I have and more surgeries than most. A better driver, <laughs> a better, <laughs> a better, a better dog better owner, a better husband, a better parent. You'll if enjoy showers more and music. I'm told. Are you an airline pilot getting kind of bored with those long transcontinental flights? Hey, toke up, my friend. This is going <laughs> to make them a blast. How many people are on the plane anyway? What's the worst that could happen? What two dozen now? You know, not many people on planes. Yeah, right. Like the planes are <laughs> oh, nowadays. Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't been to an airport in a while. I don't even know what it would be like. How I went the other day. Atlanta has improved their airport. It's looking nice. They put one of those gigantic fucking awnings over the uh, the area where you uh, you know unload from your car. Like like it's enormous. It's not don't think like something ten feet off the ground. It's like a sixty feet off the ground. This big fucking architectural it's like a circus tent. What else is cool about the new awning? <laughs> it keeps uh, the rain off. Of what, what color is it? <laughs> sort of a sort of, <laughs> sort of opaque. I don't mean to brag, but in Raleigh we have a concrete parking structure. I mean, you know, I'm sure your we didn't have one. I'm before. sure your tent is cool. <laughs> <laughs> ah, they're calling it the Bulldog Tent. <laughs> Fun of our tent. Our parking structure is like twelve stories tall, and Kyle's like, it's a, "We got like an awning now." <laughs> but don't he think, just, don't think short awning. It's it's a tall awning. It's really great. Japanese tourist. Oh, this is the biggest awning I ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a very very big awning. <laughs> 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 oh, there's more to rent than the awning. <laughs> oh, this is a great uh, vacation spot. <laughs> it's really fancy. I was impressed. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? I was trying to think of something. It's like, what does St. Louis have? Not the danger. <laughs> <laughs> You've got that arch. Yeah. The oh, arch the, wait. Is this? Is this it? Because this is cooler <laughs> than I pictured. Probably. Gonna... Yeah, that's it. Viewers, this is this is a, this is a way better awning than I was saying it was. That's not bad, right there. I don't know why they used. It seemed like they were just a few dollars away from a a more permanent covering, like a roof, just enclosing the whole area. Well, it, yeah. they have a metal structure, but they they used a fabric roof That's that they're going to replace every few months or year. I don't know. I had this was new to me because when I went to the airport the other day, and I was kind of blown away because that didn't exist a year ago. So Wait, it's it, glass on the ceiling. Isn't that going to get really hot? No, it's not glass. I think it's plastic. Oh. It's an awning. It's, like, it's <laughs> an enormous magnifying glass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you killed a Frenchman last week, but eh. <laughs> it's one really dark black spot that the, the do not park lithium ion cars under this awning. <laughs> it just vaporized him on the it spot. Just penetrates the batteries. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, man, that's fucking cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice awning, Kyle. World's biggest awning. Oh, I'm going for world's best awning. She look up world's biggest tire fire. I bet that's close to you. World's <laughs> biggest tire fire. <laughs> Actually, there is a tire fire in St. Louis somewhere. It smells bad when you drive by. Let me find it. <laughs> Dude, what kind of horse shit is this? I, I, I Googled world's best awning, and I got this picture. All right. Well, I think we got that one beaten in Atlanta here. Yeah, I do, too. I mean, they do have the Christmas lights, which are kind of nice. Jeez, it is kind of nice what they've got. It's kind of homey. I like it, but world's best awning? No, that's that's not even the neighborhood's best awning. <laughs> Underground fire outside St. Louis has burned since 2010. <laughs> and it says it's nearing a nuclear waste dump. It's only 1,200 feet from the nuclear waste. Oh, that's Oh, that's not good at all. That's a stone's throw. This away. is the plot of Silent Hill 2. Is it? <laughs> Taylor's, Taylor's tire fire. You know Silent Hill? That's the one where they yeah. have the uh, underground coal fire that never ends, right? Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is also it, a one of the movies. Uh, the underground coal fire that, that burns forever. That's also a real thing. I, th- I think that's in, might be in Pennsylvania. That's somewhere right. in the Northeast. Yeah, it's in Pennsylvania. And uh, I don't know why they can't. I guess. It's a lot of fuel, right? Coal burns really well it's for a, a long time. Traction. We're not going to put out the, <laughs> the biggest draw to Chesapeake County we've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People love it. I think you can't go there. Blocked no, off. You can't. It like closed down a little town. Like it's like a that that's the whole premise of that uh, that movie. Yeah, I, I, apparently it's going to burn for like the next twelve hundred years or something, and it's. Meanwhile, they've got us fucking like flushing with a half a liter of water, and my car's got EPA emissions that that slow it down. But there's a coal fire in Pennsylvania that's going to burn for the next eighteen decades. Yeah, my dumbass is like, can't you like starve it of oxygen or just fill the underground with water or something? I don't know. That's what I I thought too. And then someone was like, you can't do that, and I was like, you're probably right. Yeah, like they would have thought. Like, there's no way some guy's going to walk in and be like, we flooded out. And they're like, my God. (laughs) (laughs) We've been throwing matches at it. (laughs) Yeah. Let's put out the fire with. (laughs) Holy shit. We've been fighting fire with fire this whole time. (laughs) We need to burn it out. Show it that we have the more powerful flame. (laughs) Turns out fighting fire with water is genius. (laughs) It was just an ancient saboteur terrorist who's like started that phrase. No, you want to fight fire with fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that actually means like you pre-burn areas so that it can't continue, right? No. Where like I've seen farmers do that where like if there's a huge out of control fire, they'll like pre-destroy crops. Yeah, but fighting fire with fire has nothing to do with actual fires. There's some. Yes, it has to at some point. At some point it came from that. It's a metaphor. Oh, actually, when you Google it, the origin of this phrase is believed to come from firefighters who literally fight fire with fire, depending on what the method of the situation calls for. That's right. Water is not always the best way to combat a raging inferno. Sometimes other types are. Knowyourphrase.com says it. Oh, okay. They know. Like, they know phrases. (laughs) Touche. It's clearly a Oh, well, the phrase finder says respond to an attack by using a similar method as one's attacker. It can be both. Yeah. And I guess Shakespeare used it. What's the most common usage? 
Is it, oh, we have a fire, let's use actual fire to, <laughs> to extinguish it? Or is it, let's turn things around on our attacker and give them back what they're giving to us? I haven't seen the studies. I wouldn't deign to guess. Well, what would common Wait, sense lead you? I think this, this, this is a Kyle <laughs> argument here. <laughs> Hear me out. King John, 1595 from Shakespeare, be stirring as the time, be fire with fire, threaten the theater and outface the brow of bragging horror. It's about using the same weapon as the other person. Fight fire with fire. But firefighters said it too, and they weren't talking about Shakespeare. Okay, Mac. (laughs) 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 Up on this one, I win. But he confirmed it. That firefighter yeah, confirmed that I won. Are you are you slandering the good name of firefighters? Are you slandering the liars? Fifteen ninety five. Yeah, he's dead. Fifteen ninety five. I have a new topic. Do you guys know who Jeffrey Tubin is? No, I know he is a journalist that was naked on a Zoom call. So this is what. Ha- Let me lay it out. So Jeffrey Tubin works for CNN as well as a newspaper. And the New Yorker. Yeah. Is it the New Yorker? Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, he was on a Zoom call, like Taylor said. I guess he's not the most tech-savvy guy. Because apparently, he muted himself and oh. then didn't realize he was still on a Zoom call. And this part, I'm kind of connecting the dots because you don't get the greatest details. But it appears that he had pulled his pants down and started pleasuring himself. So he was in a meeting and I think the meeting was about how they're going to cover the election, like different scenario planning, like if they win Pennsylvania (laughs) or whatever, like what they're going to say on game day. And, and he's like barely paying attention to this thing. He's got chatterbait up on the, the screen and he's like pleasuring himself, but he thinks that he's not in the zoom meeting. He thinks he's showing his dick to like chatterbait or I don't know where, and um, I think he thought he wasn't showing his dick to anyone. Could be, but uh, the camera, I guess, showed his dick. So I like, yeah, like but he does. My camera's that. not showing my dick. You know, like you guys don't know what's going on down there. Like what, mm, my age, maybe. And oh. um, uh, anyway, but he muted the call and thought that he like wasn't participating in the Zoom call with the other CNNers. So then he comes back to the Zoom call like nothing happened. Like he has no idea they've been watching him work his dick for some period of time. And then he becomes aware of it. He is suspended by CNN and suspended by the New Yorker, Taylor says. And um, uh, it's, it's a pretty big embarrassment for him. And I'm in my head, I'm like, I don't know what to do with this guy. Like, do you cancel him? Do you cancel him? No. Is it, it was an accident. Like intent is a piece of the puzzle here, right? Sure. Um, but he did show his dick to people. There were women on the call. Um, Wah. <laughs> yeah, it was their first before. time seeing dick, I'm sure. Uh, and, and I, it when I first heard it, I was like, they described it as like may have exposed his penis. Uh, may and I. I think they inferred like his underwear was on, but as I've heard updates, it sounded like, like he was out and he was playing with his dick. Yeah. That's what I've heard. And, um, uh, and I, like, I don't like there've been other news organizations where like sexual assaults have cost tens of millions of dollars and stuff like that. But that sounded like there was a little bit of like, if you want to get ahead, you have to do this happening. That this was not that this was a guy no. who sucks at this Zoom a calls. man masturbating on a, Zoom call. 
thinking he's not on a, a work, Zoom call. The sort yeah. of thing that we encourage around here, frankly. Right. Uh, he should have joined the Patreon where that, inf- where that behavior is welcomed. It would have been a okay. okay. <laughs> but instead, he's on with, you know, these uptight broads at CNN. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, was, I was talking about it with Jackie this morning. I'm like, what do you do with this guy? Like, and now they're like, well, he has a history of stuff like this. But his history is like he cheated on his wife three years ago or something Wait, like that. what the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, this isn't... He has a history of penis-related incidents. <laughs> yeah, that's Last a week, big. he pissed on the toilet seat. Can you believe it? <laughs> right? Like, like I, it wasn't like he's, you know, he'd shown his dick to other people you know, in a work environment or anything like that. It was like, it was a bit of a stretch to tie in. Like An incredible stretch. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a meme for him for the rest of his career but like he's not going to get fired so he, uh, he might get six months a related off. story oh <laughs> peanut uh borat uh two which comes out uh on the 23rd which is tomorrow on amazon um apparently he tricked rudy giuliani into some sort of interview and there was a female um interviewing him who i'm told looked very young and uh, at some point, he was convinced to pleasure himself uh, on camera. And 73 or 76-year-old Rudy Giuliani had his hands in his pants touching himself. Was he masturbating? This is all I know. He had his hands in his pants touching himself uh, with this female interviewer. And that is the point in which I'm <laughs> told Borat bursts in and says, stop, stop. She's 15. She's far too old for you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's hilarious. There's a little more to it. Um, The actress that played the 15-year-old was 24. Of course. So I think that you might forgive Giuliani for thinking she was in her mid-20s, right? Like, you know, he probably wasn't thinking it was a 15-year-old girl, right? And of course not. That's that's irrelevant. <laughs> well, it, you know, it's relevant to me, whether it's a 15-year-old or a 24-year-old that he's like... Yeah, yeah. I knew it wasn't a child. I, I knew that. Going, I know that. I know that's a joke. Well, the problem is that he's like touching himself in interviews. So he, his excuse for it, I know, <laughs> is um, he had just taken off like a lapel mic. And if anyone's ever worn them, they kind of like button in your back and they, the wire goes up the front like to here-ish and it's hidden. Yeah. And um, his shirt came untucked while he took the mic off. So he had to tuck his shirt back in. Now he doesn't have a good explanation for why he was laying on the bed of a hotel room to do this operation. Right. Um, probably Kyle. I know me, I've worn wireless lapel mics a bunch, a bunch of times. And I never like, all right, honey, quick, I got to lay down in bed and tuck my shirt back in like that. That there's a little missing piece of people for that. (laughs) Yeah. I have a tucker, (laughs) but you do have to tuck your shirt back in. Like that's part of the deal. Like it, it, it goes right up toward the front and and into here. So I can see why he was tucking his shirt back in. I don't know why he was laying on the bed to do that. Won't everybody see the full scene tomorrow if they watch it? I hope so. Or last night. I think he was on, or maybe tonight. I think maybe uh, Sasha Cohen goes on Stephen Colbert's show tonight, and they might show that clip. But of course, it's going to be edited. I saw the still also. But I think Mm -hmm. that um, I, I actually know he's going on Stephen Colbert's show. I just don't know if it's tonight. And um, well, the whole movie's out tomorrow, Friday the twenty third, I believe. I just don't know how he's going to get enough material with how fucking famous Borat's character is. Even the voice is so famous. You know what I mean? Like, how often, yeah, what, how, how long can you go back to that well before 
you suddenly have like people playing along with it because they're like twice so what i think has happened here is uh did you remember sasha's um like like political hidden camera show that he he did last year right a little underwhelming in my opinion i remember he did yeah he got like dick cheney and a bunch of other people on, on camera doing silly stuff i think that this was supposed to be season two and it just didn't work out so they've just edited an entire season's worth of his tv show into a movie that might be why Maybe they couldn't get enough bites on the line. Well, part of the movie is that Borat is so famous that he has to go into disguise. So what you're getting is Sasha as Borat in disguise. That doesn't matter, though. Like, people... You're not following. I, I, It's him as Borat in a disguise, but he's still talking as Borat. No. So it's not even a Borat movie. It's Sasha. It's Borat coming to a realization that he is now famous in America. And he doesn't like that. So he is disguising himself. So it's Borat in a disguise, not Sasha Baraconan in, in a disguise. Which Does is kind sense? of like Sasha in a disguise that's not Borat-ish. Exactly. But it's Borat in the disguise. doing doing Borat trying not to do his regular voice, but failing at it in a disguise is the idea. All right, we'll we'll see. Yeah, just, which if you remove a step, it's just Sasha Cohen in a different disguise. Exactly. Right, and uh, well, we'll see what it came out as. You know, yeah. I I, I, I don't I, have another funny character. I'm scraping the barrel. Who did <laughs> Ollie G? Was that also? No, that's that was also the Ollie him. G show. Yeah. Yeah. So he, that's all he's a, he's got a really serious movie coming out at the same time, pretty much too. So it's real. It's uh, what's it about? I like a drama. Know. It's a drama, though. Yeah, it's like a serious movie. He's a good actor. You know what I watched just the other night was... I can't believe... I love John Carpenter movies, so I'm surprised I, I hadn't watched this before. They Live. Have you watched that, Kyle? With, Ro- with Rowdy Roddy Piper. First yes. time he'd ever acted. I like how, first of all, early in that movie, for no reason, they just show him like shoveling dirt, and it's like, ah, we're establishing that he's shredded and very strong. And at the very beginning of the movie, he's some drifter guy, you know, comes into a new town trying to get a job. And basically, he stumbles upon a, a, a you know, global underground conspiracy. global conspiracy where there are aliens who control the media and every every bit of power, every and anything that matters, they control it. They control the media, banks, like the army, the police, like and he finds these these sunglasses that you put them on. And now, like, when you see an advertisement, he'll see through the advertisement to what it's telling, which is like, you know, ignore Consume. what's happening. Consume. Be submissive. Don't think. Make no babies. Believe what you're told. Trust the media. Like, and then it's got, it's got, like, a picture of, like, it's got, like, a dollar sign. It says, this is your God. Yeah, that kind of thing when the guy's holding it. And so, basically, and what I loved is the speed at which that movie progressed. Because, usually, I was thinking, like, okay. Rowdy Roddy Piper just got the glasses five minutes ago. He's looking at everything. We're talking about they live, and he's he's looking around. And uh, yeah, I think you're muted, Woody. I, yeah, I did. I figured that. I said I figured it out, and then I figured that out as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> so basically, what I, I what I drug me into the movie initially was I knew the movie was supposed to be good, and I'd never seen it. And it's maybe th- five minutes three to five minutes of movie time and of real time. Cause it's more of a continuous shot between when he puts the glasses on and is like, Oh my God, there's a global conspiracy of aliens who are trying to just get us consume and not don't question authority. And it just money is your God, all that. 
three minutes of real time later, he is murdering them. <laughs> he walks into a store and like, I'm thinking like he's going to have to try and find that cult or, or that, that underground operation that's trying to break the truth to everyone, try and formulate a plan. No, he walks in, looks at some like gross, rich, like elite woman who's one of the aliens like that. That's pretty much the theme. Everybody in the elite class is an alien. And he just starts going, you're ugly on the outside. And, you're a fucking bit like bad acting, like insulting all of them. And then of course all the aliens start turning, you know, and going, we, we got, got one, one that can see. see. We got one that can see. And he's like, I don't like this one bit. And he runs out of the store and then stands in front of the store for like a minute, like thinking about things, not retreating. And then a couple of cops who are also aliens pull up on him. And instead of submitting at all, he immediately kills both police officers and yeah. then goes on what amounts to be a 70 minute, mostly rampage. rampage nine minutes to 12 minutes. I swear to God is him fighting his black friend in an alley. That fight goes on for so long. <laughs> it's the longest fight I've ever seen. And so many times it's like, dude, this is a, they would be in their like, death knells. Like this is a de devastating fight. They're breaking yeah. bottles on each other, hitting each other with two by fours. Why are they like, fighting? They were fighting because because he he put, put on the glasses, glasses. and the oh, black guys like, right. I don't want to put them on. And instead of being like, you, so they I hold a WWE match right there. Yeah, I know this sounds crazy. Just put these on. First of all, the color scheme changes, and you're gonna see some weird stuff. He goes. You're going to put them on and starts beating the shit out of them <laughs> forcing them to put it on. And they beat the shit out of each other. It's it's I it kept me invested. I love the bank. Really like that movie. He walks into the bank and he looks around. They had this like panning shot of every of what's going on. Every bank teller is a fucking alien. Most of the people in line are fucking aliens. The security guards an alien. And he's just he's got a keep in mind. He's got a 12 gauge shotgun in his hands. <laughs> he's killed a couple of cops. And he's just like. I have come here to <laughs> kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of bubble gum. That's and a great the security line. card goes to draw his pistol. And he just like immediately just boom, just kills him right away and just starts <laughs> working on the crowd. That's uh that's what Duke Nukem is based off of. They don't really? know that he like what he knows for some of the scenes, right? He walks into a new scene, they don't know. And he's like, You're ugly, you're ugly, yeah. <laughs> you're all right, you're ugly, and you're ugly. And the four aliens are like, Well, I can see what's happening here. <laughs> yeah, we got one who can see. Yeah. And it's like the only part yeah. that didn't make sense, like, and I guess if they did this, the whole movie wouldn't have worked, is like obviously, like, as like he comes across a cop who's just a person, and he's like, Beat your feet, and he sends <laughs> the guy on his way. But like if the aliens actually held all the levers of power, you don't infiltrate the boots on the ground, people. You control them from above. Why would the aliens be a, a, a baseline cop? You should just use the, the humans to do all your dirty shit. You're the rich bankers. You're the rich, like, what was the newscaster guy? Like, just, yeah, just that's, that's the only part that didn't, that didn't make a ton of sense. Um, but uh, it's, it is a good movie. Uh, You're right, Kyle. You know, that John was Car the only part that didn't make a ton of sense. Yeah, just, it, was. It, <laughs> was. it was. It really was. If Everything you exist else. in this world and you accept everything, so I'm saying you live, you exist in this world, you accept all these plot contrivances, that is one that does not make sense. He you said know. that's the only part that didn't make sense. The, the, the real it thing is, is the only part that doesn't no, make sense. It, it, I mean, you have to obviously accept that there are aliens in, yeah. invading uh, you know, the, the planet. Here, I have the same problem with that that I did with Red Dawn. I watched Red Dawn as a oh. kid and I came away this is young whatever 13 year old woody thinking yeah you know 
I'd probably be a Wolverine and uh, <laughs> take on the Russians. I, I imagine that's how that would go down. And my father's like, no, that's not how it would go down. Uh, the second you became any kind of problem, they'd send in a helicopter and kill all of you at once. It'd be no yeah. trouble. And, well, that's uh, what they do at the end. Do you remember the D squad <laughs> of Russian soldiers they were sending after them in that movie? <laughs> Just the absolute three stooges of, of Russians going after them, like falling down hills on their own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like Red Dawn, though. That was good. Red Dawn's fun. Yeah, both of them. Um, but... Uh, the, the same thing with, with They Live, like the second Rowdy Roddy Piper presents some sort of problem, they'll just bring two people with guns or maybe even five and he'll lose that gunfight and, and like they'll squash him. It won't be a problem. Mm -hmm. I think they were just unprepared for a human who could see, you know, it never happened before. It never had never come up before. Well, they it's all said movie. we've got one it's, that it's... can see with the glasses that seemed like they had, you know. Yeah. They just never Perhaps. had a concerted group of them destroy the or try to destroy the signal. I don't want to spoil this movie from 1988. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of John I like John Carpenter's movies, uh, and, and that's that that's one of my favorites yeah. for sure. They live. The as thing my, is our, his best one. The thing the is thing, my favorite horror movie of all time. What's the really expensive one? Was it called John Carpenter? Really expensive movie uh, came out like ten years ago. Oh. Went to Mars maybe. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Um, fuck. Ghost of Mars, is that it? That wouldn't have been real expensive. I don't think he's ever made an expensive movie, to be frank. I might be mixing up, conflating with someone. Who made um, who Avatar? Was, yeah, I was going to say it came out at the same time as Avatar. And the movie was successful, but because it was being compared to Avatar, they all acted like it was a total loser. Oh, are you talking about that Disney movie? Possibly. The one with John, you're talking about John Carter. Yes, I'm talking about John Carter. Okay, that's... Kyle, you know, sometimes we take windy words. Both Johns. See, okay. see. Also Pocahontas, John Smith in that. <laughs> Several of our founding fathers were named John. It's all connected. <laughs> John Carter, yeah. And it came out in 2012. Did that come out roughly the same time as uh, Avatar? I'm not sure when Avatar came out, to be honest. Um, but yeah, John Car Car uh, Carter was uh, the name of a really big flop that Disney made about, um, I don't know, it was fucking like a human on Mars or something, and they were fucking monsters. And it was supposed to be this big trilogy, and it just flopped. Mm. I thought it was, maybe I'm the only one that liked it. Yeah, you were. <laughs> It did lose money. It the production budget was two hundred and sixty three million. One of the most expensive films ever made. That's a quarter billion dollars. That wow. And it grossed two eighty four million at the box office. But I think that sometimes you can say cost two sixty three to make, sold two eighty four, and think that's a profit, but it's not because the like the theater gets some big chunk of that. It was a two hundred million dollar write down. That's a big loss. Yeah, yeah, well, it didn't go well. Losing two hundred million is a big deal, even for Disney. They're uh, they're really uh, putting everything in their streaming service right now, with their theme parks and cruise lines down, and uh, it seems like they're really putting a lot of eggs in the streaming basket. There's a cup. They're they're going to do a Obi Wan Kenobi uh, TV show now too with Ewan McGregor. Are you excited really? about that? I actually am. Yeah, it's what Star Wars fans have been asking for for a very very long time. Is an Ewan McGregor. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi anything. Is Ewan McGregor's star 
not shining like it used to? Or am I crazy? Uh, he was just in uh, that Stephen King uh, thing, uh, Doctor Sleep or whatever. The the sequel to The Shining. Yeah, I watched that. It was good. It was pretty good. Yeah. And maybe it's pretty I'm... brutal when they're murdering those children. Yeah, I like Ewan McGregor as an actor. Did you guys see like um, the Haunting of the Bly Manor or something like that? Do you know the show? No, talking? we talked about that. I saw the two black chicks on the on the on the front, and I was just, no, nah, I can't do that. I'm... They keep suggesting that's like the haunted house picture on Netflix. They keep suggesting it to me, but I watched I, I, it, I watch the a Haunting of Bly Manor, a scary series. Uh, so I, I think that it fall. I like what TV shows have done over my lifetime. If you look at old shows, we'll say Friends and fucking, it's a more current one. What's the one that's like minstrel show for uh, nerds? Uh, Uh, Third, no, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory, thank you. Uh, The Big Bang Theory, Friends, the shows in that class with the laugh tracks and the plots that barely extend 20 minutes. That's kind of old school to me. And now TV shows are being Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones, for even though it was fucked up at the end, where it's like better than movies. It used to be movies developed plots and did things seriously and took on bigger topics. And TV shows were lame and stupid. The Haunting of Bly Manor. Now, I hate to compare it to Breaking Dead or anything like that. But it's a scary, horror-ish ghost thing that is nine hours of content. Are you liking it? I finished it and I liked it. I didn't love it. You know, I'm not, I'm not like, it's not this can't miss thing. Uh, How scared were you? Like <sighs> more more spooky or like truly terrifying? Mm, I, I wasn't really scared. Like really? there was some moments and. Um, it's a more a mystery maybe where it's like, we got to discover the secret. of. I'm trying. I'm thinking ahead so I don't spoil too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, just ruin it. <laughs> there, uh, I guess I'll say this. No character is safe in this show. Uh, and I, How many of the black women die? I don't want to say. I'll tell you privately if you want. I haven't even... If we can whittle that on down to zero black women, I'll give it a watch. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so um, and I don't know why you're so against the black women. One's fine looking and the other's hot. But uh, Yeah, that, that's the most <clears throat> unrealistic thing about the show. <laughs> that two attractive black women know each other in the same room. So, I've seen that before. Um, <laughs> I've seen more ghosts than I've seen rooms with two attractive black women. Jesus, in Kyle. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, you've never seen a ghost. Ah, I see. <laughs> so, uh, but I like it because it's a, it's a plot that if takes we were a, doing a scavenger hunt, and I had to pick between find a real ghost or find a. Find a normal sized room with two attractive black women. I'll be like, I'll take the ghost. Come on, I'll, I'll find something. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel you like I'd go to a college campus. <laughs> oh, you'd go to a, um, a, a traditionally black college campus. It'd be filled with like black women who were, whatever, 22 years old. They'd be hot. They I would crush it room. in that scavenger hunt. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a long story that they have to tell, and they take whatever eight or nine hours to tell it. And I just watched it, and I'm like, I think TV shows are cool this way. I like that they're that they that they can take on big stories. I agree with you. Uh, I'm looking toward. I don't know if better call. <clears throat> I don't know what Better Call Saul's uh, schedule is, but I'm looking forward to more of that. Uh, the Expanse. Uh, I'm looking forward to more of that. I think that's uh, just right around the corner. They're going to do a weekly upload on that now instead of just the big. 
you know, everything at once kind of thing. Expanse lost me. I tried to catch up. I, I forget if I stopped on season three or four. I think I season four I was watching. And, season uh, four, they're on the planet. I didn't get through it. I was just like, I, don't, I care so little about this. It is noise that's irritating me as I'd rather be doing something else. Yikes. I didn't love it. Um, I didn't like them on the planet. I want them back out in space doing their space pirate shit. But uh, but I'm definitely down for another season. I'm into it. It's one of the better shows that exist. Uh, I like it. I think The Boys is the best ongoing property in TV right now. Better Call Saul, I think, is my favorite. Okay. I think it's the best as far as quality and consistency. It's always good. It's always high effort. I know you don't like some of their camera shots. I feel like Vince Gilligan is really stroking himself off sometimes behind that camera, but um, we're gonna spend the like next it. seventeen minutes watching this show through the reflection on a polished door handle. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I love some how people see Chrome and they me. see a car. Vince Gilligan sees it and he thinks possibility. <laughs> I think I've got a whole season of that show to watch before this new one. I don't think I watched any of this most recent one. I'm Last season too. was great. There was a fucking psychopath in it. It was. It wasn't Jimmy. Every, yeah, every season has one of those. <laughs> Jimmy's a so, Jimmy's a sociopath. If we're, if we're real, he's just he's very driven. But that that Mexican guy, there's a scene where he like comes into their apartment and he's like trying to figure out if Jimmy and uh, what's Chico? her name. It, I don't know what. It, no, it's not Chico. It's it's like some other guy who's like maybe one of Chico's cousins. I don't remember the plot. Chico, or we been a year. Do I have the name wrong? Or Tuco, yeah. Chico, Boo Boo. I don't know, but, but it's, <laughs> good. it's a great show. I'll help you with names. Thank you. <laughs> the guy who, yeah, from season one, who he goes in there and like throws the bomb from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one who's really fucked up in that. He, he's like, he's actually just insane. Like he's he's at he's not stable. He doesn't uh, even seem to care if he makes money or not. He's, yeah, this other guy is much more calculating, and uh, that's a scarier kind of evil. I liked Gus for that reason. He was my favorite bad guy throughout the entire part of Breaking. I mean, he is the main bad guy in Breaking Bad. Fair enough. Yeah, but it was cool to see him in Star Wars. Oh, I didn't know he was in that. You didn't watch The Mandalorian. I watched two episodes and lost interest. Did uh, you even make it to the Bill Burr episode? No. Well, shit. It wasn't even one of the better ones. I'm just not a Star Wars guy. I think the it's Bill Burr episode stood on its own. And what I'm really appreciating in TV, kind of what I was talking about before, is when like we're telling a 10-hour story. This isn't some fucking Simpsons episode where you could drop one from the series and you don't miss anything. Yeah. And the Bill Burr one was that. You know what? I did get up. I got up to the Bill Burr one and I stopped after that. That's right. Mm. So I got, I got a couple of Yeah, That's okay. I'll jump on the Obi-Wan show and I'll watch two episodes of that. Who's the last the, two episodes of the Mandalorian are excellent. Who's the hot M&M, MMA fighter, female MMA fighter? I didn't recognize her in that at first. Very, very attractive young lady. And, uh, and she, she does the fight choreography really well, obviously, because she's a mixed martial arts fighter. Yep, yep. And then, I mean, I'll, I won't belabor this because I've said it 10 times, but she moves like an athlete. She's an actual fighter. Uh, sometimes when I see really pretty girls punch, I get super irritated by that. And it's not just punching. It can be jumping off a table, you know, and it's like, oh, you don't do that athletically. You do it like a model. Like and it's not a sexist thing for me either, because when I see Liam Neeson climb a fence, <laughs> yes I'm, I'm like dude i'd kick your ass yeah a lot of <laughs> aging action stars yeah I um I mean, how much kung fu you know either you look brittle before everyone turned on steven seagal i did because he was just moving dumb like he runs like a girl 
he runs like a girl and and he would fight in like really dumb ways. I think I saw him beat up a bunch of people with a credit card once and I was like, this is just That was so a lame. sharp credit card. That was a trick credit card. That was a razor <laughs> blade, all right? That was that I'm okay with. He had a razor blade and and his opening move was to slash three guys' throats. That that's just that just works. It's just true. <laughs> what are you foot four so he's got the reach to make a move like that work <laughs> but when i watch him like punch and lunge and stuff it's like you, you know i can see that after a lunge like that why they cut the camera off you because two people helped you up like that yeah. looked ridiculous Dude, one of the and one of his uh uh come town uh, i don't know if you're familiar with their uh, youtube stuff but they did a whole thing about uh steven skull i'm pretty sure it was them that did it and they're showing clips from some of his recent stuff oh. first of all he's 200 pounds overweight and he's wearing like, <laughs> that's a lot of pounds. <laughs> he should be walking around like 170, and he's walking around like 370. I'm and, googling and, him. He, and he's even got, 2020, 200 pounds overweight. Come on now. He's got this leather jacket always fully zipped up, so he looks like he looks like a package. And and he's just <laughs> there's one part where he's sitting on the bed with a girl, and there's about to be a love scene, and someone had mercy on the girl because they just cut away <laughs> and and the jacket never comes off throughout the whole love love scene another time he's in this like military movie where he's like with these like special recon top tier navy seal dicks in a desert city and uh one of them gets shot he's down and but there's still uh gunfire coming in so seagal's got to get this guy out of the street so he like grabs that guy by his collar and it's so obvious that a wire is dragging the person, and Steven Seagal is just sort of limp wrist, like like it's a like it's a bag of groceries, just walking along, like walking. It looks like he's walking a dog, like his whole, <laughs> he's dragging a full grown man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's maybe not two hundred pounds overweight, but he is well over hundred pounds overweight. His hairline it looks it's- so fake. It's painted on at this point. Like, like, look how dark his his goatee and his hair are. Like, in in some of his new stuff. Uh, in this picture in particular, I don't know if you can get in close. I hope the the viewers can see it well enough. But do you see how the this front patch of his hair is just like curly and not part of the rest of it? Yeah, yeah, it's not real. It's painted <sighs> on, I guess. I was actually watching a YouTube video on hair transplant surgery today. I was curious. And uh, uh, it was this chick who got it. I guess what she did for years and years and years, she likes ponytails. So not only did she put her hair in a ponytail, but she put it in like a tight ponytail. And um, I didn't realize it, but that makes you bald like here as it like pretty much pulls the hair out. It's There's a term for it, like stress-induced alopecia or something-induced alopecia. And... Um, it did a couple things for her. Like one, she just liked her open face and it, uh, it like did a facelift kind of thing to her face when she, she always looked surprised. <laughs> like it, I guess it just like youthfulized it. I'm making up words and, uh, it made her eyes more almond shaped. Cause she, so you can picture this is a ponytail that is like a, you know, a, a, a facelift that it's so tight and she went bald on the side. So I learned what a, what hair transplant surgery is like. And um, they take it. I didn't know how it worked. I, I my dumbass thought they took like a patch. Like, all right, we're gonna take like a six inch wide football shaped patch out of the back of your head, and then seal it back up, 
and then we'll put that patch somewhere. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yes. I'm like, how the fuck does this work? We, we got to ask Anthony Cumia next time he comes on about that. Oh, did he have it done? Yeah, he had. Uh, he doesn't like when you call them plugs, but he had hair plugs put in. Oh, so what they do now is Crash. they they go to like the yeah. back of your head where there's usually no baldness or even thinning happening. Like people who are bald, bald have nice like back of head hair, like for the, by the plum. And um, they remove like a third of it. But I guess you don't see or notice it like you've got plenty. And they remove the uh, hair follicles one by one. Mm-hmm. It like sucks out through kind of a vacuum. And you're... um anesthetized and stuff and then they put them back in one by one and weirdly they fall out and then grow back or like it's really normal six or eight weeks later it's like transplanting grass okay (laughs) grafting maybe and then um, then they put it back i think trump had a different kind of hair transplant I've read someone who theorized it where they actually did take a patch and then put that patch elsewhere. Cause this is how they did it like 30 years ago. And that's why he has that really complicated, like set of comb overs that, that, that geometry is, yeah. that is the Trump haircut. I was thinking he's just like really desperately holding on to what he has left. And that's the reason for like the weird thatch work wicker basket look where it's like, you, you have to make sure every angle is covered by, by I'm something. only as good as my sources, but like, it's not normal balding, right? Like, cause he has pretty good hair here, but I'm then he has to right like, now, it's not bad. then he has to comb it in a bunch of different ways to cover it's the spots. Really? I'm, I'm, I just clicked over to the live debate just to like, get like a, a literally like current view of what's going on. Biden happened to be leaning forward and so did Trump. And you can see Biden's entire scalp. Um, where, how did, can you link the debate? I don't not watch sure. it. Yeah, we're not going to watch it or anything. When you Google like, Trump hair, you don't get flattering oops. photos, so it's not fair. Well, of course not. <laughs> right? Yeah, so I'm trying to I'm not trying to stack the tech. Some of these photos are funny, obviously fake. That uh that CNN guy who showed his dick, it looks like they've already like purged a lot of the pictures I was looking at off Google Images. I was trying to find one. I saw one of a fat guy who I thought was him standing up with his dick out, but I guess I can't find it. Damn it. Oh, well. Yeah, they're they're fact check. NBC is fact checking the debate as it goes. <clears throat> I would definitely agree. But yeah, something. Biden's hair is very thin. He's looking down now. It's thin on the top, but it. I guess it depends what you prioritize. To me, when I see the part side of Trump's hair, it looks pretty good, right? So mm-hmm. in my case, it'd be turning in this direction. Like I, I feel it looks good. From straight on in the other side, there's like weirdness that you don't see on other hair. Like it. it it's like, what the fuck is going on with your hair from some directions and from other directions? It looks pretty solid to me. Biden looks normal, but normal isn't great. You Have we ever had a bald president? Like a full on, they shaved it, like not olden days where they kept the Costanza look. Have we ever had a full on bald president? I'm Googling can I, it. Can I tell you what Trump just said? I, I'm, I'm not, I've turned the debate off. I'm not going to watch it while we do the show, but I was, I heard what he said. <laughs> they were talking about how illegal immigrants come in and they and they and they do that catch and release thing where they say all right you're illegal and we know it your court date is on this date show up for your court date you got a and pinky promise yeah pinky promise and trump was saying none of them show up they don't show up we've got to send ice out to go try to find them again and biden's like they show up they show up they do they do and trump's like i hate to say this but only the ones with really low iq 
Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then the like, okay, um, we're gonna move along now. <laughs> like she, Is he wrong? Only the dumbest so, person would be like, I was told to report here for uh, punishment for the law I broke. So I'm going to, no, I have to be, I got no time for breakfast. I don't want to be like, late. Who are you again? Oh, uh, I'm this guy. You'll find me under this page. Well, we'll look and we'll try to punish you today. It's going to be a hard time finding you. I'd like, like, no, to, I'd like to be sent promptly back to, to Honduras, please. <laughs> today, if possible. Yeah, that's. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm looking. I, lowest IQ show up. <laughs> I, I don't think guys. Wait, this is. So 6 yeah. to 11% don't show every year. How do they know? Well, they know. I don't know. I Googled it. This is the first source I found. Wait, you're saying 95% of people who are told you've broke the law return here for punishment. That's there's between 84. That. No, between 94 to 89% is this estimate that show up. Um, I, as I, I Googled it because I, oh, I'm fact checking. I know people love this, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, Your link this you was, got it. that one was the Washington post. Oh, Eisenhower had hair on the top. He oh yeah. I, I was looking for bald presidents. I didn't get like a real cue ball. I'm looking for another source. One that maybe see Vox says Is 99% show up. Yeah. I'm looking for one that like. Here, PolitiFact, let's see what they say. Um, There's no way I would show up. If you were guilty, I guess not, but... They're all guilty. Well, yeah, you, so, yeah you're, you're guilty of breaking into a country. Here, according... I know people... I feel like I'm going to get hazed for the return of fact-checking. According to <laughs> Justice Department data from the last five years, 60 to 75% show up. Of non-detained... Migrants, yeah. Mm. I wonder if that <clears throat> if that's like uh, pe- includes like a lot of people who have been here for a long time and have already have roots down in communities, like like because I'm thinking specifically of the ones who are like, aha, we caught you coming right across the border. Yeah, is gonna, it all, yeah. It, this yeah, is conflicting because this one says in September the Justice Department. Which one? As uh, the the first one you linked me. As of April 2019, out of approximately 7,700 total removal orders for rocket docket cases, over 6,700 were in absentia. Absentia? Is that how you say it? That's that's 87%. Seems like there's people arguing throughout this article, and I am (laughs) losing interest rapidly. I hear you. So I'm not losing interest. I'm afraid I'm losing my audience, though. Like that, that's that, my concern. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's out there like, keep on. <laughs> yeah, no, no. If we're not on the show, I read about this for the next two hours. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but on um, the show, you got something about uh, piss? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which one of you is going to drink your own piss? Oh, that's what I'm here for. Tell me more about the couples that are going to fuck on the weekend. Yeah, this is more our speed. This judge was sitting in judgment of an issue regarding a penis pump, and it was found that he was using said pump under the desk as he was giving judgment. <laughs> now you're t- well done, Taylor. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I got us back on track. We'll read the title. Uh, penis, penis pump judge faces stiff sentence. Retired U.S. himself, which I don't believe already. On charges, he used a penis pump on himself in the courtroom while sitting in judgment of others. Oh, my God. Uh, indulging in pantomime masturbation. That's ballsy. 
<laughs> witness in the trial has been former court reporter Lisa Foster and giving testimony. She wiped away tears as she described tracing an unfamiliar shh in the courtroom to her boss. I was really shocked. I was kind of scared because it was so bizarre. Foster further testified that during a 2002 trial, she heard the pump during the emotional testimony of a murdered toddler's grandmother. She continued, the grandfather was getting real teary-eyed, and the judge was up there pumping on that pump. It was- <laughs> oh, oh, man, he got away with it for a while. It's got to be a joke. The next paragraph begins... The judge's name is Thompson. Thompson's pneumatic proceedings came to an end after a police officer heard the pump's distinctive signature during a case and photographed the device during a recess. Thompson was charged with four counts of indecent exposure, each carrying a 10-year maximum sentence and faces the, possi- and faces the possible withdrawal of his substantial $7,500 a month pension. Do penis pumps work? Is that no. a thing that makes your no. dick... No. No, it's supposed to get your dick hard. Remember Austin Powers? No, that's not true either. I thought it was supposed to make it bigger. So here's the thing that I'm stuck on. It's supposed to make it bigger. It doesn't make it bigger. No, it's supposed to. Have you ever tried it? Yeah, I've tried one before. Okay, because here's my thought. I have two pieces of proof that say it might work. Um, I have seen something like a penis pump used on a labia, and it made it all swollen. I have also taken a cup as a child over my mouth and sucked on it. And then when I take it off, my lips were like, like I, super did <laughs> I, I did that also. <laughs> right. Right. So, so if it works on my lips and it works on chicks downstairs lips, I am open to the idea that it might work on a dick. It's inflatable. No, Dude, I, I did that Anything with you risk breaking blood vessels in your penis and it not working as well in the future. You cannot stretch your penis. You cannot inflate your penis. Now what you're thinking of Taylor, perhaps maybe what you're thinking is there is an implant that you can get right in your gooch where you've basically got the nipple off of a football and you, and you can uh, insert a thing and you have a little pump. So that's just the, that's for erections. That's that there's an implant in your penis that you inflate to get erect. That's See, that, that, I, and I know what you're saying, and I'm not saying obviously a penis oh, is going to make your penis bigger, but it is a pump that will suck blood into your penis. But then it'll immediately leave. Wait, wait, wait. I want to read this. So this is healthline.com. It's an actual legitimate like health website. It's not like a sex thing. Um, I've read about all kinds of things on healthline.com. What's the short answer? Yes, penis perk pumps do work for people, at least for what they're intended for, which may not jibe with how a product's advertised or your expectations. There's more. What can a penis pump do? Let's start with what it can't do, which is give you a bigger penis. Contrary to to what some internet articles and retailers might promise. What they can do is increase blood flow to your penis to help you achieve or maintain an erection so that you can have penetrative sex. Sure, you may gain a teeny bit of extra length from a pump, but that's a temporary gain. For someone with erectile dysfunction, penis pumps are less expensive and generally safer than other options. So, And it can be used alongside uh, things like Bluetooth, it says. Spe- speaking now, of this... If you want a larger penis, there is a surgery for that. We'll talk about that. that and we'll but- talk about that... You can lead us through that after this, but we just learned penis pumps, very dangerous. You're going to break capillaries, blood vessels. Kyle, you seem to know what you're talking about. That's that's for the birds, my friends. I what you need 
is Blue Chew. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Blue Chew. Let's talk about something we could all use more of right now. Sex. Great sex. Guys, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness, and you don't need to leave the house. If you get benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code PKA. Just pay the $5 of shipping. Again, that is B-L-U-E-Chew.com uh, promo code PKA, not slash promo code, to try it for free. Just pay the $5 in shipping. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you make us look better, you make the podcast possible. So be sure to use the promo code PKA at checkout at BlueChew.com. Just pay $5 in shipping and get yourself some free dick pills. Check them out. Yep. Free is Don't- a good price. Don't go to ridiculous nonsense like a pump. You're going to hurt yourself. Kyle's very well versed in the dangers of this. He's a resident I mean, expert. It exploded. It exploded. <laughs> it exploded. And Blue Chew's never exploded his penis again. And I was there. I, it was horrible. I'm still a little traumatized from it. And don't ask why I was there. So he was, what, is, he was doing the pumping. what is this thing you were talking I about? I strength. You're talking uh, about. Well, what he was saying that, you know, some people who are trying to maintain erections. Uh, use a penis pump in concert with a cock ring. And so I was you, just, you fill it up, and then I guess the cock ring stops the blood from fl- flushing back out. Yeah. Mm. Okay. As well, you cock- don't need any of that nonsense if you got blue chew. You really don't. <laughs> blue, blue chew, oh, it, yeah, does what the, it does what it says on the tin. Yeah, yeah, you can get surgery to make your penis bigger, but there are some risks. Is it bigger? Like they'll, they'll cut too hard and cut it off. <laughs> Longer. I saw a guy on a talk show once. This was a long, long time ago. And he had a surgery that Kyle referred to earlier where there was like a little, like maybe next to his dick or something, a little, he could pump it up like an old Nike or Reebok shoe. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The Air Maxes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And uh, he was so happy with this thing. He's like, all guys should get it just as a backup. And Oprah's like, whoa, I don't know about all guys. Like, like you know, maybe just guys that are having erectile dysfunction. He's like, no, it's great. Everyone needs one of these. Get yourself a pump and you're taking. You yeah, know. I know where his stock is invested. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was really pleased. It's called, we call it the air cock. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. Uh, but there is that surgery where like they like detach the. They detach a, a thing like around your gooch area and they give you more shaft. But then like, I guess like something about like, like now that it's detached down there from the muscle that like your penis is more floppy and it's hard to like keep a stiff erection. Like it's just one. To, you can't do that like, move where it comes out there. and you put it back in with no hands. Oh, what's the, what's the benefit of this surgery? It, it seems like, penis. but you deal with, floppy bad erections and your erections bad it's it's it, you don't have a stable base anymore because like because like it's been detached. oh so woman on top would be terrifying 
That's terrifying anyway. It like, is. Like, if she gets out of hand, things can go awry. <laughs> like, 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 look, there's there's a lot of great sexual positions, and they all do more or less the same thing. But there's just the one sexual position that has a 3% chance of breaking the most precious thing I own. That's why I put a belt around her, so she can only go three and a half inches <laughs> off of me. Three and a half inches chosen at random. <laughs> Melt by the bed. We don't want to lift it off four inches, or it could be catastrophic. This is your captain speaking. <laughs> be sure to fasten your seat belts and set your trays in the upright position. Uh, cruising at three and a half. <laughs> uh, will be a mid-flight meal. Definitely a nap. Yes. <laughs> Your pilot's been taking <laughs> lock and load, so if you're a life preserver, it's under the bed. That's what the belt's really for, to keep her from firing off like one of those cheap rockets foam rocket. <laughs> Two liter bottle involved shooting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have some fun with the artwork on the bottle, but I also want yeah. a product that might actually sell. Yes, <laughs> we, we can do both of those There's things. Yin Yang, there. You got to find the perfect balance between yes. just serving my own selfish comedic purposes and actually selling a few thousand bottles. Yeah, well, and it's got to be on a subscription model. So I think it can always be, and yeah. uh, and I think what we're looking at is either what you said, like little packets of pills. Mm-hmm. Or like, or or like a loot box type thing where like you get a box with like three bottles of pills. Maybe I don't know which substances can be combined. Like I said, that's going to be a Derek thing. Um, I was gonna I was gonna message him today with like my final formula because I think I got it, but um, I didn't wake up until what six p.m. and we do this show at seven p.m. So I'll probably (laughs) the show. Man, you're. I feel like your sleep schedule. You'll be on point for a while, and then. Just out of nowhere. Has it been? No, he's, he's just been inverted. Kyle's getting up early at six every day, like a disciplined Marine, just PM instead. Yeah, mm. that, that literally is it. I get up at 6 PM. Um, I go to bed at about 9 AM. I sleep from nine to six. And, uh, and then I'm up the, the whole rest of the time, you know, na- no naps or anything. I got a lot going on. I'm doing some stuff and uh, playing a lot of Vermintide getting real good. Nice. Uh, we have we, my, the squad a little fractured right now. There's some. There's oh, no. There's a lot of anger, a lot of vitriol last yeah. night at the end of the. Well, you know, we failed a few times. Failed a few times. Whose fault was it? They know whose fault they were. So they, I'm telling. Was it clear whose fault it was? And yeah. Now are those people not putting in the time? Are they not gifted gamers? Like, nah, you just make make a mistake. You know, we play the same map <clears> again and again and again. Everybody knows how to play the map at this point. And you know, if you trigger a, a fucking patrol and they come and slaughter us then you you lost the game for us this is oh, the, I, characters. i'm playing the uh the uh the, the double dagger elf now it's pretty crazy huh, do you think Still she's better than the full auto elf uh she fills a different role you know i That's... now i'm the guy who kills monsters and uh and the elites which I didn't feel like anybody else was doing so somebody need, needed to smitty do that. did that pretty well in our sessions of course we weren't playing legend but yeah, it's a little bit harder on Legend. That magic sword isn't quite as magical. 
Yeah, I'm leveling up my dwarf. I ha- I haven't opened a single common. I know people love Vermintide talk, but I haven't opened a single commendation chest. So when mm-hmm. I get to, it said max level, which used to be thirty, if I recall. It seems like it's thirty-five now. Thirty-five now. You need to open up enough chests so that you have some stuff to play with. That's not true, I think, because leveling up now is about a game and a half. And I need to go 14 more levels. So it's like I can play 20 more games and then level. But it's, it's a low cost. Like you could just open up like two crates. Like three or chests. I mean, my lowest cost. item is worth like 250 points. Like it's not like it's junk. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. Oh, the other thing you really need to do is, is upgrade everything to amber. Like you need to be using amber stuff because you, you get the two properties and the trait. My, um, my weapons are both amber. But the other stuff is... Oh, and one's... Yeah. Uh, my weapons are both amber. One thing, my necklace is red. So, amber. Yeah, it's real what nice. am I a peasant? And so, the then, only difference <laughs> red and amber is that the traits are all maxed instead of being... you, you like Because what I do is I just re-roll 30, 40, 50 times if I have to until yeah. I get the traits... It only costs I, one. Have you leveled up more than one character, Kyle? Um... No, no. I've just got the elf at, like, level 60 or something now. And I've got, like, a level 10 dwarf. Oh, well, then I think you I've already the, know. I've got the zealot at like level 43 or 42, and I've got a dwarf at 23, and that's it. When you, um, as well, listeners probably don't know, but the weapons don't seem to carry over. So if they you don't. level up an elf and you go to a dwarf, then your weapons suck. But the mm-hmm. other things, like the necklaces <laughs> and amulets or whatever, they work. So you can get like high level stuff from your other dude onto your new dude. Yeah. Are you going to try grinding out a victory or two? After the show tonight? Of course. Maybe I'll join you. I was yeah. thinking that Is too. anybody else playing the Zealot in, in your group? I mean, we find someone who doesn't play the Zealot. It's what we can just do. Like, like, There's like four or five guys that play the game at a high level. He's the most fun. I'm glad you like your Zealot. I'm liking my Dwarf, and it doesn't seem like there's a big line for the Dwarf either. I yeah. want a Dwarf in every game, uh, and not a lot of people play Dwarf. I want an Elf in every game because she gives you health for as a passive... Uh, bonus does your new elf have that too nope i would miss that i missed that today when i was playing solo i wish the fire lady was good because there's so much potential there to be really fire cool. lady is, the fire lady is good if, if they're yeah. good i uh, thought you should she player. was like the worst he character did say that. i mean they're all good i mean they're all meant to be good the fire lady is just the most annoying to play with um unless, unless they're do the they can do this temporary health bomb where like throw a bomb at their feet or something like that or around the team and everybody on the team gets like a full bar of temporary health. It's really effective. Stuff like that is fun when you're with friends because like if I'm playing with my friends, their health is as important as my health. When I when you play with randoms online, it's not like that. No one's sharing health very much. No one's doing wow. the passives correctly. Everyone's out for themselves in a mm-hmm. way and I haven't had, I, I I played with some Rams this morning and and everybody was real cool about health and stuff like like they would give me potions if I needed them and I would always not be greedy with the potions if I saw them. I should probably step up a level. My guy's twenty one or two now, so he could be yeah, playing play champion. It's just legend is I think legend you need to be like in the you need to be like six hundred or seven hundred six hundred to six hundred fifty. Uh, character power before you fuck around with legend i think my guy's 450 yeah i think i'm at 600 so i need a little more boost i'm about 600 620 or something it's rough i think even my good guy's at like 570 like he's not that high we've been making it to the end of uh, the screaming bell mission pretty consistently but the final encounter is really hard with the rat ogre it's not the rat ogre we can kill him really quickly 
it's what happens between getting there and the rat ogre. It's cutting all the chains down while dealing with the horde and the specials, uh, storm vermin. On the lower levels, cutting the chains is super easy, as you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can cut the chains. It's just dealing with what comes with that. The, just, uh, the, the, the horde is so big, and we're all split because we're cutting the chains. It gets pretty rough. You need a yeah, in, fun game. I don't think you'd like World War Z. It's not as complicated as Vermintide, but it's a similar co-op, but it's a shooter. It's like a new Left 4 Dead, but third person. Yeah. The character I play can remotely revive people, and that's a super power. Like, you're down. It's like, I got you, bro, and you bring them up from a distance. Yeah, that's the, huge. That's hero shit. Yeah, like, I don't like, think my team uses enough uh, alts that are like that, to, that are revive alts. Uh, we need we need more of that on our team, I think. But that would help us a lot. Because when someone goes down, often it's like, well, they're dead now. Yeah. yeah the the reviving is huge. And um, the kinds of things that cause people to go down are huge, right? Like, when you play the game, at first, anyway, it seems like the Skaven are a big problem. Like, all these, like, oh, my God, there's, like, 37 rats on the screen this is an issue dude they're they're just trash right you know it, the youtubers i watch refer to them as just trash characters it's not a problem did i name them right the skavens the naked pink rats yes yeah well those are the i mean the rats in general are skaven okay so Anything anyway rats, those are skaven slaves the little pink fellas the lower characters they're never the ones that knock your team out even if there's a hundred of them on the screen they're rarely the problem but one assassin knocks a guy down and you have to stop what you're doing to pick that guy up and to kill the assassin and whatever. Like that's big. You're um ranged elf. Like I, you kill the most characters, but I feel like your biggest contribution is taking out all those specials before they even caused a problem. Like, I don't know if other, well, you play with good players now, but a lot of people wouldn't appreciate how big a deal that is, but no, no, no. Those specials were the biggest problem. My dwarf has no range weapons, so they're really hard to deal with. The, you should. I feel like you should use the the um, the armored dwarf that has the uh, smoke bomb alt because because that he throws that and he, this big everything everything goes gray, and you're just hidden for like five ten seconds and nothing can touch you. So you can just get revives like it's nothing. There's you a World War Z character. My World War Z character does that. There's a fixer, and he throws this blue smoke, and then all the um, zombies are not aggressive in it. Yeah. And like you said, it's the revival. You know, it's and I like having the uh, the shield and the axe. Just just shield bash, and you can block machine gun fire. You can block warp fire fire. Anything that's projectile, you can block. It does sound like it's the one for higher levels. I am so loving the dual wielding axe, though. Like he's yeah. I, I basically I take out the trash with him, and I really enjoy that gameplay. Like there's a whole horde. It's me versus. 37 guys and i just work the edges and they're all mm-hmm. stabbing where i used to be and when i hit characters my character gets faster so yeah. after a while he's like 30 percent faster and i'm just zipping around like i'm running cheat codes and i don't think like if you needed a someone to really fill a role like your fully auto weapon elf probably does it even better you know she's getting like collaterals all the time with her arrows that's yeah. more efficient than me working the edges of a crowd the Wraith is really fun, too. The one, the elf I'm using now because her ult makes her invisible for like a long period of time. And then she gets all those bonuses for backstabbing things. So like there'll be a long line of them coming toward us. So I'll just go invisible and walk through the entire line and then turn around and like karate chop my way back to my team. And uh, I don't know. It's really fun, especially like I, I one shot the Chaos Warriors. And, and her, 
I kill the bosses so fast, and the monsters super fast. And when she backstabs, she, the timer for the wraith goes down really quickly. So I was trying to describe that in the other day when we were playing. When people do solos, they do that. They yeah. There's a bunch of bonuses for backstabbing things. Like like I'm doing like 75 percent more damage, and a backstab to anything man size is just an instant kill anyway. So backstabbing like a chaos warrior while you're in wraith is always an insta kill. And backstabbing like a uh, like a, a rat ogre takes like I don't know ten percent of its health, and the, but I can chain four of those together, so really quickly it's down. When you it's a lot of fun. I like the game; it's addictive. Um, and the fact that the ceiling for the skill is so fucking high. I started watching that YouTuber JSAT. Uh, I think you've watched him before. He's the redheaded guy with the glasses. I think that's the one I've been describing. Yeah, he's so good. Yes, he's so ridiculously good. Uh, it's it's really fun to watch him play. He's like uh, he reminds me a little bit of Filthy, um, yes. And uh, except red haired, and uh, not quite as handsome, and uh, and he's really fucking good at the game. And he's got like videos where he's coaching people through various skill levels, and so those are very informative. And then he's got entire mechanic videos where he's teaching you how to strafe jump and and all sorts of other things like that. So really good YouTuber. He I don't think he even does it anymore. It's been like a year since I've yeah he's made a video maybe. Yeah, his videos were coming out when I played the game, and uh, he uses that Wraith Elf to great effect. That and I think he like maybe kills his teammates and then deals with all the monsters and just does it all yeah. solo somehow. So, yeah, some of the older videos before there was a mod for True Solo, um, he would just kill the AI really quick. But uh, but now there's um, there's mods for True Solo, so those people just turn off any assistance and play by themselves. Yeah. So anyway, that's probably enough Vermintide talk, but uh, yeah, I got six levels today. We'll make my characters viable for some and the team play later on. So. Nice. Yeah, I'm having a blast at that game. I wonder how the debates are going. I don't know. I, I tried see, to see a response from Twitter. Uh, Trump falsely claims 180 million people will lose health care if Biden wins. Does Biden want a fracking ban? Who pays tariffs, China or the taxpayers? Uh, where does Kamala Harris... Is it Kamala? I think it is. Stand on Kamala. health. <laughs> um, Trump she's gets, our new spokesperson. Oh, she's probably Kamala, out of our price range. Kamala Harris. In here. <laughs> Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. <laughs> oh, we get a lookalike? Oh. <laughs> we hire a lookalike Kamala Harris. Mm -hmm. Hi, I'm Kamala Harris's lookalike. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll probably watch these debates um, afterwards at some point on my own. Yeah, but I don't know if they make a difference. I feel like uh, this election period, even more so than most, minds are made up. Now that might be a new trend. Maybe next election period, minds will be just as made up. But either. It, at this point, nobody's undecided, so I'm not sure a debate is going to change much. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, probably not. I agree with you. Yeah, and then we'll see. I'm kind of ready for this fucking season to be over, so people will not talk about it as much. But it just depends. Some of the clips very funny, very entertaining, and interesting. Other things, it's just grating. Just every day feels like the same. There's a new fucking fire, fire, you know, wolf, wolf, and it's like. My God, like, just calm down. It's been turned up to 11 for half a decade now. Chill out. <laughs> Everybody is like fucking numb to it at this point. Like there's a new bombshell every 40 minutes. It feels like I have an idea for improvement, Taylor. I saw it on Reddit. 
What if, instead of Inauguration Day being in January, it was midnight of the election, and the president had to have their bags packed like it was The Bachelor, and they didn't That's know? That's way <laughs> Right? They pack all their bags, and they maybe get evicted that night. It's, oh, it's... and the new president gets to put out the old president's torch. <laughs> <laughs> we're combining shows but this is an improvement i like it i like it <laughs> i don't understand i won the election why do i need to eat a bowl of roaches <laughs> you have to do it that's the final thing you gotta eat the hissing cockroaches trump there's a little big brother to... involved too like why are there cameras in the bedroom jesus christ <laughs> you know? I love the big brother part it's a lot of fun i feel like i'm on tv constantly <laughs> uh, all yeah. the debates just ended it looks like that or there's commercial breaks, which would surprise me. Yeah. So. We'll see. I, yeah. Something tells me that very, that everybody's take is going to be that someone blew the other one out of the water. Nobody's going to go, ah, neck and neck through the whole thing. After the first one, I, I, mean, I thought, I thought maybe Trump won. Like, it, I, like Trump was an asshole, but I think that for me, an alpha asshole was a little better than a beta nice guy. And then uh, the poll results on the debate mirrored the poll results on the voting, right? It was like Biden, whatever, 51, 43 or something like that. But after the debates, Biden's lead improved. So I don't know, you could argue that's because of the debates or not, but it seemed like the outcome of the debates was that Biden's poll lead improved. So, okay. Then nothing happened for a while. We'll see. I don't think that, I don't think it's going to change anything. I don't think so either. The Pence like, Kamala one was kind of a tie. Nothing changed from that. And vice president debates don't move the needle much anyway. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> uh, the dueling town halls. Uh, not. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's lame. That's just like a, a cheap little, <sighs> Im, you know, imitation of the debates. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, like I'm. I don't. Yeah, I'm irritated by Trump calling out things not being fair. He sounds seven years old to me. That might just be maybe in my, maybe I'm being biased or something. But with this whole, you're not treating me fairly. You're not fair. This isn't fair. Trump, life has been so much more than fair to you all the time forever. You inherited $400 million or more. You got fewer votes and you're the president. Of, you're the leader of the free world. Like, it, what is this unfairness that you're constantly railing about? Someone asked you a question about COVID instead of your opponent's son. That's the unfair part of this process to you. Uh, and it, it's just a baby's complaint. You're, you're not being fair. Life's not fair is what my mother would have told me. Like, yeah, not fair. Now what? Deal with what's That's true. I, yeah, he has had a pretty fucking dope life. Like a gifted super life, you know, like it is definitely way harder on him than they are on Biden. So that's true. But but he brings it upon himself by lying every time you ask him a question. Right. You know, they say, hey, we're, you guys, uh, you said you were going to implement health care. You didn't do it. Oh, it's two weeks away. All right. Two weeks later, they ask him about it again. They say, hey, you said it was two weeks. Time's up. You've been saying this for years now. What's up? And he's like, yeah, you're not being fair on me. Why don't you ask me about, why don't you ask Joe about it? Like, no, you, when you interrupt the reporter, when you lied on the answers, then you invite more tough questions. If you just answered them openly and honestly, then you'd be treated differently. You're a hostile witness at this point. Like you, you made your bed. I was, it's funny. You said like, he's leader of the free world. Isn't that yeah. just like us, like 
spitting in the face of like the UK and France and Italy and being like, you guys all had your turn. We're the kings now. We are. Well, I. I we me, are the leader, the leader of the free true. world. It's the free part that I. That I take question to. We could say leader of NATO or something, and then it'd be unquestionably true. Russians, ah, you're not free. China, no, you guys aren't free. I bet they feel pretty free. I think. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not them. That's why they send us those messages knitted into the clothing that we buy from them that say, help. <laughs> I don't think they do that. And if it did, it'd probably take off as like a fashion thing. Come on. You've, you haven't seen those I've never stories? bought a shirt with a, a scribbling of help me. People have. Lots Probably. of people have. It's it's yeah. it's a re- recurring thing where they send notes that are like, "Help me, I'm a slave." What brands? Mostly Adidas. Uh, I would guess why Nike. I only all day I dream about slavery. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made all me switch to I Adidas sportswear. <laughs> uh, also, it's cheaper. You ever look at what a fucking Nike T-shirt costs? Oh man, it's because there's no overhead because slaves are so cheap. Like literally, like a Nike T-shirt is like forty-five dollars. Is it like really? A t-shirt, yeah. Like, like, like. I've never. You get a polo. You get like a Ralph Lauren polo for forty-five dollars. What's that brand that just says Supreme on a cheap-looking T-shirt and it's like a hundred bucks? <laughs> I think it's Supreme. Is it? Oh, it's called Supreme. I'm not sure. That. Yeah, that's I think outrageous. It might be Supreme. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that was a rapper and that was his line or something. I saw a Supreme face mask and I was like. That does look dope. It looks better than all the other face masks somehow. I saw a guy wearing a Louis Vuitton face mask <laughs> the other day, and it was like, I I know everything about your spending habits. <laughs> Dude, face mask style is like a thing, right? Like if yours is super like loose around all the holes, then you know it doesn't work. You're like, that's not it, you know, whatever. Um, if it's too small, that looks really bad. That's like fat guy in a little coat. No, um, I just can't help it. <laughs> if it's too big, that looks a little bad too, right? You know, like double XL hoodies don't make you look skinny. They just make you look a different, like they look bad too. Like it, a proper fit on a face mask is, I don't think mine fits that great, but um, I just use the surgical kind with the little cloth elastic thing. I kind of like that one says something. It says, mm-hmm. I'm not trying. <laughs> what? And, that's the one they tell you to use. That's that, even on no, the No, it says, I'm not trying. It says, I'm not trying. Surgical mask? But. Yes. In a way that's like, I'm not playing your game, right? Like, I wear jeans. I don't even know who makes them, right? But they look... Do you know what I'm talking about? A surgical mat. Like, literally in the lineup, it's better than the bandanas. It's better than even the k You're rating them by performance, not fashion, you dodo head. This is a fashion... work. (laughs) Oh, we're talking about fashion. Okay, you're right. It is is a bad look. It doesn't look nice. (laughs) If we actually cared about mass working... We wouldn't be talking about whether we want the one made of cloth or the one made of fucking cotton. We'd be talking about wearing fucking bubbles. If there was actually something out there that we were all afraid was going to kill us, would you really go outside wearing a goddamn surgical mask? No. You'd have a fucking bubble on your head like Charlie Kelly or you would hide at home. Yeah. On if your there head? was gas out I'd there. I'd do it right. Gas? I'd put a bubble all around me like uh, ice Poseidon. I do yeah. it. That's how- <laughs> we're all just like I can't remember. We're all just pretending for the sake of pretending. At this point, you don't want to be socially shamed. That's the that's the main reason people put on their masks. Like, oh, I don't want to be one of those people. I wear it for a couple of reasons. One, I hope it does work. They say it works. All the experts say it works. So I I hope that they're onto something. They say it helps. Right, helps. That's a better phrasing. Um, I also. 
I've grown to kind of like it a little, you know, like it, I'm in some what? weird place, throwing on buying a monster energy drink on a road trip. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm hiding behind my mask. It's a, no one else feels a little comfortable. I, I do it. not like having a foreign object. Whenever I'm robbing a convenience store, it. I'm thinking like, this is great. They're not going to see this coming. I've already got my mask on just like everyone else. I'm going to blend right in. That's true. It's been great for looting. We've seen that over the past few months. It's a tremendous, yeah. a brand new forefront of looting technology. In California, there's something there. There's a there's there's some they're doing something now called the Karen Act. The Karen, Karen Act. Act. Yeah, it's uh, it's Karen with a C, and it's an acronym, I believe. Um, but they're going for Karen, and it's uh, it's making it illegal to call nine one one for like racially motivated non crimes. How do you even know what what is that even it's already illegal to call the police and waste their time. People are people have been calling tons for like all sorts of nonsense like like like, like especially the ones where they they show up somewhere and they won't let them in because they don't have a mask on. So they call 911. That's now going to be a crime. Uh, so now they're saying like you you can't call the police cuz someone's not wearing their mask. You got No, the other way around. You can absolutely call them if they're not wearing the mask. They're going to get locked up. Wait, then what were you saying it's about? If you're not wearing the mask and you're trying to get... Oh, and you're trying to get access and say they're violating my rights as somebody with make-believe respiratory issues. Yeah, I'm a a nautical representative of the island of man and I'm (laughs) sailing down this highway in my privately owned vessel which requires no registration or nor licensing under the maritime law. I will (laughs) never not take those guys' side. (laughs) <laughs> their, their absolute unwavering confidence in maritime law it's like I, I absolutely love it like they're never like let me pull up my pamphlet here it's no maritime law subsection a of paragraph three i do not need registration because this is a seafaring land <laughs> you know what my favorite one is though it's not even the maritime law stuff i saw this guy who was riding a motorcycle and they pulled him over for not wearing a helmet and he said, well, actually, if you look at helmet law, this qualifies as a helmet. And he has a, a plastic, <laughs> he has a plastic wafer on that's this that's a third the size of a yarmulke. And it is strapped to the top of his head. And he's like, there is nothing in the law of Minnesota which dictates that my helmet need to be of any size whatsoever. The, the requirements are that it be made of this material. It is that it is on my head securely. It is. And and, he, and the cop is just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, See, that, that guy had a great day. That guy was driving around aimlessly for hours, just hoping on a prayer to get pulled over. Loops so around like, the police station. Oh, it's time to lock and load. Hey, bitch, I'm wearing my communion wafer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Those guys, very the sovereign citizens, they're called, I believe. Yes, sovereign citizen Dude, uh, police stops on YouTube that are pretty good. It's a, it might be boring to some people, but do you know the YouTube channel Audit the Auditor? No. Have I talked about this yet? There are people who call themselves auditors, and basically they put themselves into situations where they would interact with the police, maybe open carrying. Maybe filming a government building. DUI checkpoints. I've seen that one. DUI checkpoint. Sure. Now they're auditors and uh, they'll go to like a DUI checkpoint and cooperate as little as possible, which turns out to be very little. Like you give your license. You don't ask questions. You don't even roll down your window. You don't take any. You just go. Um, 
And then like there are other things like, you know, the cops like, ah, you're being suspicious because you're suspicious. I want to know your name. You have to give me ID. And he's like, what is it about me? That's suspicious. And it's like, well, you're wearing a dark hoodie in this neighborhood or whatever. And he's like, nope, that doesn't count. That does not make a person suspicious. And these auditors, usually they get like a B on knowing the law, but the cops often do worse. And audit the auditor is an actual attorney. He's a lawyer. That's what he does for a living. And then he goes and he watches these audit the he watches these auditor videos, re-puts them on his channel, and tells you when people get things right and wrong. Like this policeman, you know, was unprofessional. He usually the police are the dicks in in his videos. No. Yeah. I, it, well, off, I think that there's a not all of them, of course, but there's a common personality trait in police that they kind of need to alpha and win every situation. And sometimes that can result in making up rules or, you know, I don't know, getting shit wrong, detaining people that don't deserve to be detained. And you get the outcome. And some of these auditors are making six digits, like false arrests, illegal detainment, stuff like that. And they kind of like, like the whole situation started because you were filming outside on the sidewalk in public into a federal building through the windows at someone in their office doing their job, right? So like, if that's me, I'm being a dick in this situation. They called the police on me because I'm filming them through the window in a federal building. But it turns out there's like no expectation of privacy if you can see in there through this from the sidewalk. Yeah. And uh, which has gotten me out of many a peeping Tom conviction. Oh. Close those blinds or I'm a looking. Yeah. <laughs> you cover your windows or I'll yep. see your drugs. That's what I bought that lens for. Looks like <laughs> I'm out there like fucking Galileo. <laughs> when I'm yeah. not staring at the sun, I'm looking in your blinds. It's full moon. <laughs> he's a little monotone. He's not like a, a storyteller. He's just a fact dissector. But Audit the Auditor, I've watched enough of And oh, I put myself in there. I put myself in the video, like in make believe. And like, how would I do? <sighs> not well. Not well. If a cop says I'm doing something suspicious and then I have to show my ID, I'm like, oh shit, am I wrong? <laughs> am I wrong? Is it suspicious to walk through a neighborhood with one pant leg rolled up when we all know that's a sign that a drug dealer is available for business in 1994, which is a thing? Um, it. My friend was that, a cop. That's how me and Taylor always got our drugs. We'd look for one pants lo- leg up, Larry, and, <laughs> and we'd know. Hey, I noticed you got both pant legs. Oh, you're wearing shorts. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> is that, that means I, you're a prostitute, right? I think that's true. I don't know. Why, I was, why are you all hitting me? <laughs> <laughs> I was told it was true. I, I'm always good at my sources. But, um, uh, you know, so then it's like, oh, like, shit. Have I been that suspicious for one pant leg up, Woody? Like, you know, it, am I confident enough that I'm right in my Fourth Amendment rights to not give my ID to this cop who wants to arrest me? Because if I get it right, there could be a quarter million in it for me. If I get it wrong, there's 60 days in it for me. Did you have both your pant legs down? It's Never. good to have your lawyer on, uh, on yeah. speed dial and, uh, and also have, uh, have his card in your pocket for, for instances like that. And say... Contact my attorney, or I'm going to. Contact. No, you call him and ask him what to do. <laughs> I didn't know about the pant leg rule. <laughs> yeah, lots of interesting ways to get get drugs. Hopefully, I get an update Monday on what's going on with my shit. 
my uh, my current lawyer had left the firm, so uh, I'm I'm uh, they had to push it off to why. Well, my main lawyer, I had two, one for the, the drug stuff and one for the gun stuff. So I think the, the gun lawyer is going to look at uh, look into my, my stuff about the appeal and everything. So maybe I'll get an update Monday. It's been, been two or three weeks now. So I Googled the pant leg up thing. Apparently right leg up is for buying, left leg up is for selling. This is from 2004. That's not the top result I got, though. The top result was... It's so your chain doesn't get stuck in the bicycle or your leg does your pant leg doesn't get grease on it from the bicycle chain. So look at that. That seven year old's buying and selling. <laughs> <laughs> he's running, he's a you know, regular. He's team. a trafficker. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that one before. I always just went to some sketchy fucking house somewhere. I heard the one for like crack and meth, like real hard drugs, where it's like you go and buy something else like a CD, and then you take that from a location to somewhere else, and then you give that to someone, and they give it to you. Like almost, like adding a layer of distance, you know, to make it more difficult to track stuff. If you say so. I don't, I've never bought any crack cocaine. I haven't either, but hmm. it seemed believable to me. Spotify has destroyed the crack cocaine industry. <laughs> We're going to need to subscribe to our streaming service, and then if so, get crack. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think who it was who had that gross bong because it was comical. I was talking. Uh, was it a YouTube guy? No, no, no. This is a drug dealer. Oh, mm. I'm trying to think which one. I just. <laughs> Were I you not able as, to be supplied by just one, Kyle? No, I've had a bunch over the years. Yeah, you know, a they, like, like, they either get they either get busted mm. or like the relation like like maybe like like one drug dealer was like a friend of my girlfriend, right? Like like so she was kind of tied into my girlfriend and her friend group. So when we're no longer together, I can't really get back with him. Like next time I change phones, I don't have his number anymore, and he's like two hours away anyway. So like he's mm. not convenient. So I got to find a new one. Stop in there. So if you break up with your girl. He'll stop. Kind of lose the drug dealer too. Oh, that that. What a terrible. I feel business. like you wouldn't lose your auto mechanic. He's you being might. unprofessional. You might. It's that. That's how curb your enthusiasm is when Larry like divorces his wife. Like everybody takes sides and everybody's taking her side. Like he's losing like fucking accountants and restaurants and coffee guys. Like mm. they're all choosing her. Yeah, the one guy. He was the same guy who had like that string of bad luck where like he lost a finger piece of shrapnel went into his chest and uh, he, he got all the tendons cut and in, in, in one of his wrists so that his hand no longer worked like in the course of three months trying to support his family and that is why he turned to selling marijuana good guy like, he's telling me this story all bandaged up <laughs> he's like so i'm hoping that i can just have these plants here and that'll take care of everything you know i can't get hurt here you know few months later, we find out his wife's been cheating on him. He spirals into depression, loses everything, loses his house, loses his truck. Poor guy. I wonder where that guy is. Hopefully doing great. Hopefully doing great with his crippled hands. And the other drug dealer, he got busted. He's selling hard stuff. The problem was he was selling hard stuff. Like, Like, look, I've never wanted anything but marijuana, but this guy wanted to be like some sort of a drug do it, do it like he wanted everything. He wanted to be like he he had like marijuana and like LSD and uh and and a few other things, like pills, I think. And he wanted to walk carry a gun with him while he did it. And what I just is- remember telling him, like, dude, if somebody wants to rob you, just give them your shit. But 
having that gun mixed with these drugs is a no-no. You can't have a gun on you and drugs on you. Like you can't do that. And I was like, also, you're carrying your drugs in a tackle box. That to <laughs> me just screams dealer. Like if you just had like a baggie in your pocket, I think user, but you've got a tackle box with everything split up and organized. Like there's a drawer for each different thing and everything split up. You've got scales in there and a pistol. That's no good. Sure enough, like he's gone. They took him away. You're right about all that. Like, I don't know. Unless he's on a wharf or pier or something, that tackle box really looks out of place. People don't carry tackle boxes around. Yeah, in the South, you might. It's not even that it's conspicuous. It's that once they do find it, it's what it says about his level of crime. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, like that's one of the things that annoyed me when I got in trouble. They, they were trying to, like, charge me with trafficking. And, and it was just like, what about half an ounce of marijuana in its original packaging says trafficking to you? Yeah. Like, 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 like I'm, I'm going to smoke a trafficker in America. <laughs> I was like, that's half an ounce. I was going to smoke that over the next 14 days. Like, like <laughs> I was going to take care of this whole thing by myself. Believe you me. You want to watch this? <laughs> oh God. If, if they've been like, yeah, okay, smoke, I wish they'd pulled that one. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if you can smoke all this marijuana while we sit here and watch, we'll call it a day. <laughs> Oh, my friend. <laughs> of course I could smoke. Do you, I could smoke all of this and more while you watch. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd have absolutely. Don't you think I'm that. passing this? You give me a cough drop and we're good. <laughs> give me a cough drop and a bottle of water and I'll smoke half an ounce before you can believe it. <laughs> I can do a gram and a hit. Oh, you'll be done in what? 35 hits? Is that what it is? Uh, no. It's 28 grams an ounce. 28 grams? You learn the... You learn you learn some things along you the way. You learn the metric system. You learn the metric system very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> the public the public education system failed me terribly, but marijuana use, you really picked that stuff up. That was on a, a Gordon Ramsay episode I was watching on stream last night where he was like, Does your chef make their own raviolis? And they're like, No. And he's like, So you know how to make raviolis? He's like, No. And he's like, Five hundred grams of flour, you know, drizzle of olive oil this that the other thing T- gives it to the waitress she takes it back gives it to the owner and she's like what what's what's this 500 grams what's grams <laughs> <laughs> she's like freaking out oh that's a great show they should get the pothead i got you oh, <laughs> it like, starts measuring it out that was one episode where like near the end of it like the head chef admits to have like coming into work on meth <laughs> yeah problems you know that, like, that restaurant did not survive i like it when uh like he goes there initially, he's very impressed. Like, look at these desserts. This place is magnifique. And then they find out they're all from like Walmart or something. They store by all their desserts and he gets mad. That was that one episode. Yeah. Amy's baking company that happened. Yeah. I don't know that it was just one episode. He, a lot of people buy store-bought stuff or they, I was surprised to learn how much restaurant food is just heated up like manufactured food. Yeah. Yeah. What is this that you linked, Woody? I know we're getting up close to time. Body standards from across time. I thought it was kind of interesting. I don't know if we've looked at it a long time ago. I bookmarked it in like 2017. But uh, yeah. Pretty presumptuous to be like, "Uh, yeah, those 400 years, it was this. (laughs) (laughs) Keep talking about There's no way. I, 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 I don't know. You think they're onto something here? 
Man, not not the 14 really. to 1700s. That's weird. I don't know about the 20s. I like that she's got the artwork to to back it up in the background. In 2018, she inflated her lips and put on more makeup. It's hard to see, but like she did Botox lips with her Kim Kardashian look. 1990s Mm. looks like a starving person. No, that one I can vouch for. That was like the style. And it's part of that I I find most interesting. Um, I looked at a Sports Illustrated model from like 1990s. No butt, no butt. It was just about like sort of an athletic, really flat tummy, thin thing. Like that's what the style was. And um, now if you want to be hot, like if you want to be banging, you have to have a banging ass. I I don't know that 2018 is on target that maybe that's excessive. 1950s though. Yeah. That might be. Yeah. To me, that's a, a little bit fat. You know, it, they're going for Marilyn Monroe there, but um, that is not fat. You don't think fifties? Not at all, dude. All right, I don't know. I, I, who would? Woody has standards, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, like, I had who's um Natalie Portman, right? I think she has a really like a nearly perfect body, and she's you know. A yeah, like pl- a like a like a thirteen year old boy. You Very wafer. Let me look. But she looks like she's on day three of a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> like nice and pale. Seventy two hours of food, starting to get. Let's it do Jessica Alba then. She's a good example. Where well, would you put her in here? Um, like big butt, medium boobs. Like like she's she's somewhere around like our current standard. No. Or like the nineties to two thousand. Nah, she doesn't really fit into any of these. She's a little. I don't know. She might be very much like nineties to two thousand. No, she's not nearly that skinny. She's she's got big big butt and uh, gonna, pretty big boobs. Like they're kind of medium. Jessica I was really hot. She's maintained it too. I'm gonna try and find a. I really want to see her butt. Go. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, uh, you'll find some beach pictures where she's in a, a, a sort of a cheeky uh, bathing suit bottom. You can see her butt. Yes, all these pictures are uh, even if you search Jessica Alba prime butt, they show her front. Boo! Oh. Here is a pretty good Jessica Alba picture. I assume that's her, but that to me will show everybody. Uh, hang on, I'm gonna help you with these pictures. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take some help. But but this picture, chat, chat, like I'm on Twitch. To me, is very much comparable to like this one. I'm helping. Hang on. A bigger butt pic you're looking for? Of course. Good. Uh, ooh, this one's pretty. Yeah, I, I I know of that one's existence, but one. All right, it's sexy as fuck, but it doesn't really show. Mine might be from the same day. Is that the same bathing suit? Okay, I'm on board. Right? That, to me, is like just about perfect female form. And if I'm trying to pick like which one of these women it is, it's... I was going to say 20s, but I think the 90s to 2000 girls a little bit bigger. Yeah. Yeah, 20s, 20s and 90s, very little butt action. 
We can throw away the fourteen hundred to seventeen hundred because they don't. That, that's outrageous. <laughs> Very Rubenesque. So nineties is is too small. Fifties looking good. Let's look. Yeah, but I think if I were to land on perfect nineties to two thousand would be my answer, and that's not far from the Jessica Alba pick. Maybe a little thinner. Jessica Alba is better than any of these photoshops. True. 2018 looks fake. Like 100% fake. They're all a little fake because it's all edited, but it's a little, there's some, there's something in Uncanny Valley about that ass in 2018. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Well, the, I think it's modeled after Kim Kardashian, who's also fake. So, uh, mm, interesting, Kyle. Mm, indubitably. Let's see, I will not be sharing. Oh, yeah. She looks really thin in that picture. Yeah. Too thin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's interesting how over, like, people say, oh, body styles change over time. We learned that in school. I think they told us that to make us feel better about whatever body we had. And, oh, yeah, in the 1400s, they liked fat chicks. There's really nothing wrong. So just build a time machine, you dumb bitch. <laughs> uh, no, that that was the most ridiculous thing is they they took like what was back then, which is like, wow, she's not way officially thin. She must have at least some means for like, you know, millennial women to be like they liked gross fat slobs. <laughs> they would see me barreling in on my rascal into the court and they'd be like, oh, lady, oh, dear. no, they would have burned you at the stake. Oh, it's the Duchess of York. Look at her rolling along. Yeah, can you imagine? They'd probably like send you to jail if you were that fat. <laughs> be like, this is a level of selfishness and, and uh, <laughs> the rest of the community I've never seen before. Did you eat your children, madam? You would be attracted to me. Where did you come across so much meat? <laughs> You're an absolute balloon. <laughs> Clearly hoarding resources. Blueberry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> During my time, body standards like ideal women have changed. I, I'm just gonna Google real quick. It'll change again. I don't. I thought Pop it was weird that it changed, changed uh, in uh, in like my time. You know, like I thought it was weird that like it happened so quickly. But yeah, <sighs> yeah, and of the short course of fifty years. Of five, <laughs> yeah. six centuries from the, from the beginning of that graph. It's ridiculous. That is so lazy of that graph. 1400 to 1700. <laughs> and then, then, then here's the 20s. They should have said olden times at that point. Good God. Yeah. Write it like ye old olden days. Actually, in the olden days, they liked people who were fundamentally disgusting. Diabetes was a sign of wealth. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, this man's so rich he doesn't need feet. <laughs> he can just be carried about by his servants. This woman, Christy Brinkley, when I was a teenager, was the hottest woman on earth. She was the cover of Sports Illustrated. This might be this is literally in Sports Illustrated, this picture that I, I sent to you yeah, guys. Yeah, she's beautiful. Um she's she's got no butt though. She's she's a little bit too skinny. You yep. have to have a banging ass nowadays. She yep. would not have been hot now. She was or just something. Show that you're doing some some lower body work. 
<laughs> I mean, there's no amount of lower body work Christy Brinkley could have done. She's just got no genetic butt. Agreed. When yeah. she sits down, it hurts. We went to <laughs> Strong Curves. I think that was the subreddit of women like who really work to improve their asses. They were all basically the same. I, I, I'm convinced asses are a step away from calves and the ability to like change what you're born with. But Christy Brinkley, if she was trying to be a supermodel today, I think they'd be like, no, guys like a little more, little more ass than that. For sure. So maybe I'm the only one that finds this interesting. But yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. She that's that's Sports Illustrated. That's not like some it's the swimsuit issue. That's what hot is at the time. Or I don't know if that's still true. Now it's a little more like politically correct. Don't they not Photoshop and such in Sports Illustrated? I'm gonna see what who's on the swimsuit cover of twenty twenty. That might be a bit oh. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Well, hang on. I'm trying to find 2020. Uh, is this 2020? Okay. Hang on. Uh, oh, they gave me a calendar. I'm sorry. I'm still searching. Well, it looks like there's three women on the cover. Like, yeah. They look hot to me. Is this the right? Yeah. If I'm looking at the right one, here, I'll show everybody. They found the lightest skinned black chick who exists. Is she is oh she God, black is in the middle? Is that a yeah. Person? Oh, like I said, she's blonde, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, That's what I'm saying. She's yeah. literally lighter than the white woman to her left. Did you see right. Stephen Curry's wife? No. All right. But I'm looking. Um. Okay, I see her. No way, dude. If she's black, you're black, Kyle. This woman. She put on blonde hair, and yeah. she's barely black anymore. Trying a blonde ting for a hot sec. Yeah, so some social media people feel like she's trying to be white. I don't know. She's a great wife. I like her. But when I heard that... How do you know she's a great wife? Oh, <laughs> there's... um, It's like a... So there, her and her husband, her husband's a basketball player and they're on social media a lot. And uh, she's always like cooking and stuff for him. People made fun of her. She had the greatest clap back ever. They're like, all your kids look the same. And she's like, yeah, that's what happens when they all have the same baby daddy. Bang. Drop the mic. Um, but yeah, uh, these two are. I think she's like, ha- she's like part Asian, right? I don't know. Ah, like a Tiger Woods. But uh, here's a different angle of her, by the way. Make what you will of that. Oh, that one's not as flattering. <laughs> not as flattering. No. She looks like, like she should be serving up some fucking Kung Pao chicken at the mall. Look at how fast <sighs> she's turning her head. Look at that, that whip back on the earring. Look, the, look how they've drawn a jawline on her, her whoever did her makeup that day. Mm. Trust me, it'll it'll work. I am every time I see a woman with like uh, real like dramatic weight change. Steph, I know you down, watch our show every week. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I, where I was headed with that is uh, I wonder how long it's been since the last baby. That's the thing that pops in my head. I mean, here she is in a swimsuit. She's she's looking great. Oh, you mean in that photo? Yeah, yeah. That that, that she looks heavy in that photo. Here, I'll show me one again. Let and me see I'm what, like, that was 2018. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but I didn't think it, it wasn't just that she looked heavy. She just like has an ugly face. 
<laughs> She's got a, what do you call it? Ugly face. <laughs> it's hard to tell how good looking people are in pictures anymore. Like, yeah, it's still photos in particular. I just do not trust. Like, you know, people like, I don't, I don't do phones have Facetune or is Facetune an app you download? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's all sorts of fucking like enhancements on phones. I, Instagram there's reality tons of apps as well. Instagram reality teaches you all about it, and it's it's like fuck. You, know, you can't yeah. go by still shots. What do we have here on Pinterest? Just more of her. Okay, that bitch. What's why is she so bad? She's stealing my. She's appropriating my culture. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Kyle is half Japanese. You've got, I mean, she's, she's already got, she's got two cultures of her own and she has to like sl- slink on into a third that, that has nothing to do with her. Despicable. Despicable. I'm offended. Wait, wait, That's this right. is my chance to give out like a, a suburbs pass, right? I should give her permission to be white in the same way that black and gay people have done for me. Woody, you're white. You can say whatever the fuck you want about white people. You're not going to get in trouble. No, this is. The, I should give. No, he's going to give her. I'm that going pass. to give her a suburban yeah, pass. This is her opportunity. Suburban pass to look and say, yeah. Did I say it wrong? That's suburban true, pass. All these, all these no, no, no. I wasn't correcting. You. I was like, saying anti-white comments. It's it's an epidemic. Right. I, I, so now she's it's allowed to dye her hair blonde and whatever because I, as a white person, gave her a suburbs pass. As well, opposed to like a hood pass. You see how this works? I see. I see. It's just not. It's just not you useful. see. <laughs> it's, it's, it's every bit as usable as my passes. Which is to me, not at all. <laughs> no, if you'll stop beating me up for a moment. <laughs> Please. Please. Have a gander at my passport. <laughs> No, you don't Where did you get the acid? <laughs> did you just carry this around? <laughs> you have to be ready at all times with your acid attacks. <laughs> Doesn't it burst in your pocket sometimes? Probably. I guarantee there's a terrorist who's had his you know, thigh had a hole burned in it because of some acid. Yeah, I did read a news story about a guy who was trying to acid attack some woman and fucked up and got it all over himself. Ha, deserved it. Next week is the Halloween episode. Do you have your costume, Taylor? Yeah. I have my idea. I still have to go to the little uh, like Halloween store and get it. But yes, I've got I got my. I have my costume. It came. I almost thought it was today, and Mm. like I was getting my costume ready. Like, and then I looked at my phone and saw that there was another you know week in the month. I need to try mine on. I think it's going to be hilarious. Um, we'll see how it works. But I'm I have high hopes for it. I'm dressing up as my hero. (laughs) Uh, he's there's nothing distinctive enough about him one year i wanted to dress as a catholic priest and get my girlfriend to dress up as a young boy and she would not go for it i want to dress as a young boy for you have some courage woman couldn't no it's just me and a lolly (laughs) (laughs) she could like like a little girl could nail it so well you know like like she just pulled her hair back and put on a little boy she did not she wanted to be cute though so she I was uh, going to be hilarious. Taylor yeah, I could be molesting you all night. It was great. <laughs> Going on the fucking raggedy Ann and Andy style outfit. <laughs> like, like, yeah, exactly. Like, 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 put the little dots 
on her cheeks <laughs> the full of freckles. Freckle yeah. And I'm just getting real handsy with her, like in public, like dressed as the Catholic priest. I had the, the full robe and everything and the, and the, the crucifix. That's you know, I'm a good go idea. Tubin, and I'm just going to show up next week with my dick out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Taylor, it was funny. Initially, we're in three hours in. You can sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for Blue Chew. Am I right, boys? Three hours? <laughs> You've been what's, that, what's, that, <laughs> what's that pumping noise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, you're right. I burst blood vessels. <laughs> I didn't realize there were electric penis pumps. Oh, that's the that's it sounds like, a, like an air compressor. Yeah. That's how they caught that that cool judge because <laughs> it was electric. What a weirdo! What an odd thing to be doing. I know. I, well, I hope you're in trouble. You have to be a little twisted to do that, like in a courtroom. Like he's got to like the thrill of a doing little it. Twisted. There. Like that's got to be a big part of it. Like, like ho ho. I, Good thing, Lady oh, Justice is blind because this is going to be messy. You might be right. You might be. I had it I, in my head. I drew a different scenario, which was kind of a like. I don't like. I'm my authority has been so unquestioned for so long in the courtroom. I can literally like penis pump my dick here, and I am a king. Like it, sure, that that's where my head went. I don't know if I'm right. Maybe God knows who 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 want. I don't want to go to the mind of a man who pumps his penis in a courtroom. I do. No. <laughs> yeah, I want to hang out with him. I do. I would love to drink with that guy. Just yeah. get wasted with that guy. Just, what were you just, thinking? Just, ah, I got you, away with it in '78. <laughs> it'd be like, you ever just sentence somebody for like some crazy shit, and you know they don't even deserve it. Like, like you know, just for just for shits and giggles, just be like. 30 years instead of like eight months or something. Oh, yeah, all the time, man. I could tell he was a dick and guilty of something. I I just didn't like the cut of his jib. What can I say? I, uh, I was sentencing would get brutal if I was about to come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God, that's the best sentencing I've ever laid down. <laughs> oh, imagine if that was his kink. Just like people crying or... Ruining lives, pumping during teary eyes. Ten years for loitering. (laughs) (laughs) You ever watch those clips? (laughs) You ever watch those clips of that nice old judge on YouTube? Yes, nice to people. (laughs) He'll like find some guy who was like a fucking like Iraq War veteran, and he ran a red light on his way to his PTSD therapy, (laughs) and he's just like. I'm a dis- I'm fully disabled. I'm a veteran of the Iraq and Afghanistan conflicts, and I was I was just trying to hurry to get to my PTSD meeting because when I don't get there, I'm really stressed out and anxious, and I just had to get there on time. And the judge pulls out two of those big blocks and goes, "Clap!" <laughs> <laughs> All right, you definitely are scared. You're not lying. You're <laughs> Look at him shake on the floor. I saw oh, gotta- <laughs> this, this guy is was why we lost. <laughs> This guy was like 98 years old. He went like 27 in a 25 and he was taking his son to get chemotherapy treatment who was like 70. Yeah. And his son is like, you know, 68 or something like that. He's like 97 and uh, the cop pulled him over and gave him a ticket. And and again, it was like 27 in a 25. And the judge is like, you know, he he always goes over to the um, the bailiff, like who's the the security guy. He's like, what do you think? Hardened criminal, huh? And the guy's like, yeah. 
<laughs> Doesn't look good for him. <laughs> you can tell it's going to go okay. They're goofy. Like, you think we should throw away the key on this guy? <laughs> <laughs> That's the job I want. Feel good judge. Yes. We only, we only get bullshit crimes. Oh, you were smoking a joint at home? Oh. <laughs> You've won a half pound of... <laughs> Hey, go in the evidence room. Clean it out. Yeah. All right, it's a supermarket sweep in the evidence room. <laughs> 60 seconds to ticket you want. Well, I was going for the marijuana. Couldn't find it. Came out with six pounds of crystal meth. And if you need it, tip, we keep the weapons on the left side. Yeah. <laughs> That's that OJ's be, knife. Dude, that would be the best game show ever. Supermarket sweep in the evidence room is great. Fire. Right? Oh. Like, There's got oh, to be a context to hold this show up. I, th- <laughs> I thought these backpacks would be full of pot, but it's just bloody clothing. Oh. <laughs> this sucks. There's just a bunch of destroyed pacifiers. <laughs> well, uh, you guys want to call it a show? There's I an do have outro. A roll real quick from our friends over at the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. If you've ever stopped at a railway crossing and the signals are flashing and you don't see a train or it appears to be moving slowly, and you're thinking maybe you can get across the tracks before the train comes. Think about this. Even if the engineer sees you and applies emergency brakes right away, it can take the train over a mile to stop. Over a mile to stop. By that time, it's too late and the resulting crash will be deadly. Stop. Trains can't. Stop. Trains can't. But PKA can. So that's the end. <laughs>